Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, February 20th, 601 Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Minneapolis Supercross. It's come and gone. Should be fun to talk about, right? Minneapolis Supercross? I mean, come on. Eli Tomac, three out of four wins here. Closing the gap on Ryan Dungey. Marvin Muskan catching and passing Ryan Dungey. Ryan Dungey getting a third. His hometown race. Lots of exciting things to talk about when it comes to that. Unfortunately, Cooper Webb got hurt. Not so great for that. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us tonight. Adam Cincerello will be on from the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team. Cole Seeley from the Honda Racing Team. Luke Reslin, Traders Yamaha will be on. And Dan Truman from Get. Get, get. Thanks for joining us. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles. Hey, thoughts out to uh, Zach Taylor, uh, Rich Taylor, the owner of X Brand Goggles. His son Zach uh, had a bad crash uh, in Southern California and uh, getting some surgeries. We're thinking about you, buddy. Hang in there, X Brand Goggles. He had clear vision, I have no doubt, as he was tumbling through the air. Hang in there, Zach. KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, and Ride Engineering all on board with us tonight. And as well as you guys, we have the BTOSports.com Tweeted Travis segment, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, the Race Tech Suspension Email segment, NFAB JGR Check-In with Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Called him earlier today. Poor Filthy Phil. He got racked up, and uh, he'll be joining us, or he'll be on the phone Updating us all on how he's doing. The Truck Hero question of the day. The Gear Alloy cold call all coming on. We are giving away two pairs of tickets to Atlanta Supercross this weekend, courtesy of Pivotworks. Pivotworks uh, cheaper than the OEM uh, parts that it replaces and many in many times better. Pivotworks.com. Please check them out. Giving away two ter- pairs of tickets to Atlanta. Also, the word of the day during the commercial. Stay tuned to the commercial break. We'll give you a word of the day. Email us at contest at pulpamexshow.com, and a random winner will get some prizes uh, for knowing the word of the day. Also, a Fly OGO travel bag. We are going to give that away as well at some point in this show. Thanks to our folks at Fly Racing for that. Thanks to you guys for listening. In studio to talk about the KTM race replica bike that he's in love with from Dirt Rider Magazine, <laughs> dirtrider.com. He's back. Chris Kiefer. What's up, Kiefer? Hey, Steve. We're starting early tonight. KTM talk. You got a KTM jacket on now. <laughs> you used to love Yamaha, then you switched to Hondas, and Hulk, now you love KTM. Hulk Hogan, yeah, ripping the shirt off. Yep, you are a chameleon. <laughs> uh, Chris Kiefer from Dirt, Dirt Rider and Dirt Rider Magazine. What um, what else is new, buddy? Well, um, lots of uh, KTM riding lately. Doing some project with that with those bikes, and just like I said, I think last time I was here, I finished up riding uh, off road shootout. And went to New Mexico with my good friend Gary for the Heron Hound, which you do not approve of off-road, so you no. wouldn't care about yep. that. Nope, not at all. But uh, Gary won. Gary won. won last week, so he's on a rolls, which is good. High Desert native. Yep. 
Um, otherwise, just take care of my lovely wife, Heather, and my son, Aiden, and riding dirt bikes. As usual with you. Dirt bike, dirt bike, dirt bike, dirt bike, dirt bikes. Dirt bikes, dirt bikes, dirt bikes. Yep, that is what you are all about. Taking your calls in the corner at 702-586-7857. Give us calling time. Taking your calls over there, producing the show. A little snarky today. Oh. A little snark. The <laughs> Travis Marks. I have no idea what you're talking about. The Dune about. Goon backflipper. He got it. He has it covered. Yeah. Don't I, even remind me. I got, I got it, it, bro. I got it. I got it, bro. I got, it, bro. I got everything. Everything's mm-hmm. handled except for the app. Oh, the app? Oh, it's not handled? Ah, the update. Oh. How's it going over there? Uh, you good? Yeah, I'm good. We're on Facebook Live? Yes, We're we good? are. Yeah. On RacerX Online. So thanks to everybody on Facebook. Sounds a little low. but uh, Sounds low? Apparently. Well, okay. I can boost that. Well, but then it sounds Oops. like Okay, so up. now I just boosted it. So let me know what people say on there. Okay. All right. Uh, 702-586-757. Like we said, we're giving away some stuff. Giving away some tickets to Atlanta. Jason Thomas will join us. Cool. As well. Cool. Later on. Uh, Dan Truman from Get. I forgot about that. Didn't I? Did I say that? No, you said that. Uh, Get ECU, product that you're familiar with. You use quite a bit. Just started using it a few months ago. Yep. And uh, so we'll have Dan on to talk about that a little bit. And uh, and lots to talk about when it comes to uh, Minneapolis Supercross. Amazon. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, go to the banner on pulpamex.com. Uh, and uh, uh, click on that. It'll take you to Amazon. Make your purchase. We get a small slice of that. We can afford Kiefer's outrageous co-hosting fees. So much. Uh, Pulpamex app. Get it now. We got an update coming up real soon to help you people that doesn't quite work with. I think we fixed the streaming issue we've had, though. And nice job to the snarky guy in the corner on that. We think the streaming is good. Uh, yes. We, 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 we've handled that. You handled that, I should say. One down. When I say we, I mean you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did nothing. One thing down, lost right. to go. Uh, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser as well for coming on. Hey, r- right out of the bat, uh, Kiefer, um, yep. something that's going on that uh, we want to talk about. Uh, Three Palms in Houston. Have you been there? No. Phenomenal place. Really Sandy, cool place. right? Yeah, Sandy. Uh, some tabletops. Big facility there. I was there years ago. Three Palms Action Sports in, Car- in Conroe, Texas, in Houston. Uh, March 4th and 5th, if you live in or near Texas, don't miss your opportunity to qualify for Loretta Lynn's. This is the only qualifying that's going on that weekend. Whether you're in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, Oklahoma, this is your chance. The only Loretta Lynn's qualifier in the country on March 4th and 5th is at Three Palms. Three Palms Action Sports in Conroe, Texas, which is basically Houston. March 4th and 5th, go to threepalmsaspp.com. Threepalmsaspp.com. Find them on Facebook and Instagram. Great place, great facility. Go there, Loretta Lynn's qualifier. I'm weekend. going too. Are you going to do Loretta's? Yeah. Is this? No. We, is, we discussed this with the, with the wife on the way Is this up stamped? This is stamped. Stand. Qualifiers coming up by my house in Victorville. You're driving to Tennessee or you're going to get somebody to take your bike up? No, I'm going to have, I'm going to fly. I'm going to have someone take my bike up. You're going to ride what classes? Um, probably plus 25 and 40. Ouch. Yes. Are you, what bike are you going to ride? That is not decided. Okay, KTM is. KTM's in the mix in now. The late running. The late running with this factory edition that they came out. Okay, wait a minute. Before I know. We, before we talk about, okay. uh, before we talk about Minneapolis. Yes. You rode the KTM 450XXF. It finished second in your shootout? Third. Third, okay. Third in your shootout. There's not a whole lot of difference between the race replica and the production bike. Not graphics, much. No, no Graphics, engine. bars, yeah. small suspensions. Like, why are you basically jerking yourself off over this race right. replica KTM? You love it. I really do. Like, I was tripping out after I rode it. I was like, I didn't want to say anything to the KTM guys right away because I was like, man, this thing feels way better than... Our, no our test bike that we have, right? So I rode it all day. I mean, I spent all day on this thing, and the the changes that they did make to the fork, which is a piston inside the fork and some fork sliders. Give me a break. 
I'm just saying it made a it made a good bit of difference. All right. So I was tripping so hard, I went and picked up the KTM at the shop, mm-hmm. and I've been riding that all week. And now that I've been riding that, there's not that thing's pretty damn good too. So so are you going orange? I might go orange for Loretta's. Wow. It's it's there's three great bikes out right now. Yamaha has a great bike. Obviously, we know this, right? Yeah, we do. Honda, great bike. Great bike. KTM, I'm in. And then, so you're in on the Husky then? I haven't rode enough on the Husky yet. I'm telling you, look, Tom Moen loves, loves me. I worked at KTM for two years. <laughs> I know for, I know Moski. Yeah. Moski went into your bike and did some shit so that you loved it. No. Because we used to, I used to do some shootout work. Back in yeah, Moski days. I've seen stuff like that happen. And Moski used to pull barrels off and do little Two touches. Two-stroke days, though. Yeah. Yeah. But he would pull the barrels off, do little touches, little grinds. Little grinds. So that MXA <laughs> and all you jerky magazine guys would have a real clean running Now that KTM. you said that, I, I was thinking that a little bit That's as I was testing it. No, but no. I went back to our test bike to confirm. There's serious shit going on with those guys. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that... The seventeen's a really good bike, and I spent some time on no, it it's before. A good bike. Yeah, but I had a concussion, so I didn't get a whole lot of time on it for shootouts, which no time at all because I was concussed. But now that I spent more time on it, and, and hey, I'm not an air fort guy, but that thing's pretty damn good too. I went, I went out to the, some sand tracks over the weekends. We had some rain. That thing was really, really good, man. All right. And my wife was like, "Are you okay? Who's this guy? Yeah. Like, who took my who right, took my husband?" Right. right. But I like. Uh, if a good bike, if a bike is good, I'm in. It's good. No, you are. Yeah, you're you're pretty unbiased. Absolutely, I agree. We give you a lot of shit about right. Yamaha Hondas and stuff, but you do call it like it is. No, there's no doubt. Um, okay, so Minneapolis Supercross. Yeah. Tomac. Yeah. Again, what a, a ride. And he was the second faster in practice. Uh huh. I watched practice and I was like, oh shit, people are in trouble tonight. Yeah. He, I'm telling when I when I view Tomac racing, uh-huh. he rides the outside so much. He rails everything like an outdoor like race, and he carries so much speed in these corners. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking, I'm like, dude, there's no one else in this series that rails corners like him. You know, uh, with the tracks getting softer and ruddier, he's diving into ruts. Yes, he's. That sand section, he was doubling in and like right. Southwick. He's hitting the ruts. He is killing these tracks. Now, it's a little sketchy. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Not all the time, right. He's hanging it out, and he's got no choice but to do that to make this cut this into the points lead. But I think a little of these tracks' texture and ruts are helping him Yes. in a motocross sense. Well, as you know, Eli's good in soft dirt sand. Eli's really good. So, yeah, when it does get really soft, mm-hmm. Eli shines. But I, I even did some research. I went back and TiVoed some of these old Supercrosses and watched him ride. You can tell the bike is just day and night better. He can have that feeling. He, he Like you said, he dives in. Before, he was tiptoeing in and then pushing his bike in. Now, he just he's already starting his lean way early. Well, think about the difference in dirts from Anaheim's, which are, were softer this year than normal. Normal, but right. It's still it's still Southern California, right? To Glendale, to, but you to, walked to, Arlington to was Oakland. slick, and, and even though he yeah, had Arlington, bad race, but Arlington he, was slick. He was still in podium spot right. when his front break when his front break before the shit so. hit the fan. He right. was coming up, right? So, um, Spring Forks, Spring Forks, uh, a link. I heard uh, some shock settings, but and and I I didn't know this, and I didn't know the reason. Dungey's on Spring Forks too. 
Did he go back? There, that team is on 52 Spring Forks. You, uh, I think he was used to be on air. He used to be, but yeah. now when I just looked at this uh, the other day. I can't keep track. Chad went to a normal clutch now off a of hydraulic. Yep. But uh, I'm telling you, the, yeah. dun- the Dungeonator went back to spring. Okay. So I haven't liked Dungey's bike. I don't know about this weekend. Didn't notice it so much this weekend, but uh, I didn't like it in Oakland. I didn't like it in one of the Anaheims I saw. Just from what I hear and some of the inside talk that they have, it's mostly the rear of the bike that he's having the problem with. It looks not, busy. It always looks busy. It doesn't look it's settling anywhere. Yeah. So and it's mostly the, and last year they had the same problem that the rear half of the bike seemed to be, mm-hmm. like you said, more busy yeah. than usual. Uh, how about Marvin though? And again, uh, DV talked about this in his column on pulpamex.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, he talked about it, when the track's breaking down and braking bumps are coming and there's ruts and, you know, you know, Kiefer is a racer, like the rut you used uh, uh, at the, at the five minute mark is not, not going to be good. The same rut in, at the 20 minute mark. And DV talked about this, and I think it's true with Marvin. He's so innovative and so he's so got such great technique mm-hmm. that he can uh, use a kicker for a pre-jump. He can know when to switch a line. He can use uh, different lines and other guys. Jump through the whoops this weekend again. Yep. He caught and passed. He was probably about 10 seconds down right. of Dunge. And I think you're going to see more of this, and I know you discussed this earlier about tracks breaking down and getting down on the plywood and the concrete. You're going to have more braking bumps with the you know the increased laps that we're having this year. Um, some of the teams, I would say most of the teams, are going to softer settings with their bikes because mm-hmm. of this. And yep. uh, you watch Marvin, and and this could go either way. When you when you're a racer and you think too much, it could hurt you. But also when the track breaks down, like you said, with these bumps and things, when you think a lot, it can help you. Mm-hmm. And I think Marvin is that type of rider where he thinks a lot. And he sees little things like I can get over that, I can jump that, I can jump into the whoops one time and then get out. Right. There's a lot of times he's in the whoops one time. And he's okay. done. Okay. Are you, are you Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider, DirtRider.com, and a KTM Orange Brigade member? <laughs> <laughs> Heather loves that. Heather's like Jesus. Are you worried about Dunge? Like, should we? <sighs> like, should we? Like, look, he's he's in the points yeah, lead. I know. He's got uh, he's got twenty four on Eli and what six fifteen on Marv. I thought it was only eighteen, but yeah. whatever. It's on the bottom yep. of the sheets there. I got it. Okay, um, Cotton Pass in Oakland, fourth place in Dallas. Couldn't get by Wilson for the longest time. Sixteen up. Sixteen up. This weekend, third place. Marvin catches and and, and drops. Not just doesn't just pass him. Drops him. Yep. I know. 98% of the riders would love to have Dungy's problems right now. Yeah. But what's going on? What do you think? What's happening? It's funny because I write about it every Sunday night, and I and I feel bad saying, what's wrong with Dungy? What's wrong with Dungy? Because he has the red plate. He's in the points lead, 16 up. Mm-hmm. He's, won, he's won, what, one or two races? One race? and One race. One race. And I just feel like he's not the usual aggressive self. Is it the tracks or sketching him out? You know what? Honestly, don't give me the rocks and crash. Don't no, give, no, no. Don't give me the rocks I, and crash. No, I thought about that. Yeah. And that's not. I think the two guys that are in his head, and I've heard that Dungy is a mental case when when things like this happen, is Marvin and Eli. The only two guys that I think would be in his head is those two dudes. And when Marvin comes up on Dungy, you watch the tape. He looks way stiffer than normal. When he's all by himself, he looks like he flows, he charges. But either one of those guys are around him, he rides totally different. I think those two guys might be in his head a little bit. He's not qualifying as well as he has in the past. Yeah, his he's average like qualifying is like sixth place. Yeah. Not as good as it used to be. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Again, I don't know if there's a problem. He's not riding as well as he has in the past. If anybody says 
he's as good as ever, they're full of shit. No. Or they work for KTM. Right. No, he, There's the, no way. The bike, you can see the bike's not perfect, but I don't think that's so much right. the problem. I think it's something going on with himself, and I think maybe it is a little mental. You know, I've talked to people, and he says, you know, when he does get beat, he really beats himself up a lot. So I know he was a crazy, like, tester where, like, if he had bad practice sessions, I need, you know, uh, shock setting, I need clamps, I need a front tire. Like, he would just start throwing, shit. start throwing stuff at the bike. But I've heard, since working with Alden and since the new bike, he's been way better. Like, hey, I'm good, the bike's good, yeah. let's not worry about it. So I don't know if he's going back to that or not. I haven't had a chance to talk so much with anybody to figure that out but i know back in the day that's what he was like a couple of motocross the nations he just tested himself into into a into oh, a stop right just clamps and, and wheels and forks and shocks and you know well so, the thing is he can't do much now and say that because marvin's winning yeah on the same bike yeah. so you can't really come up with anything right so yeah it should be interesting to see where we go from here man i, th- I he's think still got the points lead. right i think that's by not, daytona you know, he's gonna win that's okay. my that's my that's my theory. Right. I think he's going to win by Daytona, if not at Daytona. Okay. All right. Let's get to some phone calls here. Craig, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, man. First time caller. I got a quick question about sure. the plunge. Yeah. Okay. So I know it sounds silly. You guys just kind of touched on it. He's got the red plate. So I mean, I kind of feel like an idiot. But um, so at the pre- like the post race uh, pressers, the press conferences, uh, does his team uh, or even the Dunge himself is? It, are they mad? Are they upset? I, I hear you talk about the panic button. Uh, you know, frequently on the show. So, I mean, is the team, are they are they hitting the panic button? Are they, do they seem worried? No, after the no. Race? Mm. You know what? Dunge's demeanor this week, he got caught and passed by Marvin, got third at his hometown race. Uh, his demeanor right. was fine. He said, yeah, he had a big mistake in the main. He jumped off the track at one point. Right. And uh, Marvin had some good lines, and he said, you know, he, he learned a little bit from some of Marvin's lines, and and he worked really hard, and, like, he was very professional, seemed very okay. Here's Did, yeah. did not seem angry at all. But, um so he was fine, man. I've been looking for a little bit of like when he he's not the greatest interview, and when he gets frustrated, like remember yeah, the he, remember the crown talk with, yeah. in the press conference, like spiked out a little yeah. bit. He didn't get that out smoothly because he was you know frustrated and angry a little bit at the question that yeah. he didn't understand. But that's another story. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that so far uh, at all. Craig, Here, here's so. a, here's another I mean, flip side of this too, and I meant to bring this up. So he's training with Marvin and Jason every day. And Wacko. And okay, and Wacko. And imagine the imagine going with someone every day to go practice, knowing that you guys are so damn close in speed. That guy could beat you, this guy could beat you, you could win. It's every day is a race. Every day you go practice is a race. It's not just Saturday night. Every morning when they wake up and go to that track, it's a race. It's it's like a dick measuring contest. Without whipping it out, right? So you have to be the fastest guy. You want to be the fastest guy, but then if you're not, mentally, that's draining every day. That's a draining thing on you. And I think he needs to rethink when you get a little older, it it starts to affect you more. And I think he maybe needs to rethink his training partner's situation, you know, because that could hurt him. Cool, Craig. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thank you. Justin, what's up? You want to talk about James Stewart? Hey, how you, how you guys doing tonight? What's up, man? Nothing much. Um, yeah, I actually have a James Stewart question and a personal question about yourself. Yeah. Um, as far as James Stewart, you know, he's one of the greatest of all time, you know, so forth, so forth. What do you think it will take? What does he have to do to get back on top? And when he does come back, where do you have him, honestly? Dude, I don't know about getting back on top for James anymore as far as winning. If he's in shape, he can be a podium guy here and there 
and run up front and set fast lap times and everything mm-hmm. else on a production-based bike. He does not need a works bike for that. But I don't think he can come out and start winning again. I, just, I don't see it. Uh, but he, I don't see him podium or top five or being fast if he ain't in shape, like what we saw last year. Is that because concussions or the Yeah, dude, bike? just time off, you know, just time Both. off, time away, like a Bradshaw thing. When Bradshaw went away, same kind of thing, man. It's a lot of races missed, you know. But he's still got the skill. He's still got, you know, it's just – and I think you'll see – if he comes back, you'll see flashes. But he, he's not going to run with those guys. He's got to get in a ton better shape uh, to do that. And I don't know if he is. I, I honestly don't know one way or another if he if he's lost weight, gotten in shape or not. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I agree because you know he came back out of shape. You know last year, which was ridiculous because he had more than enough time to get in shape more than ever, as you guys touched on before in the show. So it kind of you know I just feel like the motivation thing with him. Uh, you probably would agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. But my yeah my question for you actually is um. Now, let's say if you got in shape, right? Yeah. You personally. Yeah. And you decided to race the Supercross this year. Obviously, if you were at that age or whatever the case may be, what race would it be, what bike, and where do you think you would finish? Dude, come on. Is this serious? Bro. <laughs> I'm far from racing Supercross. I was never, even at my very peak Manitoba championship form, I wasn't a very good jumper. I was, I'd follow let's other dudes over big jumps. Elaborate know? on this a little yeah. bit. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you got in shape. You're yeah. ready to go. You're going to yeah. vet national. Yeah. What class you sign up? Vet expert. B. Okay. B. Vet intermediate. Yeah. B. Right. You win in that right. class. Are no, you winning? No. Hell no. Because I raced the world vets twice. And. I won the yeah, C class. Were... Okay. And, and yeah. I won the C moto, and I'm like, oh shit, like I'm still all right. Yeah. So I moved myself to B. Right. For the next day or for the next moto. Yeah. And I got like 20th, like okay. mid pack, like mm-hmm. I was mid pack plus 40 B guy. Okay. So I'm like, okay, that's about where I belong. So, you know, that's well, a little. So, so, so... So what about what, uh, a race bike? Then? Uh, I, I just take whatever Kiefer's going to give me out of his garage. The guy's got Hondas, KTM's, and Yamahas. So right, whatever, there you go. whatever he gives me. So. Yeah, I know, I know you're a Yamaha guy. You're a mechanic for those guys. I was, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, he bleeds blue over that, there. That doesn't matter. Trust me on that. <laughs> I do. I think, honestly, I, I, would, I would get a Honda. I like the way they look. I like they're new and cool. I think so I'd that's what you would buy? Yeah, that's okay. what I would ask for. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I need something okay. for free. That's what I'm getting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, all right. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, thank you, guys. You have a good night. Thank you, man. Appreciate Later. it. Two more Dungey calls. Uh, Porch, what's up, bud? How are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, um, so I haven't been to a race since A2. I went to the first three, mm-hmm. and um, I think Dunge looked good throughout those first three, but I, it's kind he of did. hard to tell over TV. But um, I don't think he's really looked like himself since, like, his last year self, besides maybe, like, San Diego. But do you think maybe he's starting to think, like, this – struggles is maybe a sign that retirement's coming this year maybe maybe it's so sad that we're talking about this and he's leading the point I know, it's just right? so weird like why are we doing this <laughs> it's, i can't believe i'm asking that you know don't but. just don't give me the whole roxon's crash got in his head he's, no he's he, seen crashes all he, i mean he's seen crashes yeah, yeah 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 he's he's a multi-time champion he's seen gnarly crashes gnarly injuries from everybody he broke his neck last year don't give me that he's like, oh, God, that can happen to me. No, no I, don't, I don't go with that. He's too mentally strong for that. But, um, I mean, it could be uh, Porch. i got to talk to DeCoster. I've been meaning to. I walked by the truck a few times, haven't seen him. I want to ask DeCoster, say, like, what's going on with Dungeon's deal next year? Apparently, the word is he has a deal from KTM on the table. He has not signed it. KTM wants him back. He hasn't decided yet. Now, I, that's just the word. Porch, I got to go talk to Roger myself and find out, but that's what I hear. So mm-hmm. 
I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, it's got. Look, we've all we've been saying it for for months. If he's going to sign, re-sign with them, it's got to be real soon because if he's out, KTM's going to take a run at Tomac, or they're going to move Anderson over or something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they're not going to go into the year next year with just Marv. How old's Dunge? Twenty-eight. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay. Like yeah, so. I it was like twenty-seven. Yeah, okay, like twenty-seven. Sure. Know. Yeah. So, um, all right, man. Thanks for calling. Cool. Appreciate Later. it. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, guys. Thanks. Uh, hey, 702-586-7857, third caller, wins a pair of tickets to uh, Atlanta Supercross. You got that, uh, Marks? Does that count for the third video cross, too? From Pivots. Pivot works. No, Supercross. Okay. Pivot works. If it works, it pivots. If it pivots, it works. At well, Pivot works. Did you make that up? Yeah. Okay. Uh, John, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah. Um, I'm calling in about Dungey. Uh, I'm, I'm totally convinced... All right. That uh, he's uh, yeah, I'm here. He's uh, going down with the Baker in flames. It's the Baker syndrome, like he Ricky just James getting burned out. Yeah. Oh, burnt out. Okay. Yeah, he's totally fried to the utmost. Okay. Um, you know what? I just spent uh, three weeks ago. I spent the day with Ryan Villapoto, and yeah. RV told me three or four times we got our winner already. Marks? Marks, we got our winner? Okay, we got our winner. Stop calling for the tickets. RV told me three or four times that the work killed him. Uh, John, the work, to, to maintain the work ethic, to get on top is what put him in. Killed the flame? Killed the flame. So yes, you absolutely exactly. could be right. I, I don't know for sure, exactly. but you, you could be right. So That's exactly it. He, he, I mean, when you add up all the years he's been doing it, and then he hits the Baker factory, and it just, it just, you know, it just puts the match right yeah. out. Bro, he's got. Well, yeah. Dunge probably has ten million dollars in the bank. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a, it's a big load, big reward, you know. System like you're gonna work your balls off, but you're gonna win, right? So that's what Zacco is banking on. Like, hey, I'm gonna go there and work my balls off, but I was expected I'm gonna be winning, and. You know, your win streak, five, six years, and then you're done. You're, like you said, the flame's out because you're working your balls off so much. I mean, I'm not even close to that, and I ride all the time, and I get burned out. So I couldn't even imagine what these guys are like, traveling and all the other shit they have to do. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's exactly it, and the travel, and just the, just the fact that you're just trying so hard. And then, and, then, and then Baker's bringing in the new guys, and then you're trying to compete against them. Well, you know, from, from, it's, well from what I hear, though, and this is, again, just what I hear because Anderson doesn't like me, Dunge doesn't really like me, and, and everything else. But from what I hear, Dunge is still the fastest guy when they're practicing. He starts last. He does? Know? Yeah, when okay. they do their little motos. So I heard opposite. Okay. All right. See, I heard, I heard so. Mosquin was. Yeah. All right. There we go. See, we all heard different things. But so, that, Roger talked to me yesterday, and he said that Mosquin was the fastest at the Baker factory. There we go. All right. Uh, I mean, that, and like I said, going back to what I said, man, Every day you wake up and you have to put yourself in that situation. It's bound to get old. It's bound to get like, man, I'm tired oh, of the stress. Yeah, you know? Exactly. All right. Thanks for the exactly. call, man. Appreciate it. Not a bad theory. Thanks for the call, man. And uh, say hello to District 23 at Minnesota. Yeah, okay. District 23. Close to my heart, bro. Thanks. <laughs> I raced there a ton. I, I'm from Winnipeg, man. Uh, let's get our first guest on the line, Adam Cincerillo. We gave the tickets away uh, to Atlanta Supercross? Yes, to Aaron. Right on, Congrats Aaron. to Aaron. He was very excited. Thanks to Pivot Works for making that work. If it works, it pivots. If it work, if it pivot, it works. Pivotworks.com. Pulp Show 27. <laughs> That's amazing. What? That's such great. It is brainchild hey, work. Hey, um, 
a ton of um, people on social media uh, talking about the Michelin star crosses. They got yeah. them. They're happy. People are pumped. I saw. Right on. I saw a thread on Vital MX about the star cross fives. People enjoyed them. Something that Chris Kiefer had a lot to do with. Four versions: hard, medium, soft, and sand. The star cross five can completely redesign casing, a more aggressive self cleaning tread design, a durable yet more flexible sidewall. And a more pliable bead package for easier mounting. It's a brand new tire from the Michelin, uh, from the folks at Michelin. And whatever you thought of the old line, and they had some good stuff. The MH, the MSs were good. Uh, the Starcross 5 is uh, is a much better tire. And uh, excellent performance over a wide range of conditions between 21 sizes. They got 18-inch. They got 19-inch. They got 21-inch. Uh, they got 120s, 110s, 100s. Uh, two front, six rear sizes for the medium and soft versions. MichelinMotorcycle.com. So. Sweet. You, you've been running them yet? Yeah, well, I've been doing some testing, doing some stuff with them. With so. what? With Michelin? Yep. We got a little durability thing going on right now. Why do I got to find these things out on the show? Because it's testing, and I can't tell you everything. You, there's some shit you don't know about. I come in here, you don't know what I'm doing. Are you scared that I'm going to spill it on the yes, show? Yes, I'm scared. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm you scared. like that? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you some shit. All right. Um, we're going to cold call, I think, the Seven Deuce Deuce because you and him have beef. Oh, we're going to battle. You have beef? Who came with what first? Lit kit what's, or best dressed? What's a what's a, a real dick move by you is oh. trying to trying to latch on to something that he's created <laughs> and he's made really fun for fans. It's great. And and you're like in the corner, hey, 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 I did it too. I did it like bro, just Nope. You, uh, his thing is his thing. My thing's my thing. You want it to be part of a coalition, a collab with him. <laughs> and picking the winner of the lit kit, and you—I you never said that you were not invited, and Bull. now you're mad. I'm not mad. I I respect what Adam's doing. I think it's cool, but I'm just letting you know. Walk around the pits at A1. Go back to the tweets, bro. Best dressed, Chris Kiefer. I gave it out. There was no lit kit award at A1. Dude, trust no me. No lit kit award. It's his thing. He's been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Vortex Racing, Chad Reed and Cooper Webb use Vortex Racing sprockets. The Babbitts Kawasaki guys use the Vortex uh, sprockets and well as the bars this week in Atlanta. They're at Marina Cross on Friday night. Sweet. It should be fantastic. VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at Vortex for a killer deal. Uh, years of research and development and testing into these bars, the V3 bar, without sacrificing weight and speed. Vortex is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. He is uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuits. Adam Cincerillo. What's Adam? How, uh, what's up, Adam? How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you guys? How do you feel about this Lit Kit Award that the Seven Deuce Deuce has been doing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I have seen rumbling. Rumblings. Of the Lit Kid Award uh-huh. on the pits, but I, I really don't know what it's about, so you'll have to fill me in. He's just been picking three riders, and we vote on pulpamex.com. Just go to rider.com, best for dress. The, for the rider who has the best-looking kit, the Lit Kit. Huh, but who gets to pick? So he's seven deuce deuce is just picking the three guys? He picks the three guys, picks- yeah, and then everybody else votes on the, one of the three guys. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong with that? I right. Think it's cool. You yeah, want to okay. know who? You want to no. know who? Uh, best dressed uh, Kiefer Corner. Who, who got that? You want to no, know who? Nobody that? cares about that. Team Pro Circuit Kawasaki. This weekend? Yeah, I like it. I like. Wait. So, did you? Who? Who came up with it first? Seventy uh, first. Seventy first did, and Kiefer's nope. mad. Nope. <laughs> hey. Um, all right, Adam. Well, look, you were our West Coast correspondent. Um, yep. Uh, for the West Coast rounds, now well, you're actually barely, racing. I mean, a couple races. I know. Then you went to Florida, so we gave up on you. But um, you uh, now you're actually racing, and, and I got a I got a text today from somebody. It's like Cincerillo again on the show, and I'm like, bro, he's like the money interview. 
So we're having you back on the show three times in seven weeks. You've been on the Public Mech Show. So, man, that's I know I'm going to start to get some hate. It's all the, it's the hype, bro. The hype's back. I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are you going to ride the Super Mini Class at Arena Cross this Friday? I actually just got an Instagram notification. I want to say 25 minutes ago, and somebody said, um, "Just waiting for you to get back to your this how fast you were on Super Minis," and I'm like, <laughs> "Like I'm like you don't you don't understand like I'm." a lot better than I was then. Like, I still get that all the time, and I'm like, you guys don't get it, but uh, no, I will not be racing a Super Mini. And I, think I'm too, I think I'm too big for that now. And you're six feet tall now, exactly. Yeah, um, it's just not going to happen. Uh, DV tweeted us and said, uh, ask Adam about the four-word sentence I told him when he complained about the track today. Four-word sentence. What did DV tell you when you complained about the track today at the Nest? In Florida, uh, all I said the track was dry today, so I was just like, "We just need to put more water on the track, water it at night, so it can soak in." And he gave, I don't know, I don't know what forward sentence he's talking about. He talked for about five minutes about how back in the day he used to ride like a little single track supercross track. Well, I was like, "Well, you're not paying, you're not paying a, you know, an insert amount of money to yes. ride at the track here." Yeah. You know, to ride it. So we we went back and forth. But what's cool about DV, I feel like I can do, like, DV's that guy you can kind of go back and forth with, back and forth with, and it not be, Mm -hmm. not be a problem, you know? Well, you should have just been like, hey, DV, just worry about your guy, because you just worry about him, (laughs) what we saw on the, you know, that that would be a dick move, but that would be funny. No, well, I'm not that guy. Well, I am. Just because Christian and DV are, are funny and they're they're good guys, and I think they would get yeah, it. Yeah, they are. Um, I agree. Now, when when Craig uh, when Craig shows up at the nest, does he pay? Do guys pay drop in fees? Uh, I'm not. I think I want to say Christian is here for. I don't know if he's staying for outdoors or not. I think he is. I think he's staying all year, so oh. I, I be, he would be paying the same as us. Oh, so he's not coming back but, to Cali. Okay. No, I, I don't know. Okay. I'm honestly not completely sure, but um, I think the way we're doing it now is if somebody wants to ride here and everybody approves of it, we're mm-hmm. having them pay like a, you know, because you can't have them pay for the same as yeah. we do. So right. we're just kind of breaking it up a little bit, I think. But it's still kind of up in the air. That so just jump bit. them in like a when game. I, if I wanted to come out yeah. and ride the, the outdoor sand track, a fee or not? Um, I don't know. I've... I feel like because I hate you, I, you would be charged extra. Okay. You would definitely be charged. But if you were like my buddy, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, just you know, you come out and ride one day, I think you, I think you get away with it. I think you're good. Do you still talk to that Chris Clark guy out here? I do. Yeah, all the time. Why can't yeah. him and I be friends? I want to be friends with him because, you know, he's kind of a wheeler here in Vegas, and he's really connected to the hockey team. And I feel like he's going to have a suite at these hockey games. Oh yeah, I'm sure he does. And they're gonna get they're gonna get uh, basketball in a couple of years too. I okay, think. can can I? I want to be friends with him because I want to get in the suite and watch games with him. And... <laughs> I want to be friends with him. Well, how does that work? Do it like everybody else That's does. Like... Hit him up on social media. <sighs> Man, I, I, just... I tried to hook you. I tried to hook you guys up. Gave you you know gave him the number all yeah. that stuff. And no, I, he's he's not pulling, you're not pulling the trigger, dude. He doesn't want to be friends with me, and I that's too bad. We'd be great friends. I'd be in the suite. He's games. busy, dude. He's doing the business thing now. Yeah, and he's, yeah. running, he's been running all around. Uh, we're on but, Facebook uh, no, Live just... right now. Race Rex Online, Facebook Live. Adam Cincerillo in on the phone with us. So Facebook Live, the new thing. First I know. It was Periscope, and then. 
Facebook Live and now there's Instagram Live that everybody was stoked about for like a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, hey, before we get to your race, though, uh, Alex Martin and Benny Bloss really hurt your yeah. fantasy team. Like, seriously. Eesh. Eesh. Not good. No. Not good. I, I swear I had a moment in the main event, and I don't want anybody listening out there to think that I'm not taking my job seriously <laughs> or, or anything like that. And when I say I, I thought about this, it was very brief. Mm-hmm. But I saw Benny Bloss down in the whoops. I just happened to glance at him because, I mean, the whoops were teeny, and you're just jumping through right. Just happened to catch him out of the corner of my eye. And about four seconds later, as I was entering that right hand at bowl corner, I thought to myself, like, my fantasy. like Get up, Benny. Like, my fantasy. <laughs> Get up. I promise you, on on my, I don't even want to say it, but on my mother's life. On Chuck's life. Thought, on, on Chuck's life. On Chuck's life. I thought, that's what I thought for like a half a second. But right, still, right, it was right. too long. Too long. And Dude. then, uh, yeah, I was, no. I was and, and it was all right. And Amar oh, jacked everybody up. Everybody at Amar, and wow. he crashed out. Including my back. I'm sitting in bed right now, like <laughs> uh, leaning on my side because I don't have any skin on my back. <laughs> nice work, Amar. Thanks, Amar. Yeah, I got on the plane. I got on the plane uh, Sunday morning, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Amar." Amar everywhere. Um, hey, so. First time racing in a few years for you. You got a fifth place. You didn't get a great start. Got caught up in that little crash, I think, with with Alex and the, and Nichols. Um, yeah, you were like tenth, eleventh, or something. And I watched I watched you almost creepily only in the first three four laps. I don't, I don't want to get cre- creep you out, but I was just watching you. Um, and uh, you were you were moving forward, trying to get around guys on a tight track. I thought you made some nice moves. And by the end, you got fifth. I mean, what what'd you think? Were you happy with that? Yeah, not, I mean, no, I wasn't. I mean, originally, you know, or, you know, as soon as I get off the track, I'm not going to be happy with that. I'm not. I'm the one. I'm the type of guy that's kind of got to calm down and look at the positives a little bit because it, it pisses me off, you know, when I, when I don't do well. And I, I feel like I'm better than better than fifth. But at the same time, if, if I look back at the race and like even off the start, once I once I once I screwed the start up that yes. bad, I mean there were so many chances for me to go down. I could have got collected with the, you know, the Alex and uh, mm-hmm. Nichols. Know, who else crashed with Nichols? Them? Nichols, yeah. Yep. I could have got collected in that. I mean, I could have. You kind of have to choose whether you want to land on somebody or get landed on mm-hmm. if you're in the pack off the start. So considering. All things considered, it was uh, it was okay, but you know, of course it could have been better. Well, exactly. Your whole race, twenty seconds in, you were like, okay, salvage something. You know what I mean? Like get get exactly. get something. Exactly. And- once I once I actually came through by the mechanics area, and mm-hmm. the leaders were entering the whoops, and I was like, okay, I got some work to do. Like, yep, we have you know just to to get back up there. But it seems like once I got. Past, I think it was Rodriguez that was in fifth at the Dude, time. Once he, I got A Rod gave you A Rod gave you some business, like oh McAdoo and A Rod <laughs> yeah. zero Fs on those guys. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I was behind McAdoo for like two laps, and I got. I mean, it's all power to him. I mean, the kid, the rookie, that he was doing well, but I was getting cross jump from left uh. to right to left to right, and I just didn't know which way. Didn't know which way to go, and I was already to myself kind of riding a little bit cautious. Like, mm-hmm. all day I was a little bit like, don't do anything stupid. And, yeah, just, uh, yeah, once I got around those guys, RJ was like 12 seconds ahead of me, yeah. and I was like, okay, just, uh, you know, just bring it in. Um, I do this podcast with Clayson and Alex Ray, a privateer podcast with them, and they ride with McAdoo. And, dude, 
they make McAdoo out to be like Schwarzenegger. <laughs> they said the kid can bicycle, out bicycle anyone. He can ride forever on a sand track. He can, Brayton, Alessi, whoever shows up at Club MX, this McAdoo is Arnold Schwarzenegger of the Terminator. He never stops. Really? He can't be beaten. He can't be worn down. They make, I don't know. I'm just saying. They're like, McAdoo is like the. Really? No, that's, dude. I heard it from three people <laughs> that McAdoo is like basically Bruce Jenner in 76. Oh, my God. I mean, he can't be taught. Maybe he's gnarly. Dude. Maybe he's gnarly. I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he spared my life. Right, spared these guys. They're, they're, I'm this McAdoo kid. I, I you know I know him a little bit. I met him a few times, but I'd stay away from this kid. He sounds like an animal. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best okay. in the future. How about uh, how about your swap and practice and the whoops? Uh, yeah, that was that was. Yeah, I actually just got. I wish I could read you the Instagram direct message I got from Ken Roxon after that crash, but <laughs> I can't because it's all cuss words. Because he's he's like, dude, I told you to. I told you to take it easy and I, I was it was my second lap of practice and i wasn't even doing a fast lap i just ended up there was a rut worked into the whoops and i ended up kind of catching my rear end on the on the like the edge of the rut and it kicked me back the other way and Ugh. luckily i'm learning to roll a little bit better so i tested that theory out of course it didn't say my visor or my front number plate <laughs> but you know uh, yeah. it's okay actually it actually didn't hurt that bad when so. you're when your mechanics ripping your visor off in the pits are you just going man this is going to look sweet while i'm riding i seriously didn't even think about it i got back to the rig and i forgot that i even didn't have a visor <laughs> um well and he said hey he got the visor was ripped off i looked at live timing boom yeah, adam I number one yeah the first yeah, lap, the no, next lap you put in right there, <laughs> seriously the first thing i thought about when i crashed is like oh everybody's looking at me hc's on the deck again so yep. i'm like okay yep. i gotta show everybody i'm all right i already, I already tweeted so. that you were over i said adam just it's, it's done it's over it's already over um, oh, you're I'm, you're that guy. I'm kidding. Um, um, you know what? The 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 Benny, the Bell guy. He was probably just so pissed because he, there was 18 Bell flex stickers on that visor that went missing, and he's probably so pissed. <laughs> he had to uh, put Benny's them on. cool. 18. Benny was just he just he just uh, got my backup ready to go and just all smiles. Just put some more Benny, stickers Benny's on that thing, man. Benny. Just slap some more stickers on that helmet. There's not quite enough. Stop right. throwing shade, Steve. You suck. I don't know what that means. You have a. Every but every line we have is full for questions for all you. chicks. Yeah, because I retweeted it, bro. I retweeted. Oh, you did. Oh, here we go. Oh, That's yeah. why. All right. First up, David. What's up? What's your question for uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuits, Adamson Cirillo? Hey, Adam. The uh, I was just wondering. The I heard you played motocross games back in the day. Probably you're probably too busy now for them. But uh, this is actually a question for anybody on the show. I was just wondering the what's your thoughts on like motocross games going on like. I know MXGP3, they're working on, like, real tracks, licensed bikes, licensed gear, real pro riders. Like, like in the USA or the, or, the, uh, or the... Yeah, yeah I, would, I would like to see it come to the U.S. Like, an AMA series would be great, uh -huh. but... Well, I got... I was under the... At Anaheim 1, when I first did the little press deal, because I was there watching on Friday, we came and we did all our pictures and everything. I got my face scanned for some video game. I don't know if it was MXGP3 or something... I asked a few people, and they said that there was going to be a, a game in, I think, 2018, and they said Supercross. Like, mm. that's what mm. the general consensus was, so I don't, I don't know. Are they paying if you? It's coming in 2018, but I do. I have been playing the, the what is it, the, what's it called, MX versus ATV Encore? Is that what it is? No, the, the, the new one, the, yes, the yes. one with the tracks? 
Yeah, yeah. that one isn't isn't that That's great. That's not encore. Just it's, no, it's way too hard too. It's it's not good. Wait, but the newest I'm one, the one you can da- wait. I've been the, downloading the track. I've yeah, that's not encore. That. Yeah, it is. Travis. Yeah, it's a Supercross DLC. Okay, I thought it was MX versus ATV. Huh. You don't know anything. Dude. I played the you tracks, don't... bro, and I won. <laughs> I beat Dean Wilson the other day. Whooped his ass in the main event. It was <laughs> that guy's too busy swapping rides and stuff. <laughs> He's, he got the lit kit last week for the O'Neill, and everybody's upset. Everybody's upset. <laughs> O'Neill won the lit kit award. <laughs> so you have a soft spot for O'Neill. The people voted. I don't. I didn't care. Uh, I didn't pick it. Um, all right. So all right, Adam. What other games? Do, what about Excite Bike? You like that? No, no. I don't. I play. I play. I actually got off early because I had to get on this show. I play Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Remastered. I'm a. I'm a fourth prestige, and I'm on my way up. I got I got right. a lot of playing time. Right. I have no idea what that means. Tell, 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 all right, tell the nerds we said hi. All right, David, we got to go. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for the call. Hey, no problem. Thanks, David. Thank you, guys. Later. Thank you. Next question for Adam is from our beloved Nash. Nash. Gentlemen. What's up? Gentlemen. How are you, Nash? Good. Santorella. Always good talking to you, buddy. Yeah, good to, good to hear from you, Nash. You're living the dream, brother. You're living the dream. Listen, I love your strategy. Coming out this weekend, fighting hard for it, building momentum. The real million-dollar question is, was Pookie's beauty blinding you from the stands and distracting you? That's, oh, that's what we want to know. Here yes. we go. I would, like to, I would like to think that's what happened off the start. I can, I can use that excuse maybe. First, but, uh, first did, person, I did, I first did person. To give Pookie a hug. I gave her a hug and, and said something terrible about Steve and <laughs> First person she saw on track walk was Adam Cincerello. And then she writes and and, and Cincerello is like smoke show straight ahead. He's got to go see her. Yeah. Well, you know what? What does Adam have that I don't have besides like a great physique and and young stamina and millions of dollars? I mean, what does he have that I don't have? The second one's the best one, the young stamina. You know, what does he have that I don't have? There's nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Uh, All right. So the the serious question, which obviously we know Pookie did play distraction this weekend. So. Um, you know, I believe in a solid podium, and I know you do too, and a couple of wins. Uh, talk to us about your chassis setup and your fork setup. You said the track was spongy, and what when you if somebody were to ride your bike with a, a background as a normal rider, what's your setup like? And did you make changes this weekend in regards to that? Uh, generally, I've always liked my bikes a little bit lower in the back. Kind of. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want to compare myself to Ryan Villapoto by any means, but I know our oh, bikes like that a little bit, and I've mm-hmm. always liked my bike a little bit low in the rear. But uh, this weekend, it, the dirt was super spongy, like I said, and it wanted to, like, especially on the dragon backs and a couple of the triples, it wanted to kind of pull your front end down. So, not just me. I heard a lot of guys complaining even at the shop today um, of their of their front end feeling super low. So it seemed like everybody maybe went a little bit stiffer on the front end, but. Um, um, Joe yeah, Dog. I mean, Joe Dog told me. The, Joe Dog told me that they made, him and Adam and Bones and made some big changes, and he like from one practice session to the next, and so whatever he did, he really liked. Yeah, I don't mm. think it was like anything ginormous. Like okay. there was no, I don't think there was any shocks being changed or anything. Right. Just flickers, mm. millimeters here, yep. that kind of stuff. Thanks, Nash. Little stuff. Thank oh, you. Hey, ten, ten, fifteen years from now, do you foresee yourself opening up a training center with RV? I could see, I can uh, see magical no, things with that. I don't, not, not at all. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Thanks, Nash. No, not at all. All right, go get them, fellas. Cheers. Uh, one thing about Adam. One thing about the the West Coast guys, Hill and um, 
Uh, Forkner, I didn't talk to Forkner about it, I don't think, but Hill I did. 2017 Cowie 250 f of course. It was uh, all redone this year to follow the 450 uh, that was yep, redone sure. in 16. Guys, they both have remarked to me, at least I know for sure, uh, Hill has, that the bike is really good. It's an improvement over last year. Yes, absolutely. I think the thing that we, if we struggled with anything the last couple of years, it's been front-end traction, mm-hmm. and it's been substantially improved. That's like the, the first time I got on the bike, I, I noticed it right away, and that's what's, I think just allowed us to be a little bit more aggressive, especially when the track goes away. Um, you know, that's what I've noticed so far, and it's, I think the motor is a little bit better than, than last year's, too. I think Mitch mm-hmm. has gotten a little bit better. So, uh, yeah, all around, it's, the, the front-end traction was huge for us. Kiefer, do you huge. do you yeah. agree with that on activity F that you yeah. tested? Of course, Adam's bike. It's is, way different. Yeah. He's riding something way different, but yeah, it is obviously a way better Kawasaki. So, uh, all right, let's go to um, what are we going? We got Dave here. Dave, I like how you I like what? how you come unprepared with questions, so you you get the phone lines going <laughs> to bail you out. I have more questions, bro. Um, Dave. What's up? What's your question for Adam? Yeah, I just got a question. It's really not for Adam, but he can answer. I was wondering why. Yeah, why, why not? Why not call on Adam since Cyril's on the phone with a question that's not really for Adam? <laughs> no, it's about his teammate. I was wondering why Savachi had both braces on his wrist braces on. Dave, maybe bye, Dave. I have he, him on too. Yeah, I yeah. have him on too. All right, Dave, we got. A, hey, I got a question uh, for Adam. No, we got another question here okay. from, from Reed, not Chad. I don't think. Hey, Reed, Chad. Reed, what's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's your question for Adam? Uh, it's completely uh, irrelevant to what's going on this year, but I'm kind of curious on the uh, constant number change since you uh, went pro. Oh, thank God somebody asked me this question live on the air. So there's a point system. Hold on. Don't get top. What? People don't know this? Is is is? People still don't know <laughs> this. I, I have put this on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I get it, too. Anything, uh, MySpace. I mean, it's in the cloud, My deep in the cloud. <laughs> All right, so basically, if you don't get top 10 in points combined, 250 and 450, Supercross and Outdoors included, you don't get to pick a permanent number. So if you, if I, I haven't, obviously I've been hurt a lot, I haven't raced a lot. So if I, I don't get into the top 10 at the end of the year, I just get the lowest number I earn, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's it. And then I can't believe this is a question. This year I earn a permanent number, I'll probably be 92 for the rest of my career if I'm top 10 overall. Well, you would or, go- or if I win an outdoor championship on a 250F, then I get to pick a permanent number or a single digit if it's available. Well, I figure if you keep riding like you're on Saturday, you're going to be in good shape. Thanks, Reed. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm sickened by that question, Reed. No offense. I just, how do you not know that? No, seriously, I've gotten so many tweets and Instagram. I mean, I've snapped on people. I feel like I'm a pretty mellow person. Yeah, you are. I have snapped on people before. But hey, check this out. Instagram and Twitter. But what if they're new fans? What if they're new fans? They don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know. I guess, you know what? Yeah, welcome to the sport. You're right. I shouldn't be a dick about it. I should, you well, know, you know, they, they're trying. Quiet to, down. Quit being a dick. What other sport can we ask our our pro racers what the hell's going on, and they're going to answer us? Yeah, I guess. Would you really go ninety two? Would you? Really I got go, you. Would you go ninety two? Yeah. Yes, probably. Would you go? But you have to go single if you want a national title. No, I'll probably go ninety two still. I don't think we'd we would never talk again if you went ninety two if you won a national title. Why? Because you have to go single digit if you can. You have Dude, to. he's known for 92, no. though. Dude, no. that was old Adam. 
No, that's that's what we know Adam from, like ninety two. No, exactly. No, Vortex Racing. Some bringing... could argue. Some could argue that's my prime. <laughs> some could. Super mini. Some could. Vortex Racing. You guys, bring... you guys need to laugh right away. When I make fun of myself, I prefer you guys laugh right away, <laughs> so I don't sit here and uh, feel like a dumbass. No, I did. I did laugh. Right. I did. It takes a lot for him to laugh, Adam. Trust me. Well, I'm trying to hold down a whole show here. I'm trying to do everything. It's very to busy. Luke Reslin is coming up. Cole Seeley's coming up. Dan Truman. I got a question. Chris Kiefer's here. Okay. Vortex Racing. Email vor- Jake at VortexRacing.com. Bringing you Adam Cincerillo. So we were talking Vortex. about Dungey. And, you know, when you go to the practice track, you got Muskin and you got Anderson every day, you know, to practice with. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, if, like, let's say Craig comes in outdoor, you know, you guys are practicing together. Is there a point in time where it becomes too stressful because it's almost like a dick measuring contest every single day you're going the track? Like, hey, I have to be faster than this guy and I have to race him on the weekend. Is there something like, man, I just want to, like, ride with some 450 guys and not someone I'm racing with all the time? No, I, I mean, for me, and this is, I'm answering you honestly here. I'm not just answering to be politically correct or anything to me. I really do not care about my lap times in practice, like during the week, Uh, my practice lap times at the race is a different story, but during the week, I really, I really don't pay attention to it. I don't look at anybody else's pit board. I don't do anything. If somebody asks me my lap times in the shop, I'll, I'll tell that person directly and not, you know, I don't announce it to the whole shop or anything like that. So I don't think, I don't think Christian and I are like, not, not that we're not friends, but we're not close enough to where we're like, like low key measuring each other. You know, we're just kind of letting each other do our own thing. But I have been in situations before where I've, like when Marvin and I were riding outdoors together in 2015, I wanted to be faster than him, you know, and it was, it was gnarly at the track every day. Cause you knew you were going there and it was, uh, it was kind of a battle, you know, but at the same time it holds you accountable. And even now with Christian there, you know, we can see each other on the track. If we're doing a moto at the same time, we don't necessarily have to be taken off from a start together or something like that. But we, you know, you mark each other on the track and it just kind of keeps you accountable. So, you know, you just kind of have to look at it as a tool and not a negative. There you go. Uh, question on Twitter from Breck. Ask Adam about the time his chain broke on the line at Ponca. His dad fixed it, and then he wadded a lap later. Okay, this is this is awesome. <laughs> so all, so my, my master link snapped on the line at Ponca. This was uh, 9 to 11, 85, 9 to 11 stock. Mm-hmm. In, I think it was 2008. 2008, I was 11 years old. It snapped. He got it. He got my chain fixed with three or four seconds to go, maybe. And I, <laughs> I, I ripped the start. I ripped it. I came around. First corner, bike died like something. It was like a jetting problem we've been having all week. So being the idiot that I am, I started that thing back up and went. And, of course, on the biggest double on the track, it, like, cut out on me, and I wadded and broke my tailbone. Oh, wow. So. Time. I thought it had something to do with the chain breaking. Allen's right. Allen's Allen's no. uh, chain repair system. No, no, Allen Allen killed it. That was like that was a right. shining moment for Allen. Right. Hey, if I leave the media game, do you have an opening for a practice bike mechanic or, or um is Brandon? No, I do not. Okay. Nope. I have Brandon Anderson. He's my guy. Yeah. He's been working out well? Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. He was in California, he was Suzuki last year and right. he wanted he's originally He's from Georgia, but he's uh, 
he's been in Florida for a while, so he wanted to relocate back here, and it just worked out perfect. But he's, uh, yeah, he's been awesome for me. We have a good time. Wasn't he Stu's old guy? Or no? Yeah, he worked for Stu. He worked for Baggett last year, I think. Yeah, he's a good. Yeah, he's, I worked for Stu. Seems like a fun point. dude to be around. Yep. Yeah, he actually worked. He used to work with Ben Townley too. That was like his first gig. Oh, I, I didn't never, know that. I actually met him when I went to RC's uh, farm in like 2008 or something. We're watching so, you on TV. Cool. We're watching a little profile on the race right now on TV. You just, they just put your shoulder and you jump back on your bike. And you pinned it down the straight. I know. I, 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 I had to turn it off. I couldn't even look at that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? I still haven't watched that race. Yeah, I'll probably stay away from it. Um, all right, Adam. Well, hey, uh, thank you for coming on and joining us for the third time in seven weeks. Oh, I got now one you before can't have I leave. Me on for, now you can't have me on until like midway through outdoors. No, no, I can't. I can't. I can't quit you. I can't stay away. Your interviews are too good. I got a dark. I got a darkish question for him. That's not. It's pretty mellow though. Oh, okay. So if you had it, you're on an island. You could pick one chick to be with. Would you be with Scarlett, Mia Kunis, or Rachel McAdams? Mila Kunis. All right. Good man. That's a chick from Ted? Yes. Yes. Okay. She's smoking. Is Anne Hathaway hot or not? No. 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 Batman. She too was pasty. Hot She's too pasty. Batman. Too pasty. No. No. Okay. I, just see, I, see, I see Prince's Diaries when I, when I see Anne Hathaway. Yeah, too innocent. All yeah, right. not good. Okay, what about, we were arguing about this before the show started. Which Miss Supercross do mm. you take? Leanne Tweeden. Heather Voss, mm. Diana Dahlgren, good one. Mercedes Terrell. That's enough. I'm too. I'm too young for to know all those names. I only know Diana and Juliana. That's it. You, you know Heather Voss. Yeah, no I, Heather Voss. Heather Voss is like late nineties. Is that Heath Voss's sister? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah she was smoke show. Shut up, Heath and Heather. That yeah. Awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> World Supercross Champion 2004. Yeah, did you see my sticker I Instagrammed out yesterday? No, I didn't. Ah, thankfully. thanks. Uh, I was supposed to work for Voss. There's a sticker made of us. and uh, Voss is I, your boss. I Instagrammed it out, but then I left Yamaha. After after Ferry left, I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> so. You're a horrible mechanic. Really? Because my summer cross title and high point win says otherwise. Please stop. Please hey, stop with these terrible cliches. Did you ever do the KJSC? No, I didn't. Never. I was a Cobra guy. So what, you can't, that's it? Like sponsorship? No, I was super bummed, though, because there's this kid, Caden Moore, I used to race when I was when I was little, and I I beat him all the time, and he went to a Supercross race, and I guess he doubled a triple or something, and everybody was freaking out. And oh, I'm like, yeah. Triple that? Like, I, was, I was hot, but no, I, ne- I never did it. Is your contract up this year? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's my last year contract. Okay. We can start talking about that soon, too, Steve. Yeah, because we got we Dunge contract talk, and now, I, now we'll add the AC contract talk. We got yep. Barsha contract talk. Yep. We got um. Well, Good actually, time. everybody. And, yeah. a, and AC will be back in two fifties next year, correct? Not if he Probably. wins. Even if he yeah, does win, if he, he wins, he's out. No, even he's, if I win, I can, I can, I can stay. But how? Who knows? No, you can't. Yes, I can. Three years. No, he didn't get no. Points. You have to score over one hundred and twenty points. Yeah. No, if you win the title, if you've been in the class for three years and you win the title, you're out. I didn't win a title. If no. you won it this year. This year. Yeah, but I would still, I'd have to, I could stay another year. Am I wrong? No. You're out. Later, bro. I thought, oh, sweet. so that, that rule of if you're a champion, you can't come back and defend it, that's out? That's gone. Oh. It's gone. Look at, look at oh. Tickle. Look at all these guys. Look at Malcolm. Bogle. Out. Mm. All right. Well, 
I'll so, start wrapping my head around that one then. <laughs> Dropping knowledge right now. Here we go. Yeah, uh, appreciate it. Hey, thanks for coming on, Brosif. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, yep. And no worries, uh, man. we will uh, we'll see you this weekend in Atlanta. Are you going to go to the Arena Cross on Friday? Go check it out. Uh, absolutely not. No. All right. Found, sounds good. See you Saturday, bro. <laughs> Later. All right, Adam. Later. Adam Cincerillo brought to you by Vortex Racing. Mm. Vortex Racing, official bar sprockets of... Um, Gavin Faith. Uh, yeah, Gavin Faith, Chris Blows. Uh, oh, and Stank Talk. Hey, what happened to uh, uh, Hayes? Would he get hurt? What happened? Yeah, Hayes. That's why That's why Stank Talk's got the ride. I know. Hayes but did... blew his ankle out or oh, something. Did, yeah. Okay. Which I think it might affect him for the Canadian Nationals. He was supposed to ride for Monster Cowie in Canada. God, that sucks. So, um, all right, Gear Alloy, proud sponsor of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC team, longtime supporter of Jessica Patterson. If you need some wheels for your truck, GearAlloy.com, get your truck in gear. Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan. They support the sport, so you should support them. There's a Gear Alloy wheel style for you to have 20 different wheel styles to choose from. We thanks the folks at Gear Alloy. Here's the Gear Alloy cold call coming right up as soon as the, the studio noise stops. Way to go. Gear Alloy, cold call. We are going to call the seven deuce deuce. Oh, the, here we here, go. Get to the bottom of this. Cold call. You know he's not doing nothing. People. That sounds, sounds real, right? Dude. Cold It sounds call. just like that. It's called the Gear Alloy cold call. Hi, it's Jagger home, please. There's 50-50 that he picks up. Gear Alloy cold call. Oh. Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. Hello? Seven Deuce Deuce. Hold on. One sec, guys. It's Pulp MX. It's in the gym. Oh, what's up? It's a Gear Alloy cold call. Again? Again, bro. Again? Yeah. Damn, okay. What's up? <laughs> okay. So, listen, bro. The lit kit thing. It's taking off. It's everywhere. Everybody wants to do it. Everybody wants to win it. Um, Dean Wilson won it this weekend uh, with the yep. O'Neill gear. Caused a lot of ups- people upset in the pits. Mm. <laughs> I, I disagree with the that people one. People voted. I disagree. And Kiefer is so Kiefer wanted to come, like be like a collab with you, Seven <laughs> Deuce Deuce. He wanted to like like you and him and maybe somebody else like vote on the, like get together to decide the like the, a the, union the nominees, you know. And you kind of I'm down. You haven't really brought that up to him. We I think it was on Twitter we talked about that. So. Um, well, I'm like I'm just kind of trying to get it done. I mean, I would love to have a team of appointed people because I think it's not fair for just me to pick. I mean, I, I collab a little bit with you, Steve, but it's hard for me because, like, you know, as much as I want to try to pick the, the right candidates for it, it's hard because, you know, I do kind of lean towards the color red sometimes because I like the color red and I try mm-hmm. to stay away from that and I try to look at what's, you know, what really is the best kit from head to toe. And and it's hard. So I'd love to have more people, but I gotta, you know what I mean. I, I okay. Well, I gotta have people hooking me up and hitting me up about it too. Well, Kiefer says, "Oh, I got my." First of all, he took Kenny's corner from Kenny Watson, called it Kiefer's <laughs> corner on Dirt Rider. <laughs> then he came up with best dressed. Best dressed. I'm not a lit Blake. kit guy like the Seven Deuce Deuce. That's his deal. My deal's totally separate. Steve's thing is. He thought I was jumping on the lit kit, and then I did my own thing. See, A1 came around there, and I had this already planned out. And according to Steve, that I talked to him, I never said anything to Steve. He's mistaken. No, you did. It was on Twitter. 
No. And, and and you now are mad because this lit kit thing that Seven Deuce Deuce started. I think he's doing a great job with the trophies, everything. You got trophies from Janky Mike. Yep. Thanks to Janky Mike for doing that. Who's Janky's Mike friend? Yeah. Who's friend That's your it? friend. Oh, okay. That's your friend. Just want to make sure. Um, the riders, <laughs> the, hey, Seven Deuce Deuce, the riders are stoked, right? Everyone pumped on this? Bro, this lit kit thing is freaking blowing up. It's, like, ridiculous. Like, I have people, like, coming up to me as the gate drops coming down, and I have, like, five riders, like, bro, check out my kit, dog. Check out my kit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's dope, but you know what I mean? I don't know. I got to, I see some better kits. I mean, it's, 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 cr it's crazy how much it's taken off. Like, even from the teams to the mechanics to – the riders, I mean, everybody's into and, it, and they love it. And so Kiefer, Kiefer wants to change the name to Kiefer's Killer Kit. <laughs> and I'm like, no, bro, no. I think I, I, I'm actually kind of bitter. We are not doing Kiefer's Killer Kit. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Because no you one, are. no one pays attention to my best dress shit. Everyone likes the lit kit. That's what I'm saying. And you're mad, and it's cool, bro. We're friends, bro. I'm kind of mad. That's what I'm saying. Dude, I'm, you know what? You know what's so funny about this? I've never even heard of best dress or even knew. That's so fucked up. <laughs> Like, I had no idea you Dude. had anything to do with it. Here's the deal. Like, I want to. I will be straight honest with real. you. I'll be honest. Oh, I had this. You're thing. out of your mind, dude. I had this at A1, and I did it. And then I see the lit kit. I'm like, that motherfucker. I go, he must have saw what I was doing. No. And then we I were on the lit kit for a long I time, bro. Swear. Yeah, we were. And I had. I, I like. I'm straight up being real with you. Like, no lie, right now. I had no idea you did that. Uh, yeah. What about Kiefer's no, Corner? What, no, you ever heard about that? No, you just heard Kenny's <laughs> no, Corner. That's so uh -uh. checked up. Well, now they do. Now they're going to go and see it. Best dress is in the okay, mix now. Okay, so tomorrow, <laughs> I'll give you guys a sneak preview of tomorrow's nominees. I'll tell you my winner right now because my shit comes out on Monday. Zach Osborne mm -hmm. is a nominee. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Justin Barsh is a nominee. Mm -hmm. And uh, the TLD guys, we got Jordan Smith, but either, either him or Alex Martin are okay. the nominees. And... Seven deuce deuce. Barsha's grip color sealed the deal. Yes, yes. So, so I was kind of iffy about Barsha because I'm not into the Euro splatter look. Right. But, but Barsha said he even put the grips on to match his gear, and that was the cake topper right there. I mean, when you're that committed to the lit kit, mm -hmm. I mean, shit, you're uh, you're getting at least nominated. Barsha was in the mix with mine. Best dressed. Did Barsha did you did you Barsha talk to you about the lit kit? Did you talk to him? Yeah, he dude, it was so funny. He was like, so I'm walking right, and Barsha's walking in front of me, and he kind of like he kind of looks behind, and I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on right now? And and I'm walking, and and then I walk down the hall, and we're kind of just chilling, and and um, I see him, and he looks at me. He's like, yo, what's up, bro? And I'm like, what up? He's like, so how's my kit look? <laughs> And I'm like, it looks pretty good, dog. He's like, did you see me strutting my shit for you in the hallway? See if I get a lick in Okay. Like, oh, that's what that was? You know what the real funny thing about that is? Jerk, jerk off Barsha is not going to see that because he blocked me on Instagram. So I blocked him. He ain't going to see oh. that he's up for a nominee for the lit kit. You, you already... Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, some he's gonna pay like the he's gonna pay the ultimate price for his him blocking me. <laughs> and what yeah, other? And two, you you know what would be the real ultimate price if he got the award and it had to say Pulpa Max and he had to look at it every day. Every oh, day. that's even better. Actually, let's hope he wins. Yes. Yeah, let's hope he wins. Yes. I think honestly, I really like. I'm I'm not partial to 
Marsh's kit. I don't think it's that like the grip did I don't you think in, it's yeah, that great. Right. But the grips, I mean, the grips did me in, and you know he was matching from head to toe. He Read looked it. great. Um, he has a, you know, what I mean, there's that style that people like. But I really think that <clears throat> Jordan Smith and the TLD guys looked awesome. Yeah, and the 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 Zach Osborne setup, that um, red flag gear. I just love red flag gear. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I liked all your nominees. I wouldn't go with Barsha, but one thing for sure, I'm, I would have canned you from com program had you picked Ryan Dungey. Because I'm sorry, that was horrible. Yeah, Barney, Barney the Purple Dinosaur wasn't getting nominated. That's just how that. Here's, here's the deal. If he wasn't on a KTM. Still horrible. No, if he was Still on a, horrible. if he was on a something, a blue, a bike, I think. Bro, no. Oh, I no. disagree. No. I disagree. No. Bro, are you kidding me, Kiefer? Did you see the boots? Okay, I agree. How, like, the, the, the boots were just like throwing, and then and the then gloves and helmet were off. To, the gloves, the helmet, the bike—it's all off, and everything's that's off. That's what I'm saying. I, okay, I'll give it to Fox. Fox came up with an awesome idea with the football gear. I think, I think the idea was great. I think the the, the design was great. I think the bike didn't match whatsoever. Obviously, right. I think the boots were absolutely terrible to match with the gear. I think the gloves were throwing it off. Yep. I think the helmet was throwing it off. Yep. I mean, I think the gear as a, as itself was good. Standalone. Come on, Fox. Yeah. Standalone gear was great, but dude, you needed to come up with some boots and gloves. Dude, absolutely. On, I agree. Man. And that's it why didn't I didn't even win. match the Vikings colors. I agree. That's why it I didn't doesn't win. match yeah, no, the Vikings colors. If you're an NFL guy, you're like, that's not our colors. That's not our colors. Yeah. yeah. And look, yeah. Fox kills it. The, Fox kills it 95% of the time. Yes. You know, and I think, you know, for them, there's a higher standard to be held, too. You know, if, if you, should be, you should be coming up with better than that. What about Clayson? If you were, dude, I think Clayson's was sick. I, I really thought Clayson was really good. But, dude, the red helmet, I mean, can I really give a, it to a – it's a. It's not the right color helmet. Has I a privateer ever won a lit kid award yet? Uh, no, 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 not yet. Well, they haven't even been nominated. Well, Mookie, Mookie, be a privateer. He, I consider him a privateer. Yeah. Um, you know what I like about Seven Deuce Deuce's lit kid award, mm. besides the stupid best dress award. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Seven Deuce Deuce is you know a, a fly guy. I through, need more street cred. Through and through, he is not pandered to fly. Not Flies yet. in it this week, you know, because right. Osborne earned it. Here, but. Seven Deuce Deuce does not care. Doesn't suck him off. Nope. No, see, that's 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 commendable because, if anything, Fly's going to hurt more because he's doing this. Because he's going to focus on not sucking it off as much. Right. <laughs> that's how I, I feel. I don't know about that. I, I, think if you, I think if you got the lit kit, you're going to get the lit kit award, and that's just how it goes. That's how it is. I love yeah. Fly, and, and I think they're an absolutely great company, and I'm going to be Fly till I'm dead. But, um, you know... It's, it's coming to judging, and I hate biased people. I hate people that yeah. thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that get paid off to do that, and I don't think that's cool at all. So right. I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible and I, make make the right decision for the Lit Kid Award. Gear Alloy, cold call, GearAlloy.com. Uh, get your trucking gear. The folks at Gear Alloy, seven deuce deuce on the line. Best dressed award winner. Okay. Nobody, nobody's I'm following you, it. I'm letting you know who won. You want to know who won mine? No. Yes, we, we have a Lit yep, Kid Award. I do. I'm going to tell you anyway, Steve. Yeah. Okay. Team Pro Circuit Kawasaki with their Fox kit. Oh, God. You didn't like it? it oh, God. Man, it was I, good. I think, it, I, think it, I think it's good, but I think it's, I think it's very... Um, it was well put together. It wasn't flashy, but it was just clean, nice. It went together yeah. with, the, with, the, with the Cowies. It went blended together. You know, I'm not a big fan of black and white, but they, what they did with it was really good. 
Yeah, I'll have to take I'll have to take a more a better look at it. I just feel like I think um, I think fourth was Clayson. More with it. I think fourth. I feel like I've fourth with Clayson. I think fourth I think was so Clayson. Too. I think Clayson. I think Clayson just needs if Clayson could just get a helmet figured out and and you know like I told him straight up like if if <laughs> like K one's helping you out if K one's helping you out it uh Run it, it doesn't matter yep. don't don't even worry about the lit kid award I wouldn't either if somebody was helping me out and they wanted me to run a turquoise and purple and something off color helmet you better believe i'm gonna help out my sponsors the best yeah, I can and, and, and get me race to race that's and, just how it goes you know and yeah you don't win janky mike's little best dressed trophy award but yeah take the money and take the sponsorship hey, and, and everything else hey, keeper yo keeper here's here's a here's a one-time offer okay i'm <laughs> offering you to drop the best dress oh, completely just hand that and man. you can get on the lit kid awards and will be the panel of Lit Kit. Hey, hey right, listen, as much seven deuce deuce. Right now, take, the Lit Kit Award. Four hours. Take twenty-four hours. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> think about it. Hey, I'm telling you, the Lit Kit Award's taking over. Hey, dude, like, the Lit no, there's no doubt you have way more street cred than lit, I do. The Lit Kit Award <laughs> is Coca-Cola, and the Best Dress Award is like Jolt or RC. Don't, you got to give me more than that, <laughs> bro. I'm at least a Dr I'm, Pepper. You're not even a Dr. No Pepper. Way. No what? way, bro. Nobody, bro. Dude. No lit kit. But here's the deal. I've been about the fashion thing for years, bro. You got to admit that. I'm the OG. You are, you are, OG. You, okay, you, you passionately you care about OG. it. You do. Yes. You're you do. OG. People think OG. I'm kind of gay because I'm like into the fashion thing and the dirt bikes, but I know dirt bikes, but now I, I like yeah, well fine. put together nice, gear. Nicely said. Uh, Lit Kit Award is steamrolling everything, and you get on yeah. board or you get steamrolled. <laughs> well, I'm going to take my 24 hours. I'm going to take it. Okay. I'm going to think about it. I'll get back to you via social media. <laughs> Okay. I can even, hey, I can Via even, I can even media. throw some perks in there. You know what I mean? Well, you get back to me on that. You tell me what perks are thrown in, and we'll, we'll have a little discussion. I hope Barsha wins right, and gets right. a Pulpamex trophy. And, and um, the other thing is, too, I'm offering also to have a third panel contestant of your choice. Oh, so I so get to, I get like to help a, out and choose the third party. Yes, so we could have like a trifecta. Because I feel like this Lit Kit thing is going to blow up here pretty soon. My favorite part of the Lit Kit Award is these jerk-off gear guys that are actually upset about this. I got cornered by them a few times. They're upset. O'Neal won. I'm like, the people voted. What do you want? What more do you want? The people voted. And these guys are like, oh, it's stupid. And yet, deep inside... They want to win so bad. Deep inside. Deep and, inside. And you, know what the, and you know what the coolest thing about this whole Lit Kid Award is? That people are getting it pissed. It really is. It's, it's people are getting pissed. But the cool thing about people are getting pissed is it's stepping the game up. It's that they want to win the award. We're going to have riders on the track. Right. We're going to have well-put-together kits. Everybody's going to look more professional. The gear companies are going to know what people like and what they don't like, right. whether they like it or not. So it's going to just up the gear level game. It's going to up everybody. So I'm I'm so, stoked on that. I'd love to see everybody. Can we can we elevate line. this to when we go to the practice tracks and give these random normal dudes nine to fivers a lit kid award when we're at the track? Can we give them a shout out? No. Because I feel no, no. Listen, no. The blue collar guys no. put their shit together well that's too. That's fine, but beat it. Yeah, no. Come on, no chance. Keeper, keeper, keeper. That's like E News doing like a. Public yeah, best yeah. Does just like, Joan Rivers or bless, hey, bless her soul? I'm about the working man. Okay, that's fine. Hey, Take hey, your best dress and go do I that. Think, I think that Jesus. I think the local track dudes should get lit kit shout outs. Yes, but 
we we have the professionals where the exactly. awards are going to be given. Exactly. Thank you. That that is what it well, is. And then, you know what? This jerk off over here is trying to take over our rules. Maybe I'll have a here. Jolt Cola award for the fucking practice track. He, then. Hey, you see what he's going to do? If we let him in, Seven Deuce Deuce, he's going to try to make his own rules about mm. local guys. No. Okay. Okay. This is this is. I do have a couple <laughs> rules that I actually implemented these last couple weeks because it's been hard to kind of figure out. And one of them is that you must be in the main event to get a lit kid award. Ooh. I think oh, that's, I think that's just part of the deal. Okay. I, I I'll accept that. I'm on that. And two, um, I talked about this with Steve and we agreed on it that you must be in the night show. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. It has to be night show. It can't be practice here. We can't be like A, B, C practice. Like, oh, did you see my practice kit? Well, yeah, I did, but nobody else. Yeah, you got to. Oh, no, no, he doesn't mean the night show. He means uh, he means in the night at the yeah, night program. Yeah, here's the deal. Are, are most yeah. guys wearing the same gear from heat to main? Yeah, okay. yeah. Most everybody wears the um, same stuff. Heat, not everybody. Heat to main, yes, but not from practice to race. Yeah. So it's got to be a race kit, and you have to make the main event which the main event kind of rolls out, you know what I mean, practice. But I just yep. want to make sure everybody knows that's kind of where we're coming from. Well, right. well, All right. well Adam, I'm going to get back to you um, by 7 o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, All right. We're going to run 7 um, Deuce Deuce. Thank you for on. what? Hey, Steve, one more question. Okay. One more question for both of you guys. Do you think that we should do like um, – like a, a week or two weeks that do a special Lit Kid Award. Like this week could be the light Lit Kid Award, or like we could do like a. No. A, no. 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 No lights and 450. It's just everybody just, all the time. Just everybody, time. bro. Yep. Okay. I like it. I honestly cool. think you're going to, by the time Supercross is over, you're going to run out of guys because you're going to see it, have seen everything. Yeah, because you're not going to get any new kits out there. No, there's not going to be that yeah, many but, new kits. Bro, everybody, everybody, like. For instance, I I don't I don't think Moskwin got enough credit for making having a black and an orange glove. Like there's right. little things that if you look at these guys in their kit, mm-hmm. they do little different things. So maybe one guy might not wear that kit the best, but another guy might wear it better. Well, so, as long as you didn't pick um, Dunge, just don't pick Dunge. Lit gear award, not lit kit. Lit gear. Dunge wins the shit kit award. Shit kit. <laughs> It's just ugly. Look, it's just. Can ugly. we give I'm one sorry. of those out too? No, because people will lose uh, their minds. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah the, dude. The companies would flip yeah. out. Yeah, you can't do that. They would flip. Hey, thanks, Seven Deuce Deuce. Thank you for picking up. Appreciate it. Later, buddy. Yeah, I, I look forward to your response, Keeper. All right, thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, nice work this week. Tell Mr. Keeper, I said hi, thank you, and uh, we'll see you next time, boys. See you, buddy. Thank you, Seven Deuce Deuce. Explaining the Lit Kid Award. It is the Coca Cola to the Jolt Cola of the best dressed. Whatever. Although you did get an Instagram shout out, so I Fox, will. Who did Fox just shout yeah, it out? Yeah, th- th- yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you like that? Um. All right, this ge- this gentleman. No, we missed it. We oh, missed we did. Window, yeah. We're charging. Yeah, we're charging. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, it's charged. You got to go pee or anything? No, I'm just getting harder than balls, but I'll take it off from after. Yeah, that. you got a toque on and, and a hoodie, a KTM hoodie. Well, it's cold in Asperia. You will never take that KTM hoodie off. No, I'm taking it off. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, oh, also, too, Adam, uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce, he made the main event with a Pook Nation sticker on the front vendor. Nice. Yes. Pook Nation. It, it's free hugs, then. Roostam X, Pulp Nation, it saves 20%. They got a whole pulp section on their website. Roostam X, official graphics of the Cycle Trader Yamaha team from T-shirts and sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Use the code Pulp Nation to save money at 
RoostMX.net there. Please and proud to bring you our next guest. He knows all about RoostMX, Cycle Trader Team. He used to ride for him. Now he's on Trader's Yamaha. A very sneaky, underrated ride this weekend in Minneapolis at the, at the 250 Supercross opener. He is Luke Reslin. What's up, Luke? How are you? What's going on, guys? How we doing? Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. It's about damn time. I've been texting you, nagging you, pulling your arm. Okay, well, Just we actually... Try to get a spot. We actually cold-called you one time, and you didn't answer. Well, that was uh, that was pre-SX season. My bedtime was still early at that time, so mm-hmm. I, I was I was out, honestly. I was out. I tried calling back in the morning, but just, just got a deadline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not going to happen, bro. Hey, uh, the Lit Kid Award, we were just talking to Seven Deuce Deuce. Uh, hopefully um, you can be on it um, soon with your uh, with your gear. That that would be big for Shot Gear, you know, yep. considering that we're making the debut with Shot Gear in America this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that, would, that would be pretty big, just to have a spot. Uh, you know, just just nominate it. Yeah, just try yeah, to get just, into that just third. A nominee. Well, hey, if you don't get the Lick Kid Award, maybe you'll get Best Dressed from Dirt Hey, Rider. Best Dressed is better, so, Luke. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, congratulations. Fantasy Supercross Killer, Luke Reslin. You killed it for all of us that were on your side. Killed it in a good way, though. Yeah, yeah, killed it. Yeah, yeah, you, you weren't yeah, a killer. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, when I spoke to you heading out of the pits, I think I was heading down for the night show at that time. Mm-hmm. And you told me that I was on your fantasy team, um, and then you got caught up talking to Tim Ferry or something. And I lost. Yep. I lost a touch of where you yeah, were. Yeah, that, that happens. He gets lost real quick when that happens. I do. I do. <laughs> I, I, I turned. I turned to my brother and I was like, "Dude, this is not good. I got first round jitters, and now the pressure of fantasy is on me." Yeah, you you did like, great. I honestly, I, I felt pressure from that. Well. Adam Cincerillo was on earlier, and he said as he passed Benny Bloss laying down in the berm, he he oh, thought wow. about his fantasy team. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> he had Benny Bloss. <laughs> oh, um, ridiculous. You, uh, you had a good second practice, by the way. You were sixth overall in that. Uh, not so good in the third one. So uh, I don't know exactly what went on there. But nice second practice, right? You'd feel good after that. Yeah, the second one was good. Um, you know, my goals for the day were to be – sixth place overall in practice. So I hit that in that second practice. And then the last practice, honestly, it just seemed like they had so many dudes crammed in the A practice. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know it's a crappy excuse, but the track did funnel down a lot. And Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. I, 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 like, there was a couple of times I came up on a group of, like, five dudes running into each other. Mm. So it, it was kind of just a tough practice. I took out a TV camera doing the Osborne rhythm in the Dragon section Oh, I did, did see that. that. Yeah, I saw that. Was that practice, you said? Yeah, yeah, in the last practice. Yeah, I saw that. The camera just went, the whole tower just went down, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a pretty good one. So, um, Are they going to bill you for that? Uh, they might. They might. Emig, Emig didn't seem too happy about me with <laughs> taking the TV camera out. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was overall a decent day of practice. The last practice kind of... Didn't go our way, but mm-hmm. um, I felt I felt like the speed was there, which is really a first for me to be kind of in the midst of all those you know top dudes. Roost MX bringing you Luke Reslin. Are you angry that I said Roost MX is bringing Luke Reslin because they did let you go? Cycle Trader uh, team. No, you know you got to do what you got to do. You got to make your money somehow, Steve. Okay, all right, that's good. That's I, understanding. I felt like they should have kept you, uh, but you know, uh, hey, these things, these decisions are beyond me. So, um, you were going to ride Kawasaki at mm-hmm. first, 
on the Traders team. That's what they were last year. And then they got some Yamaha supports, probably something to do with that JGR deal. Uh, late support by Yamahas. Are you, I guess that probably was beneficial for you, right? Just, hey, you know the Yamaha, you know it's good, and uh, not a lot of, you know, you kind of know what you like on a Yamaha. I imagine that was made it easier for you to switch to the Traders team? Um, yeah, it was actually a really confusing offseason because to start, you know, I didn't really lock up the deal with them until late. I think I signed the contracts uh, November 1st or something like that. So everything got going pretty late. Um, I was able to ride the Cali for two days, a Saturday. Oh, you did ride it. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I actually, I actually did like it. It was it was a pretty good bike. They, it was still the 16, but it mm-hmm. was their 16 race bikes. Yep. Um, and it felt pretty good. But, um, you know, then they took the bike away from me, and they, they were planning on getting the 17s to me. And then, like, one, like, literally the day that the 17s were supposed to get shipped to them, they, <clears throat> they called me, and they were like, hey, you know, we need to do a conference call. So Skip and the manager, Kenny, they were on the line, and um, <clears throat> basically they were like, hey, you know, wh- what do you think about going Yamaha? And I was honestly, I honestly was baffled. I just, I thought it was a joke, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah. Because it was already so late in the off season. like I was expecting to have the bike any day. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but it turned out pretty good. Honestly, so much change on the bikes for me that it's kind of a new bike, you know, with the O-Lean suspension. The JGR motors, you know, the pro circuit pipes, everything yep. is kind of oh, so it's a little bit different. A little different, yeah, yeah. But um, the team has been really, really good. They've put in a lot of time um, to get us to uh, you know where we needed to be comfort wise. So, um, Oleans especially has been a pleasant surprise. I, I never ran anything Oleans. Yeah, and. Um, Hey, they were sending guys over from Sweden, their, their top guys from there, and um, I think they did about three weeks total testing with them, which is by far the most testing I've ever done suspension-wise. Oh, and, cool. Um, what, do the, you, the bike, what do you feel like that? the differences between, you know, like your your Rock River bike and then your, you know, this bike is, as far as the Olins, is, it, is it like a more of a dead feeling, or what can you explain to the guys that like out there at Ride? What's really different that Olins does, I don't know exactly what they have going on internally, we're running um, 2019 stuff. It's like all prototype stuff for them. It's all new parts that were the first ones that I've even tested it for them. So um, I don't know exactly the inner workings of it, but they have the Supercross suspension feeling like no Supercross suspension I've ever ridden before. You know, normally Supercross suspension is super stiff, you know, you get on it, it kind of feels uncomfortable right away until you get up to the race base and, and you know, it's kind of designed to absorb the impact of the whoops and the rhythms and all that stuff. But they've done something that the top couple inches of the travel is really, really plush and feels really comfortable. So it kind of helps your comfort in the corners a little bit. Mm-hmm. And somehow that, that stiffness and, and that compression is still there for the rhythms and the whoops and, and all that kind of stuff. So just overall, just the traction and the comfort is um, just on a new level. Um, nice heat race for you. Osborne got you late, but uh, nice heat race for you. Main event, good start. Put in some steady laps or is chaos all around you? Yeah, yeah. The heat race was a big weight off my shoulders for me mm-hmm. because as you probably know, I've 
I don't think I've ever started even mid-pack in my <laughs> career. So getting out to, like, earning a good hole shot and not, like, you know, getting out of the first turn and second because there was a pileup or something was mm-hmm. a first for me. And um, honestly, I you know, I should have been better in that heat. I think I let Craig go by eight seconds or something, which is mm-hmm. too big for a smooth track. But I kind of tightened up. I've never been in that position before. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then letting Osborne by, I totally thought there was a whole nother lap, and I I kind of let him by just to see what he was doing on the next lap. Oh, okay. And if I knew if I knew it was the checkers, I would have just rode him high and kind of just road blocked my way to the finish line. Sure. That that was that was disappointing for me to see the checkered flag. I was like, what what the hell am I even doing here? Wacko's on fire right now, though. He was good. Oh, he was killing it all all day. Yeah, all, all day. I mean, yeah. I'm not not to I watched like, it back on. When I watched it back on TV, he was he was coming up on guys and passing them before they even knew he was behind them. Yeah, yeah, no, he had some serious speed. Hey, uh, you're working with Skip Norfolk at the Traders Yamaha team. Skip's a legend, bro. Legend. He is. You know, I'm sure. You know, you're a mechanic. You probably had photos of him on your wall when you were growing up. You know, yeah, you know, kind no, of getting into it a little bit. I'm too old for that because I was working when he was still a mechanic, but. Oh, were you still were you working in the nineties? <laughs> yes, I was, bro. Yes, were I was. Were you on Privateer Island? I, I was Privateer Island, though. Yes, I was Privateer oh, Island. Okay. But, but anyways, yeah, he's he's the man for sure. He he definitely brings a new aspect into the program that that has definitely changed me for the better for sure. The get the guy has endless knowledge, um, endless stories, and he brings a whole new level of uh, really knowledge to the, to the program for me. You know, mm-hmm. there's things that he's saying that I never re- really even knew mattered, you know, as far yeah, as yeah. mathematics on, you know, how the bike should be working and where we're at as far as measurements, mm-hmm. you know, from the swing arm to the, the chain roller, all this stuff is just, it's bizarre to me when he's talking about it. And then, he, you know, he has the knowledge to explain it, which you know makes it make all the sense in the world. But um, <clears throat> he's definitely changed changed the program up a lot this year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really happy to work with him. He's definitely a legend, and um, he he expects a lot out of me. And mm-hmm. um, I, I think we'll be able to deliver as the season goes on here. Yeah, eighth place for Luke Rensland. That's a, that's a nice deal. Um, Nick Gaines is your is your teammate on the uh, Traders Yamaha team. Can you yeah. can you please inform him if you want to talk about fantasy killers? Nick Gaines is the number one rider right now. He's got a lot of skill. He's got a lot of speed. But Nick, Nick struggles to keep it on two wheels. Yeah, I'm I'm bummed for Nick right now, man. He's uh he's actually been living here at Dreamland with me this winter, okay. and um, we've been doing everything the same program on the bike, the same program off the bike. Mm-hmm. And, it's been a really productive off season for me. I've I've never been this structured in my life as far as you know, you know what you're doing before you even wake up in the right. morning, you know, and you have to knock it out and me and Nick have been doing everything together and I feel like you know, if I've progressed fifty percent this off season, I feel like he's progressed seventy five. Yeah. He he's been making big improvements but I'm just bummed for Is he okay? You know um He's got a broken collarbone. Oh, yeah. shit, shit. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, he um he went to the doctor this morning and he's got a fracture in his collarbone, so I think he's gonna I think he's gonna get surgery on it and, and uh he should be back on the bike in another couple of weeks. 
Yeah, you mentioned Dreamland, and of course, all of us that watch videos, we've all seen it. It's there's I mean, the Ness, there's the Dreamland, there's the Goat Ranch. But Luke's, Luke's, Luke's property and the stuff that he has is amazing. So for what's it. the Lessie's called? Hi, Des. No, no, the, in Jacksonville. Oh, Still I, have that? I don't know. I think he does. No? No. Oh. Tony just makes shit out in the middle of nowhere, so it could be okay. no, no one's property. Yeah. Um, so anyway... Your property's amazing. You got all the stuff. It's like for us, it's heaven as motorcycle riders. Do you venture out at all as far as going anywhere else to practice, or you just stay at home and that's where you lock yourself in? Um, honestly, this year we've just been staying at home. Um, the last couple of years, um, I always made my way to California for at least a few weeks. Um, last year, most of my off season was spent in California. I think for about six weeks. And um, this year is really my first year as a pro, spending all my time here. And honestly, we've only ridden here every day other than one day last Tuesday. We went to a new track to do like a race day simulation and just mm-hmm. kind of shake the bike down on a new track. But other than that, we've kind of just been sheltered here at home just because we have such a such a solid program going that it's it's hard to be able to get out and drive two hours you kind of you kind of ruin your your whole program for that day or however many days you want to go riding um it just kind of takes you out of your flow a little bit so and you and do you you feel like that it's still like an advantage as far as riding the same track every day day in and day out and then showing up to a race and it's a new track or do you feel like you would like to ride other tracks more to help you out um you know it's it's kind of there's a little bit of a balance to it you know sometimes I think to myself that, you know, I would like to ride other tracks just to have the variety to, you know, have to push yourself out of your comfort zone on a new track. But um, we did a really good job of building our Supercross track here. Like, I designed it myself, and my dad and my brother actually built it. And um, we designed it to be kind of like extra tight, everything a little bit bigger than you normally see on a practice track. We kind of built everything to be a little bit tighter and maybe a little bit bigger than at the race. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I didn't know where I was going to stack up coming into the weekend, but I felt really comfortable on the track. You know, even though it was kind of basic, I felt more comfortable than I've ever felt before. So, um, you know, I think you just got to trust the program when, when you're here alone and, and just kind of yeah. have faith that you're doing the right thing. Here's know? the thing. Here's what you need to do. All right. Are you, are you listening? Yeah, yeah, I'll get my notebook out. Okay, all right. Here's the thing. You jerkies, you ride the same track every day. Right, you feel and, good. And you feel good, and you you know exactly the RPMs you need to clear the jumps, and you're in the air, and you're thinking about boobs or your taxes or whatever, and I get that. That's fine. You don't want to yeah, drive. Yeah, you like that? You don't want to drive two hours and everything else. Okay, I get it. But what you need to do, Reslin, is one moto on your track, just take insides. Do a moto on the insides. Do a moto where you do different rhythms. Like, don't do the same thing all the time. Put yourself out of your comfort level a little bit. Set up some cones or some tires. Change your braking points or whatever. Switch it up. You get too much into a rut and you show up at the track and it's all new and different on Saturday and then you freak out. All right? Oh, Steve. Steve, dude, it's almost like you, you write the script around here. Okay. Good. You do that? We, we do do that. We <laughs> know. All right. Um, my, my brother's the one that does the riding program for me and Nick and... Um, you know, certain motos or certain sprints will say, okay, this rhythm, you got to come in this line. Okay, and, good. Because, you know, say say this moto, we have to roll into every rhythm on the track. So you have to go single in, right. 
and you do whatever after that. Because if I was team uh, manager, that's what I'd be freaking out at my guys riding the same six-inch path uh, in a super Because it's the feeling. You know the exact same feeling you're going to hit every single Dude, lap. You, you guys can it. ride it on autopilot. Right. You know? So Yeah, no, that's, that's not anything we got going on. Uh, we do have cones put in the main lines that certain times that will pop out at you um <laughs> we have we have actually done sprints on the track backwards oh okay um, all right so okay you know, we, we, we we mix it up quite a bit actually for right. for having the same track we're not riding the same layout that's for sure that's right. good that's, that's good it's good to hear and i'm glad that i'm you know great minds think alike like me and you we're on yeah the we're on I, I guess i'll have to uh I'll have to pull my Pulp and Max t-shirt out this weekend and wear it on track walk. Let everyone know that Steve's put my program together. I'd like to see that. That'd be good. You can join Team Pulp and Max with Alex Ray, Seven Deuce Deuce, and Jake Weimer. Yeah, I see they all got bonus programs I saw on your Instagram today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, they have lucrative bonus programs. I, I, I might I might step it up to the 450 class to uh, earn myself a spot on the I team. believe I owe Ray 40 bucks. So, yeah, very oh, lucrative. Um, uh, hey, what was your deal with the dragons? What what you did you do in both ways the dragon back section, or what did you end up doing uh, that worked for you? Because I know you know that was interesting to watch the guys in practice in the race on what worked for those guys and what they could do. A lot of guys are like, look, I can probably do the triple over, over triple triple, but I can't do that for for fifteen laps or twenty laps. So I'm just going to do the rhythm that I can do. Yeah, um, that's basically what went out in my head. Mm-hmm. The only rhythm I didn't do was the. Whatever they're doing, they were jumping from the first dragon into the second dragon, and then and doing it, the wild seat bounce. Yeah, out triple over, yeah. right? Yep, yep. Um, I never was able to pull the trigger on that, but I did do the wacko zacko. Yep, three, three, triple, three. triple. Yep. Um, I did that like four times in the second practice, but I just felt like it. I didn't have it dialed enough to be consistent for mm-hmm. anything in the night show, so I kind of just stuck to the skim skim double yep. double right. type deal. Um, I saw, now I think Starling raced the 450 class on a 250. He did. And I saw Starling and Preste do the triple over on a 250F. Really? I did, I did see it. And, and he had it clean. And, um, and nothing against, nothing against Starling. He's a good rider, but like, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. I mean, that thing, that rhythm had some of the top 450 dudes tripping up. I mean, even, um. Who was it? Bogle in the night show had a had a big one. On yeah, that was dirty. Yeah. No, absolutely. But wow. um, yeah, it, it was kind of the the other two ways to do it were tricky, but yep. the main way that everyone ended up doing was so basic. It kind yeah. of kind of sucked. Have you ever done something in the main that you've never done all day? No, I haven't. Actually, in the night show, we went out, and a lot of the guys in the two fifty class weren't doing that big. 450 rhythm through there and uh-huh. then in in both heats like right in front of me off the start craig did it and i'm pretty sure it's the first time he did it and i told my brother like dude i don't know <laughs> what these guys do before the night show maybe an extra cup of coffee or something but why are they hucking this stuff they've never done before? uh one year with red dog i'm gonna work fairy into this conversation of course it doesn't take me long Standard. of course uh didn't jump larocco's leap all day at red Butt until the first lap of the first moto <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just adrenaline racing. Maybe. Got a good start. He's like, I guess I got to jump it. That's funny because I yeah. think when you race, people, it sounds weird, but I think you think less. You're more worried about racing, and you just want to go fast. So the shit that comes up, you're like, okay, here it comes. I'm going, and then then you do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think yeah, I think Craig just saw um, Savachi and Spencerulo doing it in the first heat, and I, I guess he just decided that that's something he was going to have to do. 
Yeah, I guess it's so, kind of going, um, like going to, to a track or something. You see one guy that's not as good as you, and he hucks something. Yeah. And you're like, well, shit, I'm going to go do that now. I used to, yeah. when I raced, I mean, long, shitty rider, long time ago, I would have to follow a dude. I would... See, I can't have, follow anybody. That's really? sketchy to me. Yeah, I'm just like, that guy's good, and he's doing this every lap. I'm going to get behind him. I go off a of sound. Oh, okay. Like, and do you do that, Luke? Uh, actually, what's funny, in, in 15, when I was a rookie and I was scared of everything in Supercross, I would always link up behind Marvin in the first free practice and follow him off of all the jumps. Okay. <laughs> and he's such a smooth guy, that might be deceiving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, he was my dude in 15. He was my pace car. Yeah. He's my rabbit. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and, and then he would start actually going more than 50%. I wouldn't see him again the next couple laps, but... Um, uh, the first couple laps, he was my dude. Well, thanks for coming on, Luke. Nice ride in uh, Minneapolis. Keep it up this weekend. A nice story developing. Skip Norfolk's Trader Yamaha team. Um, nice to see you uh, do well and land on your feet. Brought to you by Roost MX. If you need anything from Roost MX, Luke, let me know. If you like inviting an old guy to your track and ride and let Just me know. Yeah, why don't you let Kiefer come out there? Yeah, hey man, if you're ever if you're ever down in the southeast, I, you're more than welcome to come out and spend some laps. Careful what you wish for; I might uh, just be showing up. He's gonna bring his wife, Heather. Hey. <laughs> I think the I think the oldest man we've had do all the jumps is like thirty. So, oh, uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll do that then. Yeah, we'll, we'll Kiefer's Kiefer, good. If you're looking to set records, you know maybe we'll get Pulpy to do an award for that next year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank you for coming on. Nice work uh, in Minneapolis, and uh, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, man. All right, thanks a lot, and you're welcome for the fantasy points. Thank you. All right. All right. Luke Reslin, everybody, uh, impressive rider under the radar at Minneapolis. Uh, Sam, you got a question for Chris Kiefer. You've been on hold for a while. What's up, man? Yeah, I had to say real quick, Steve, you recommended Cabo Wabo to me. Me and my wife went to Vegas for the first time, and you delivered, my friend. That oh, that's awesome. what I'm talking about. Best restaurant Dude, in Vegas. Cabo Wabo? Absolutely. Baja Tacos with the uh, 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 Desert Pear Margarita. Yep. Primo. Sammy Primo knows. Stuff. Sammy knows Mexican food. Absolutely. And I'm from Texas, so I should know some Mexican food. So, right. But, uh, yeah, Kiefer, I'm, right now I'm on a 2013 KTM 250F, mm-hmm. and I'm six foot four, and I feel a little cramped on it. Yeah, no shit. Um, yeah, well, everybody, I just started riding five years ago, and everybody said, start off with a 250F, and I had a Honda 250 bumped up to a KTM because that's what everybody was preaching at the time, and I'm not really messing with it. Do you have any recommendations? Should I bump up to a 450, or you, is there some 250 out there that suit my height? Well, the the 13, obviously the KTM has changed chassis-wise, so the new late model KTMs are actually more roomy and okay. feel better for, like, I mean, you're 6'4", so not every, not, in, not no bike is going to feel like, oh, man, this is great, right? So right. you're going to have to customize it yourself, but as far as the bigger cockpits for bikes, Yamaha and KTM always have like nice roomy feel for larger guys. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, you can adjust with you know some bar heights. You can do some. I think you have adjustments on your triple clamps. You can do um, ride engineering triple clamps. Yeah, you can do some ride engineering triple clamps. They have you know several positions you can do that. And seat foam helps. You can get you know, a little taller seat. Got to racing. So, and it, it's funny because I think we had Benny Bloss on the show one time too, and he says he uses a standard foam. He uses, you know, a low bar. So it just depends how you ride, I guess. So, but if you're going to buy a new bike, it doesn't really matter as far as a 450 or 250 as far as cockpit room because usually the dimensions are the same. 
Right. Okay. So even if I am taller, because I know some people say like the taller guys on 250 should just go ahead and bump up to a 450. Is that just because of the well, way they ride it? That's for weight. Like if you're weighing more, I think it's going to be able to pull you around better and to go on up more on, you know, the motor obviously is going to be able to pull you around the track better. So more so on quickness out of corners, stuff like that. Not so much cockpit room. Gotcha. Well, thanks, Keeper. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for, thanks for taking my call. Thanks right, for the man. call, man. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to come up with uh, Cole Seeley from Honda. Coming up, uh, we have a poll up on Pulp Mech Show Twitter account. Guy in the corner over there is on it. And the poll is uh, the poll is what uh, what Heather side are you here. on? Team Lit Kit, Team Best Dressed? Come on. That's such a bullshit. That's a bullshit poll. Talk to the guy in the corner. That's a bullshit poll, Mark. Talk to the guy in the corner. He's way more. He's, he's at the race every day. He's at street cred. I'm the little lonely blue collar guy over here. I don't go to all the fucking races. So, of course. 70% say Lit Kid Award. Whoop, whoop. All right. Let's take this poll in a week or so. What are you going to do? I'm going to keep going what I'm doing for a while until my 24 hours are up and I'll make my decision. Oh, okay. So, you might fold up the best dress award. I might. I'm going to think about it real hard, though. Okay. I don't give up on my stuff Can you too ask, easy. Ask Sealy some bike questions about the the, the the seventeen Honda. Yeah, I got that right now. Okay, because I want to, because uh, he, Sealy told me like uh, that they were still kind of working on the bike a little bit, which you know he said they made some big changes to help him out in uh, in Dallas, and mm-hmm. so I wanted to talk to him about that. Um, Pivot Works, we're gonna give away another pair of tickets to Atlanta Supercross right now. Second caller marks wins a pair of tickets. The second pair of tickets, courtesy of Pivot Works. Uh, Pivot Works. So when you wear out a Pivot Works products, return your original kit to Pivot Works with a proof of purchase, and replace it as part of their lifetime replacement program. Premier aftermarket solution for rebuilding your wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shocks, steering stem. Forty percent, forty to fifty percent off of what the OEMs charge. If it pivot, it works. If it works, it should pivot. Let's get to our first, our next guest on the evening. He is uh, coming off a strong race in. Um, uh, Dallas, and this weekend had the whole shot, and then unfortunately uh, went down. He's Honda's Cole Seeley. What's up, Cole? How are you? Hey, what's up? How's it going, dude? How good is the new Ridgeline? Every time, it's so good, so good. But hey, I would appreciate it when you call me on these things if you'd call me from the eight hundred five number that you always text me on. Oh, I didn't. They usually only respond to eight hundred five numbers. Oh, okay. Yes, I will do that. I'm sorry. I pause. I pause it. We are eight hundred five for life with the great Johnny O. <laughs> And um, who else? Dude, there's like so K-Dub. many in the industry now that are 805. Like yeah. Hutch, Bogus Mechanic, my brother, he's my goggle guy. Yeah. Uh, Mikey, the TLD guy. Um, everybody. And Lars. Oh, yeah, Lars. That's, that's who I forgot. Now. Lars is 805. Yeah, I forgot. that was the guy I was thinking of. No, I got I got my phone number in Camarillo, California, back in the day when I used to wrench for Ty Birdwell. We rode at Staben's house in Camarillo, Brian Staben. And, there you uh, go. And uh, that's where I got my first cell phone. Did you go to Sutter's? <laughs> Sutter's. You never went to Sutter's? No, I never heard of Sutter's. never went to Sutter's? Dude, you're not 805 then, bro. Dude, Brian Staben, yeah. and then we went to... Um, uh, well, LACR, that's not even 805. That's up there. 661. Yeah. No, but that, that was like 805 thing to do was go to LACR because that was like one of the closest tracks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's your let's – let's get back to Ridgeline uh, questions. Um, <laughs> dude, the gas mileage is better. The interior is better. The, the stereo – like the, the whole cockpit is just transformed. I oh, love cockpit it. cockpit talk tonight. I love it. <laughs> it, really, it really is. A, it's like way, way, way better. What about what about the front end though? I'm not sold on the front end, the new style deal. Like, you guys like that? Uh, yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. Um, it, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, 
compared to the old truck, like it is, it is way better. I mean, I don't want to, I'm sure your, your listeners are dropping like flies right now talking about Ridgelines when I called to talk about <laughs> motocross, but no, it's, it's, it is a whole, on whole new thing. Honestly, awesome. Seely, I get so pissed at these jerk offs on social media. Who, who, <laughs> I know you do. Who bag on the truck. Like, first of all, half of them couldn't afford a $45,000 truck. Okay. That's, that's first of all. Second of all, it is not supposed to match against a Tundra or an F-150. It's not supposed to be that truck. What's it going up against? Tacoma. Okay. Frontier. Uh, is it an Avalanche? Whatever. What's the Chevy one? Or, What's the or Nissan GMC? one? They go Nissan one? Uh, Colorado, Frontier. That's Frontier. Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. That is what the class is. It's a mid-sized truck. It is not. So it's a 250? Yes. Okay. And in, in, in the two shootouts that I read, it, it won the two shootouts. Uh, oh, the, shootout. We're going to talk shootouts. The original That's biased. We're talking shootouts. Um, I do like... The older style of body. I really do, although I'm in the minority. No one else really did, but I did. <laughs> I, I have to say, I'm not usually a fan of them, but I did see Coles, and it's set up really nice. It looks clean. The wheels look good. It makes it look really nice. You have a lift on yours, right? Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, that's right. done by our guys at Metro Honda. They do the, I think it's called J-Sport, and they build a, mm-hmm. a front-end leveling kit for it. Do you have the 17 from J-Sport, the 17 rims? Uh no, but I'm supposed to get some. I okay, they look pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm waiting. I have a, I have the lift kit from Trucks. Yeah, I have that uh, downstairs, and I'm waiting for my wheels from Gear Alloy, and then I will have a lifted twenty. What size wheel? Twenty. Twenties. Yeah, I don't want to go too big, dude. Yeah. I don't want to be all like gnarly. They're 18s right now. <laughs> a nice twenty, but it's a great truck. It's fantastic. If you want a deal on a truck, or uh, anything else that Honda has at the 605 and 5 freeway meet over a thousand new Hondas in stock Honda world of Downey uh, Pulp MX guys uh, if you're down there you talk to Steve mention Pulp MX they'll give you the best the or, best deal or Jeff down at, oh. at uh, Metro <laughs> Honda I gotta plug I gotta plug my sponsor too, I know though, yeah. right I knew, you, I knew you were gonna do this but does does, <laughs> does Metro give you uh, listeners a free first time oil change if they drive a Honda no uh-huh. So they pa- might. I don't know. <laughs> Honda World Downey, everybody, please check them out. We've had a few listeners buy vehicles from these guys. Honda, Honda. Yeah, and and they've been great. So, um, all right, uh, you want to talk dirt bikes now? Yeah, let's talk dirt bikes right now. Um, bad deal for you pulling a holy and going down. You told me after the race, you're like, yeah, I was yelling in my helmet. I was upset in my helmet um, because yeah. with that track and with your speed, like, I gotta think, you know, that a you could win it. Or B, like you're looking at a really good finish uh, at worst. You know what I mean? Like uh, you come off that that great race in Dallas, and that just had to suck. Yeah, no, I did for sure. I mean, the the way the whole day was going for me, though, it kind of I, w- I just felt off. Like the track had a really awkward flow to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no excuses. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm professional. I should be able to, you know, measure up to all this stuff. But yeah, I. I was stoked, you know, like to turn that around, get a whole shot, you know, going on that first lap. I was so stoked. And yeah, then, you know, just wash the front. And But still, I mean, I, I still went from like outside the top 10 to, to fifth, which is yeah. still a good night. I mean, still yep. in the top five and still like was able to do a little damage control there. So, I mean, definitely going to take, you know, focus on that good stuff. And, and um, you know, we learned a bunch of stuff and I'm, you- I'm excited you know this, you were closing I'm on a, my starts are back <laughs> yeah you were closing on anderson a little bit too late in the race you know for fourth yeah so, yeah. yeah i w- i was like 
in the beginning of the first three or four laps, I was on a mission. Like I was trying so hard and I probably tried a little too hard. I got a little pumped up, but yeah, I was, I was closing in on him. Then, then, uh, he was able to get away from me there. I got into some lap traffic, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I said, I mean, still, still fifth on a bad night. Not still not no horrible. No, especially like you said, you, the first lap you picked up, you came around 10th and you were further back than that. So, um, yeah. Seems like you guys always hook up too. Like you guys always finish close together. <laughs> yeah, I know we're, we're like, cool with each other now too so that we do talk about that from time to time did this happen oh wow did we have a a little chat you and jason yeah i mean we we basically you know we came to the conclusion like hey we're both going to be around for a long time and (laughs) we're young and and you know we love the the i don't know the intensity get the best of us sometimes yeah Yep. Like we, we definitely squashed what we had and and all that. And even like, like I talked to him after after it, cause I hit him pretty hard, but at the same time, I, that's the moment that I realized that my back brakes were gone. Yep. So like I was just committed to that line and he had was in it. So like I hit him a lot harder than I had planned on the, you know, it's kind of taking the line away from him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're cool now. And, and like I said, I mean, we're, we're at the top of the game, so we're going to be here for a while. We're going to be, you know, banging yeah. bars for a long time. We're always going to well, find that, each other. That ruins all of us in the press box, rubbing our hands together, going, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, no. But it's good. Hey, no, that, it's I mean, good. Every single weekend we find each other. Dude, we're always, I know. You know, it's, and, it's crazy. And it's like, you know what? You guys jerking around with each other, you're just hurting each other. The dudes in front of you are pulling away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's not, it's not helping anybody, sure. either one of you guys. So, um, yeah. that, that's good. I, I, maybe I need to do that because he blocked me on social media and he hates my, maybe guts. I need to reach out. Maybe I need to reach out yeah. to Jason. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get blocked by a lot of guys. Parsha right now. Yeah. He hates my guts. Does he even do the head nod <laughs> to you when he sees you? No, he hates me. Oh, wow. Just can't stand me. I don't even know why. I understand if I would have said, "Hey, I think Barch is uh, putting vast amounts of HGH in his system or something dumb like that." I could understand that, but right. I don't even know. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's good. Hey, yeah, you guys are going to find each other. You're exactly right. You're both young in the class, and you'll be racing supercars for the next long time against each other. So it's it's for the best that that happened uh, th- for sure. Hey, overall, two podiums. Uh, third in the points. Are you fourth? Are you third? What are, what are you? I'm fourth now. You're, yeah. Okay. Tom, uh-huh. I got you this weekend, but have you been happy overall with your season? I mean, look, a guy like you, you come in, there's no doubt you want to win and you, you have won before and you can win again. Uh, so two podiums for the first three, seven races and fourth in the points. How are you doing? Like, are you frustrated or is this okay? No, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy with the way things are going. I've been in the top five of every race, but a one, mm-hmm. um, I mean, on the podium twice, like you said, I mean, I'm happy, but I'm, you know, I'm not content. Um, right, right. you know, I want to be on the podium every weekend. I want to win, obviously. Um, I've got a taste of that. So, you know, I'm, I'm patiently waiting for the, you know, mm-hmm. the right opportunity, which was last weekend, but I unfortunately slipped <laughs> away. But like I said, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. not content with the way I'm, I'm finishing, um, the, the team giving me everything I need to win. And, and you know, do the best I can. Um, and you know, it's gonna, it's coming for sure. Like I said, yep. I'm, I'm gonna be patient with it. I'm not gonna try and force anything, or you know, like even with my my starts. You know, I I wasn't getting the best starts. You know, but I wasn't freaking out. You know, I knew yeah. they were coming. I knew I was gonna get there. And same thing with my finishes. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get better. I'm, I'm you know I'm learning each round. And mm-hmm. you know, like I said this past weekend, even though it sucked, I was just gonna take the positives and and go with that. And 
uh, yeah. trying to improve next weekend. Yeah, that's exactly it. Why beat yourself up at 17 rounds, 12 rounds of outdoors, right? Like if you started like cycling more miles and getting madder and madder and Wardy is yelling at you, it's not going to do anything. It, it's, <laughs> it's like week to week, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a lot better than my 2016 season went. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the main thing. I mean, 2016 pretty much sucked for me. <laughs> Uh, 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Honda's Cole Sealy brought to you by Pivot Works and, uh, and Downey Honda. Downey Honda. Uh, uh, and Metro Honda. And Metro Honda. <laughs> Give us a call. Uh, I got to say, Sealy, these tracks this year, you and I have talked about it a couple times now in press conferences. I've written about it, talking about it on all these janky shows that I do. They are hammered, man. Like, they don't look like much fun right now uh, from the middle of the races, these time formats, 26 laps uh, last couple weeks. Gee whiz, man! Beat down. Yeah, it's. I, I don't. I don't know who's in charge of you know designing the tracks or whatever, but yeah, the last weekend was pretty pretty bad. I mean, the the just the layout was too tight, and I mean, I know we all have to race the same track, but it, there's just so much potential with like such a huge stadium like that. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see better better uh, layouts and better tracks built, but. I mean, for the most part, they've been good, though. I mean, Dirtworks is doing a heck of a job. Uh, you know, when it when it pours rain the day yeah, before, we yep. still have a really good tractor race. So, hats off to those guys for sure. Yeah, I think, you know what? Hey, look, uh, I've given them props. I thought Glendale was a great track, a fantastic uh, layout and everything else. And I thought Oakland, had it been dry, was a really interesting track as well. So, you know, with the good comes the bad. Um Let's get to this call before we before Kiefer jumps in. Because yeah, we got deep motorcycle talk to talk about. Jared is on the line. Jared Cole Sealy, super fan, calling all the way from Canada. What's up, Jared? Not much. How's it going tonight, guys? What's happening? Not much. How's it um, going? It's going. Um, question for you, Cole. I know that you've had like Jeff Ward in your corner for a while, but what aspect does Andrew Short bring uh, to your program now that he's around Honda? Uh, Shorty's been awesome. Like. I I've you know raced against Shorty in the past and know that he's a he's a nice guy and super easy to get along with but like the stuff that he brings to the table and kind of just like the vibe and energy that he brings is like it's awesome it's so good to have him have him around and with with testing and all that stuff you know he's helping a lot but but even at the races like making sure you know my head's on straight and making sure that I'm focusing on what I need to be focusing on and and really just making sure that mentally I'm in a good place I think as probably the biggest thing he brings to the table for me at least yeah you um, oh sorry go ahead no go for it well i was just gonna say you gave him a lot of credit after your podium in dallas you said uh really you know thanks to shorty uh a few times so um yeah he's, he seems like it's you know really a big part of your program yeah no he's he's a big part of the whole team i mean he like he like i said he's just like brings such a cool vibe and energy you know like he's you know he, he after every round he kind of gets everybody together and we have a little team you know uh meeting and and he gives a speech and it's just like just puts you in a better place even you know if whether it's a good race or a bad race he's just like it's so cool to have him around and i'm i'm super appreciative for everything he does he andrew short Kiefer, you know him as well yeah. like he is he's like he's like a better human being than me he's a better human being than i am he really is he's one of the nicest guys but what's cool about like what cole's saying i think if i was in cole's position you see what kind of person he is, right? He's not just the racer guy that's fast and, and knows his shit, but he's a very good human being. And like what Cole said, it's like a family when you're around him. You feel like, hey, he's having these little meetings, he's doing his little awards, and it's more like, hey, we're yeah. like one big family. And I think Andrew enhances all of that. Dude, he's just a better human than us. 
He's very, very. <laughs> he's so yeah, nice. He's, he, he's, he's just. Yeah. He's funny too because like I don't think he knew how to take me at first. Like <laughs> I'm a very, especially at the race, I'm really quiet. Like I, I kind of stick to myself and kind of just focus on you know we got footage to watch, we got mm-hmm. you know lines to study, all this other stuff. So I don't think he really understood like how I function at first. But yep. uh, you know, like because he'll tell me something, I won't really respond to it. I'll just kind of take it in and really think about it and let it kind of. <laughs> soak in you know yeah. and really really just take in what he says and um like i think at first he was like kind of thinking like oh this guy doesn't know what he's talking about i'm just kind of blowing him off kind of thing but he just right. like he's like i know like i'm probably you know i had those people in my corner before where you know this guy doesn't know what he's talking about what like I, I could ride the bike better than him or whatever but i'm like i really just i really take in everything that he says because he's you know, he's fresh into retirement. He still knows yeah. he's know, still fast. this game yep. through and through. And, yeah, yeah he's still ripped. Yeah, you're like, no, no, Shorty. No, no, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. Well, I'm, and, I'm, I'm <laughs> and it, if you know Shorty, he overthinks a lot of things anyway. So he's probably looking at Cole going, okay, Cole's doing this. I'm thinking about that. So, yeah. Uh, hey, Jared, um, or Cole, can we get Jared like a 17 jersey? Yeah, for sure. 17. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm 14. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, sorry. 27. Can you get a Savachi jersey for him real quick? Thanks. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I meant, I meant uh, uh, you know what I meant. Uh, like a 20, yeah, 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 for right. sure. Uh, Toronto's, what, in a week and a half? Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, Jared. Yeah, we'll get him one. Anything else? All right, thanks. No, no. Thanks so much, guys, and uh, good luck this week and Cole, and uh, yeah, thanks for taking my call, Steve. All right, thanks, Jared. Appreciate it. Bears. All right, thank you. All right. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get him on. We got it. We got to hook that up. Um, yeah. Right, let's talk. Let's talk some bikes. Kiefer, the 2017 Honda 450 was is near and dear to Kiefer's heart, and he was waiting to test it and ride it. Couldn't wait. Wrote a column on Pulpamex that did very well. Everybody wanted to hear his opinion about the bike. Yeah. Go. So it's a first generation bike. I'm sure you guys have been obviously riding it for a long time. Are you guys set? In your settings, pretty much besides clickers and things you do at the races, are are you happy with, you know, your overall setup for the year? Um, yes and no. You know, we're always. I think the bike's been great every round, um, but you know, we're always assessing and and trying to make it better, especially with the new chassis, like you said. You know, we're always studying, and you know, maybe we'll try this during the week, maybe we'll try that kind of thing. But um, no, I'm I've been really happy and and. I've never ridden a bike that's been so like, you know, when you, when you do something like when you adjust the shock or when you adjust the fork Reality. where it actually is a big change, you know, yeah. like you actually feel it, you know, it's, it's a definite yes or no kind of thing for me. Right. Um, which I'm really happy with, like, I'm actually really happy to go test outdoors, which I'm usually really bad at, you know, finding a good setting for myself. So that's, um, I think going to be a huge thing for me, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, I am happy with the bike, and I, we're finding new things every week that that is making you know me get along with the bike better and and develop into a uh, a better bike every week. I've always wondered because I, I test these production bikes, and I know what they do better production wise, you know. And this bike, obviously, the new generation on it is more stable, um, and I feel the frame absorption is better. Do you feel that on a supercross track? Do you feel like, oh man, I have more stability, like through a set of whoops? Do you kind of feel that stuff more on a supercross as well? Uh, I, the first time I still remember this because it was so like predominant. Like the first thing I uh, I noticed was the turning. Like I couldn't believe how well the bike tracked through the turns, um, flat or bull turns. Like it, it's crazy 
so to answer your question, yes, like I, 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 it's crazy how much I, I feel over the, you know, the 16 and how well, um, I don't know how well, like the stand standouts actually are. So yeah, even at a factory level, it's, it's still, um, you know, very different for me. Yeah. When do you, I mean, I know you guys are deep in supercross, but do you guys know when you guys are going to start like doing some outdoor stuff? I've already done some, um, this was actually before I even got hurt last year while we were racing outdoors. Um, just with kind of a, basically a stock bike, but yeah, um, I've done some just to kind of get a back to back comparison. Um, but nothing near what the bike's going to be when I go race it this year. So, uh, yes and no like yes i have kind of ridden it outdoors and no i you know i'm gonna test it more and and get it into a you know a better uh, race shape than what i've ridden in the past but i have i did actually ride it like a week or and a half ago like at completely stock level like oh, i've nice. never ridden it like that yeah and i was like i didn't do anything i didn't set the sag i didn't touch the clickers i literally put gas in it and went over the bolts and just went and rode it in the hills. Mm-hmm. Was actually with Gothic J. Oh, did you go and on his, w- his Death Cross thing? His Death Cross. <laughs> uh, his, you mean his track back in Corona? Yeah, Corona yeah, Dilla. That's what it was. Actually, no, Corona Dilla's gone yeah, now. Corona oh, it's Dilla. gone. Yeah, Corona Dilla's oh. gone. No, it's it's still there. It's oh, still there. We ride past it to get to his new track. Oh, uh, okay. All right, then. Yeah. Yeah. So we went back there, and it, man, th- this track is like way rougher than any track uh, I've ever been to. I'm sure it will ever race on. So. And to ride that bike and feel how well it actually handled on that track, I was I was really blown away. And I'm really happy they went back to a spring fork. I think it's way, way better for, you know, everyday rider just to be able to go unload the bike, do one less thing, which is, you know, check the fork pressure and mm-hmm. uh and just go ride. And I think it's it handles better anyways. Does it make you miss spring forks on your bike? <laughs> No, I get asked that a lot, actually. And, and even if I if I wanted a spring fork, I could just you know I could tell Dan and be like, hey, you know, can we test spring forks, which we've done. So I can always go back to that. But this is like the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand is I have so many like people in my corner to help me set my bike up, right, and make sure that my forks are at the right air pressure and that you know the clicks are here and the sags at this. But mm-hmm. I don't really have to worry about that, and my stuff is so like dialed in where I don't think you could get a production set that dialed into, you know, our level, um, or even a factory, uh, spring forks at our level, which is why I'm still running the air fork. But yeah, I think at my level, I want to run the spring fork cause that's what's working. And at the production level, I want, to, I would run a spring fork. Right. Good. Uh, all right, Cole. Well, hey, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, and a nice ride the last few weeks. Nice hole shot. You know, even though, like you said, you're off the podium, it's not where you want to be. What could have been in um, this past weekend in uh, in Minneapolis, man? And uh, this week in Atlanta, you gonna go to the Arena Cross on Friday? Uh, yeah, I completely forgot about that, but yeah, yeah, I am. yeah go check for it sure. out. All right, go see what, what's going. on. You know, on. that's the thing. That, that's the thing that uh, the only part that sucks about being a professional Supercross racer is you don't get to watch. <laughs> like I've, yeah. I really miss going and watching Supercross like when I was, you know, 14, 15. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be there for sure watching. Do you watch it when you get home? Yeah, I watch the race, but, you know, I'm always looking for myself. I don't really yeah. actually, like, <laughs> cheer for anybody. <laughs> um, the uh, and, and also, too, I apologize for your loss in the Lit Kid Award um, the other weekend. Seven Deuce Deuce picked you as one of the three nominees. Unfortunately, your TLD kit just didn't get it done. Yeah, I went with the all black, which I mean, 
is pretty basic. <laughs> you know, it, we we're in Oakland, so I was like, you know, Raiders black. Let's let's run the all black kit, and uh, I didn't expect to win that. Like I, I know yeah. there's a yeah that high vis stuff you're wearing was pretty uh, gnarly though. Oh, the yellow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We're going through a little bit of a highlighter phase right now. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know what's going on. Gear. I don't like it either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan. But that yeah. was too much. That was too solid of a highlight. <laughs> I was, think. I, I don't know what these guys do. Like with these gear designers, it's like how did everyone at once decide that high vis is what we're going to do? And how does everyone do it at the I, same time? That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Right. Like nobody does, it, does everybody call each other? How does that work? You know. I don't know. If, honestly, if I had to choose, I would just be running all black every weekend. That's really? my favorite kit. Yeah, that's what I wear during the week. It's I, like I like the I like the TLD guys this weekend. That stuff looked good. Yeah, there's too much color. Really? Uh, I mean, okay. I'm just yeah. I'm I'm such a plain guy. I don't know. I just like the right. I'm all I, black all the time. With them. I like the stuff that had Honda down the sleeves and the and the and everything. Oh, that was that cool. Was, yeah, that's old that school. Stuff, that stuff is is cool. Yeah, that's, that's um, one of my favorite kits. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks again for the time tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, stay strong on the Ridge Lines. We know we're in the Ridge Line Mafia, and we know what people don't know. And uh, and stay strong. And uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks All for right. the call. Thanks, Talk Cole. To see you. Cole Sealy, everybody, on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. The folks at, uh, at Ride Engineering have come on board with us, Kiefer. And uh, whether you need a different offset or a different set of clamps, something stronger, uh, like Alex Ray needed a stronger set of clamps on his Husqvarna, uh, Ride Engineering will take care of you as well as Pulp Mech's 20 is the discount. They got brakes, too. Yeah, they got brakes as well. Yep. You're absolutely right. So the guys at Ride Engineering uh, have some of the best clamps out there. Please check them out. You can design. You can get some solid mounts, rubber mounts, whatever you need, uh, whatever suits your style. So uh, the guys at Ride Engineering are on board with us. Also, too, uh, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com. Actually, let's get into the KTMPartsExpress.com. Over 30 years in business. Use the code PULPMX to save money at uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. They uh, ship fast. They have it in stock. Power parts, power wear, uh, as well as K- uh, stock KTM parts. The best prices around. They'll hook you up. KTMPartsExpress.com. Works connection. FMF. Atlas neck brace. The Noof said uh, he's been emailing a bunch of people a bunch of information about the neck braces and uh, everything that's going on with those guys. Uh, from his appearance on the show a couple weeks ago, although he was not as as good as GL, he was still GL was gold. GL was really good. How was was he as good as like an alcoholic level or no? No, no, not at all. He was below. Yeah. Okay. W Wheels, John Anderson, and the guys at WUSA.com, they'll check you out. Uh, whether it's Kite, whether it's Talon, whatever you need from W, uh, they'll, they'll build you a wheel set. Vintage stuff as well. They do have a ton of uh, vintage and Evo stuff, so they're killing it on that. Please look into them if you're looking for a spare set of wheels. I order. just got a set of blue. Oh, you did? Yeah, just like the factory dudes. So sick. I'm going to build me up a, a replica Cooper so, Webb bike. So sick, bro. And uh, EK Chains. Guts Racing, the official seat foam and seat bases of Monster Energy Pro Circuit, RCH guys, and get data as well. Remember, btosports.com, you can call there and uh, mention Pulp MX, and, uh, and you can get a deal at, uh, at btosports.com. Or understand you can put, you can put the Pulp MX in the um, coupon code and save as well with those guys. So uh, coming up with Dan Truman from Get Data, we're just racking through the game. We're not even going to break. Dan Truman, bro. Damn. And then a break. Okay, we're doing it. Do you got to pee? No, I'm good. You got to eat a cookie or anything? No. We got Pookie still coming up uh, with her Minneapolis Supercross report. Kiefer After Dark. Oh. We have to stop the Facebook feed for that. That's too bad. They can't enjoy it. 
I got a key for after dark email for you. Just came in during the show. No way. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got much more coming up. Truck Hero question of the day. And uh, we have the JGR check-in with Phil Nicoletti, the Race Tech emails. We got your X-Brand uh, goggle questions for Pookie as well. Pookie questions. She didn't uh, She didn't really uh, do much. She said she couldn't find doppelgangers. She didn't see any much. At I don't know, bro. <laughs> She was going to do like a minute-by-minute a minute over the weekend. and Oh, that would have been tough. She didn't do that. Then she was going to do a column about like everybody I talked to, and she forgot about that. That would actually would have been a good one. And Everyone that – how many times – you know what? We should do this. How many times do you get stopped during the day? A ton. This, this, this. Or I go up to people, and they're like, oh, this fucking guy. Right. You know, like a Heather asked me the other day, and I'm going to – sorry, babe. I'm going to blow you out. She said, she's like, I wonder if anyone like – See Steve coming and goes, fuck, Steve's coming to talk to me. Yeah. You think so? Probably. Okay. But I mean, a lot of these guys, I do that to them too. I bust their balls as well. Like, right. like, I like mean, any riders going, God dang, I got to talk to Steve. Oh, there's for sure guys that are like, I don't want to talk to this idiot, but if I don't, you know, he may blow me out or right. whatever. But a lot of people think this show is just like a shit on rider show. Oh no. That's what they think. Like, they're just like, oh, they just trash everybody. Like people don't listen. No. Like we... Talk a lot of good things about a lot of good guys. Yeah, exactly. and people don't understand that. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a battle I fight through, Kiefer. Um, all right, everybody. So Get Data is a, is a company that's come on the show in recent weeks. Uh, you want to use a Get ECU that a lot of teams, pretty much every team in Europe is using at this point. And uh, Team Yamaha, JGR Suzuki is using over here, along with a lot of other riders. It'll help your bike out. Uh, and uh, besides that, uh, Dan Truman at Get is a great bench racer. So let's get him on here. Dan, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I was listening to the show a little bit. Just listening to all the things you're wrong about, like always. <laughs> yeah, the the AC thing, I thought, I was thinking it was three years pro, but three years in the no, series. Three, yeah, and he only raced technically six he, races. Right. Yeah, so I, I, I was one, wrong in about one that. Se- in one right. season. Yes. Um, so, yeah, not three years pro, three years of racing 250 Supercross, which he only did one, which is pretty remarkable when you think about it. Um, yeah. he had a 50% win ratio coming into the weekend. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Although he wants to, he wants to count Toronto. I'm like, nah, you hurt yourself in practice. Can't count Toronto. Remember he tried to line up and shoulder came out again or whatever in Toronto. Oh, that's not when he popped it back in. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, oh, that should count. I'm like, no, 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 you didn't practice. Doesn't count. You're three for five in main events until this weekend. Now he's three for six. Um, Dan, what is going on with Chad Reed right now? That's your buddy. You are a FOC friend of Chad. Do we are we panicking? Yeah. Sparks. Um, <laughs> he rode really good in Phoenix, and I thought he was gonna take <laughs> that into <laughs> the next few races, and it's uh-huh. been really bad, dude. Uh, really bad. Yeah, like even his practice times, you know. So Steve said he's back to his old clutch, like cable clutch. Now yeah, he went to a cable clutch. He did go to a cable clutch. He's struggling with his starts. Um, that's his biggest his biggest problem. And I mean, he fought that last year, and he's fighting it again this year. Um, that's his biggest problem. Whether it's um, in his head or, or react, he says it's not reaction time. And on video, it really doesn't look like reaction time. So mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to argue. Um, I know he's doing tons and tons of starts every day, which every rider does. But yep. Um, you know, you look at his starts this weekend, and he's last. He literally every time they went in the first turn, he was last. 
besides the semi. Yeah, he got so, pinched uh, off quick. Yeah. Yeah, so it's tough. I, I, you can't run with those guys unless you start with them. You know, even in Phoenix, I think he started like six. He was pretty pretty close to mm-hmm. the front. So, yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't say press the panic button yet. I think he'll – I mean, I say this weekend every weekend, but I think he'll be better <laughs> this weekend. Um, I, I, he can't get worse, right? No, I, so. uh, I wrote last week, I'm like, hey, his starts haven't been great. You look at his lap times, he's not that far off, but his starts have been bad. Well, this weekend, though, his lap times weren't even good. Like, it wasn't good at all. And he yeah, took a big he, he was. Uh, I mean, he was sick, and he he did get banged up pretty good in Dallas when that crash. I don't think many people seen the crash. I don't know if it was on video or not, mm-hmm. but he had a good crash in the whoops. Um, he took uh, both knee braces to his legs, uh, both legs, and he kind of got like Charlie horse in the, t- in the like on the femurs, and he yep. was struggling to walk after the race. And um, I mean, he he rode decent, but like you said, his times aren't there. And um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, he's definitely better than his results are showing. You know, I think. Yeah. He's in that group. He should be in that group with with Seeley and Anderson right there, but mm-hmm. he's definitely not right now. I hate to keep this show going on a negative note here, Dan, but before we get into the get get data and everything else, uh, you were speaking of get. You were uh, really working hard with the JGR Suzuki guys on the 250 program. Well, it was Bichelia on the West, and then he got hurt, and then Phil on the West, and he got hurt. Peters filled in for Bichelia this weekend for a couple of races, and then Pete, uh, Bichelia should be okay. Um, that's a team that uses get. That's also a team that uh, Barsha came back this weekend, but Pike's going to be out for a while. Like those guys, 18 black cats must have walked through their pits this year at some point because, man. Yeah, we, t- we talk about it. That's where I'm, ba- I'm based out of the JGR truck on the weekends. And, uh, we talk about it. Jeremy's pretty open about it. He's, he doesn't understand why his luck is so <laughs> bad. You know, he's on his sixth or seventh rider already his mm-hmm. his best finish is coming from a guy that didn't have a ride going into week one mm-hmm. um and is technically a fill-in week to week with weimer and that's where his best finish came from uh well maybe peters i guess got ninth this week but um yeah it's it's been tough man but the mechanics and everyone's still working hard and yeah unfortunately in supercross things happen i mean look at McElrath and you know he possibly lost the title and i don't think we even know what happened to his bike you know the sport's tough yep you know it's a People people get hurt and it's part of it. How 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 has it been working with the JGR guys on that RMZ two fifty? Uh look at stock bike Kiefer you It's not the best it's bike. It's not the best bike, right. you know that. Um Yoshimira guys working hard on it, get working with Dan, you guys and the get guys working tough on it. Like how's that going? It's been good. Uh my main focus on the weekend is the two fifty. That's that's what I was brought there to do. And we started with the base from the European team. We worked close with Suzuki Japan mm-hmm. and a Jeremy Sewer in the World Championship. So we had a really good base. They run our uh, our good ECU with our second injector, and we had a good base. But the problem was, is when those guys went to ride Supercross, the bike was more set up for motocross. Obviously, in Europe, they don't yeah. they don't ride Supercross. So uh, we had a lot of work to do. We struggled a bit. Uh, I think the first few rounds. Phil was coming off maybe the fastest 450 out there yeah. uh, in the last few years, the Yamaha 450. Mm-hmm. And then jumping to the, the Zuki 250 was very tough. You know, he's always like, I want more, I want more. Um, and really, he kind of had to ride the bike different to, to make it work. So with Peters this weekend, it was a little bit different. He's a lot lighter. And um, I think he he kind of seen the power because he hasn't ridden a Yamaha 450. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So he it was it was good uh phil was great and it got better towards the end 
But with Peter, the feedback was a little bit different because the bike was different. You know, we were able to change engine parts this weekend and mm-hmm. and make changes that we didn't make with Phil. So, um, yeah, it, it's been really good. But at the end of the day, it's still, you know, everybody, it's no secret. It's an older bike. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same chassis that Dungy and those guys rode in 2010 for the most part. So uh, it, it's hard, but it, we're making progress week to week. Um, yeah, and, talk, and it goes back to Chad riding a Yamaha. Like, they're always up front off starts, Yamahas, especially the JGR guys, for a long time. Coop's gotten starts. Yeah. So that's another question where you're like, what's going on, Chad? I, here's the thing, too. I think about this. Everybody's like, I'm working on my starts. i got to get my start styled. My starts haven't been there. No one really says if it's them or the bike or we don't really give a get a good answer. Then if you think about it. There's 22 guys thinking the same exact thing on the starting line, okay? Mm-hmm. Those, all of those bikes got to be pretty damn close as far as torque, horsepower, give or take a little bit. Mm-hmm. Reaction times, that's what's really a wheel here and there. It's the only way you're going to get over on someone. So if we're all yeah. practicing starts on the weekend and then all of a sudden it, it, the race is, is is pretty much won the first 10 feet. Not even 10 feet. Right. Five feet. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like everyone's doing the same exact thing. So you only could work so much, and some of it's going to be just like luck and reaction time, I think, you know? Well, look at Vince Freeze. That's not a factory bike, and he can start. Right. Michael Lessie for 100 years can start. Those guys can start. That's it. I just don't I don't, yeah, I don't. I agree with you guys. I mean, I think either you're a good starter or you're not a good starter, but at mm-hmm. that level, like Kiefer's saying, there's 22 guys that are, all good starters, and then there's maybe like three great starters. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that's where that's where like this weekend gate pick I think was really important because if you could get into the first few gates on the inside, even if you didn't get the best start, you could sneak around the inside because everybody pushed so hard, mm-hmm. and that's where you're qualifying and you're heat, getting in out of the heat. You know, yeah. all that stuff matters. Yep. You know, it all it all you know you see the rare occasions where Jordan Smith. You know, or Dakota Alice got that great start from the outside, but McElrath, you know, it, it's yeah. rare. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Glendale was a very long start too. It's a lot different when it's a long start like that. You yep. kind of control shot from anywhere. Yeah, but think, uh, yeah, you look, you know, at, and that's where Chad Chad's hurting himself. Bad gate picks too. That doesn't help. And then you, I guess you see, I guess it's technique as well. Like we said, you know, Baggett loops out. You know, he's a pro. You know, it's like, well, what the hell's going on there? So there's some clock. It was a clutch problem, though, I think. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It looked like it just hooked up and he was done. Uh, well, I heard different stories. I did hear a clutch problem, though, from. But they, they could be... I would say that, too, if I looped out, by the way. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, right. Tell the media it's a clutch problem. Um, uh, the Get ACU, Dan, uh, like you said, Team Yamaha, uh, JGR Suzuki using it. Uh, the LCGPA, the new launch control system that you have, it's that. It's that orange box on the front fender that'll let you see in the races that you get a ton of, that I get a ton of questions about. Um, this thing is legit. It works well. You can ro- load different maps. It helps your starts. It helps the bike everywhere. And you're giving our, our listeners a deal on it too. Yeah. Yeah. We came on board with the show and I wanted to, you know, get new to the industry. We've been around for six years just in the motocross side, but in the U S it's, uh, you know, it's relatively new. Um, compared to products that have been out there a long time. And, you know, with the launch control and stuff, all teams have some sort of launch control from mm-hmm. the factory, but, you know, nobody sells it. So we've created something that we developed with our race team over the last four or five years, and now we can sell it to the, you know, to the retail public. So it's, it's really great. And, you know, Rendland was on earlier and talking about he never got good starts. 
And this weekend he did get good starts. Um, this was the first weekend he ever did use launch control with us and get. So it was pretty cool to see because, you know, we've developed a lot of stuff with the factory teams, but it's better to see it when it works on a smaller team. You mm-hmm. know, it's, uh, it's more, you know, it's, uh, I guess it's just better. It means yeah. more to us when, sure. it, when a smaller team does well. So just because they don't have the resources to change engine parts and things like that that a lot of the other teams can do. So, and it, but it, uh, yeah, it works good. You know, it's it's something different. It takes a little bit of the rider skill out of the equation. Like on the start, you're like, look, here's where it's going to rev to. Here's the shift points. Here's what it's going to do. It's dummy proof. Yeah, and, and if you follow this, your bike is going to, you know, you, this is the horsepower you're going to put out, and this is what you're going to hook up. And that's where we're at now, Dan, with these with these things. I mean, it's that sophisticated. Yeah, it's it's made to be more consistent. So the rider still has to rev the bike and let the clutch out. But if you do 10 starts without the launch control mm-hmm. and 10 starts with the launch control, um, it's very possible that one without the launch control will be your best. But the other nine will be all over the place, mm-hmm. where the 10 with the launch control will be the same. And we've done this with with every team with beacons and, and we use the Lit Pro and, and everything with times. We do five feet all the way up to 60 feet um, and time them. And overall, the launch control is made to make it more consistent. And, you know, in racing purposes, a lot of amateur races still have concrete starts and things like that. And Mm -hmm. it's almost like cheating on that stuff because, you know, you can pretty much predict what it's going to do every time. Yep. Um, You know, and for pro racing, we're going to go to the, I don't know if this is out, but we're going to go to the great starts next year, uh, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, almost. That'll even be. I almost went this year, but mm-hmm. that'll be even better for us because we can control all that stuff. You know what I mean? We can, it'll just make our stuff better. So um, we like it. And Dan, I've heard in 18, the, the, the MXGP teams are going to all run a standard ECU. Is, do we know anything about that? Is that yeah. something you guys are working with or is that somebody, somebody else that's going on? They're going to try to sort of limit the, the, oh, yeah. the machines over there a little bit. And, uh, and you guys having already put all this work in, uh, probably have a good, huge jump on everybody. Yeah, there's. Uh, it's definitely not official, um, but it's been it's been talked about. There's been uh, there's been many meetings uh, with the factories. All the OEMs are involved. It seems that the FIM wants to m- limit some of the teams that are spending a lot of money on mm-hmm. electronics because it's no secret that there are some teams spending a lot more money than others. Uh, maybe because they have the resources from MotoGP, your favorite sport, and other other mm-hmm. you know aspects. So it's not official by no means because there's a lot of yeah, I a just, lot of just uh, the rumors is what I heard. Yeah. Unhappy about it, right? Yeah, and it is, but it is talked about. We have uh, you know we have been approached because we have such a good relationship with so many teams already. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams are saying, hey, if we're going to do this spec EC, we would like to do it with Git. Um, but for us, it's a tough position because we'd have to hire a lot more staff. Yeah. We'd have to send more people to the races, more engineers to develop product. So it's not as easy as just like, okay, everybody's going to use this product. You know what I mean? A lot behind the scenes to make it work. Um, if it comes down to it and they want us to do it, then of course we'll do it. But uh, it's gonna, it would be a lot to make it happen, I think. But it's, uh, if it did happen, I think 18 would be a trial year. And then moving forward after that would be like you see in you know, NASCAR or MotoGP where it's a spec ECU. Uh, Kiefer, you've got some experience with get stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've done actually a lot of ignition stuff lately, just in the past year with you know, with get, and I've had some vortex stuff, just kind of comparing, doing things, you know, for the magazine and testing. And for me, um, you know, I ran a vortex for about four or five months, and then 
I got in a get and then ran that for about three months. And for me, like the power delivery was just all around better. It was, it was broader, um, a little bit easier to ride smooth, but still very like had that aggressive feel. And I used most of my, my basis on my YZ 450 that I had at home and people ride my practice. Like, hey man, your bike sounds different. It sounds so good. And let me ride it. And they ride like, Oh my God, what's in the motor? What you done? And all I've ever done to my bikes was fuel ignition and a muffler. On yeah. a 450. Yeah. If you have that, that's huge. That's half the battle for me is getting your electronic figured out. And to me, like having that, that get in there, it just, it's so crisp and it's so easy to ride. Like it's like your throttle hands connected to your rear wheel more. Mm-hmm. And I found that my bike starts better. You know, if you're kicking it, it starts better with the ignition on there. So and I just use a plug and play yeah, one. I, mean, I don't even mess with the, 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 what you guys were talking about. I don't even mess with it. I just use the plug and play. I want to ride. I want to mm-hmm. get a better feel. And that's, you know, it's, it's been really good. And uh, what you're saying is what we worked on, you know, in years past when Git first started, we had a lot of hiccups. It's no secret. Starting the bikes were very hard. Pro Circuit was one of the first teams to ever use it. And we had to fix that stuff. But that's why, you you know, you have to learn. And the new bikes, you know, what you've got, Kiefer, and, and everything moving forward, I would say 14, 15, and on, we have a new processor, which is the throttle response of the ECU. We spend a lot of money on it to make it good. You got to remember, an OEM has to maybe buy tens of thousands of these parts, where we only have to buy a few thousand, so we can spend a little bit more money to make it better. You know, so that's where you you feel the throttle response in the ECU. It's because that's that's the processor in the ECU. So uh, what you're saying is exactly right. And the starting of the bike is something we work hard on. You know, and uh, you can buy a plug and play ECU. We offer two of them. You know, one of them is just for your everyday guy that has a mm-hmm. has a stock bike and just wants more out of it. You know what I mean? The uh, the second injector that you guys got going on that, is that a lot of just 250f stuff? Is that for those? Is that yeah, where, is that where the, you sell most of them? The you home, know? Yeah, we actually don't even sell at four or four fifty. It's kind of like a special request. Okay. if you had to do it, um, yeah, it's two fifty and three fifty for the KTM. Yep. Uh, almost every team we work with on two fifty side is using it. It's mm-hmm. really good. The Kawasaki comes standard. Standard with the on injectors, it, yeah. So it's yep. that's no secret. And a lot of other teams use two injectors. Um, whether they use our stuff or not, but right. the 450 guys tested it. It's just very few guys are riding a 450 to its full capability sure. and say, "Hey, I need more." You know, so but I'm um, thinking if somebody's listening, know, we, if somebody's listening to this and they, you know, they're an amateur rider on a 250F, like this is something the pro teams, the top teams are doing uh, with with everything, you know, but a Kawasaki that comes standard on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just an injector kit. It mounts in your air boot, mm-hmm. and we supply everything with it. And then, uh, you know, one good thing is all of our maps are downloadable on the website. So it's not like we don't charge you for any of that stuff. We're trying to be the guys that started Git in our company because Git is just a product of Athena. They're all from the sport, so they understand cost is high and everything else. So all the maps are free. We have a Wi-Fi com, so you can you can adjust your map if you want from an iPhone or an Android. You can run like a full diagnostics of the bike, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. So if you have a bad sensor, TPS sensor, it tells you that map. So all that stuff's pretty cool, you know. With just moving with technology, that's the way everything's going these days: smartphones and, and apps and everything else. So I've ridden, uh, you know, it, I've ridden some dual injectors on 250s, and it's amazing. Like yeah. I had some dual injectors on the Yamaha's that I tested recently and man, there's so much bottom end on those things. Like when you put that in there, I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cause I mean, you're, you're essentially just feeding it double the fuel, you know what I mean? And, yeah. or, or, you know, you can 
you can spray each injector. We can adjust all that stuff with our software. So uh, it's it's pretty cool stuff, man. Getdata.it. That's the website. How's the how's the uh, get get stuff for KTM's? <laughs> it's good. I mean, I, I would say our. I mean, I don't want to say any of them are are way better than the other, but we have the most experience with KTM and Yamaha, um, just because we've worked with those teams the longest. And you know, the the reason we work with teams is to collect data. And so you can make the retail product better. It's, it's like the OEMs do. So we've worked the longest with those two teams. So I, I would say that we have a really good base for those. Um, for us, the the main goal now is to to sell the, the ECU to the retail side and not have to worry about remapping the ECU. You know, so they can buy it from their local dealer and not All have right. to worry about it not running. Well, you Ke- know, so. uh, Kiefer uh, loves KTMs now. He rode a, he rode the race replica bike, and he's going to do Loretta's on a KTM <laughs> now. And he's all about KTM. Oh yeah, I want to get a get on there. And he used to is. be about a Yamahas, and he used to be about Hondas, but now he switched KTMs. <laughs> so <laughs> you're a KTM guy now, huh? Wow. Yeah, I was switching. <laughs> he's like Caroli, bro. He's the same as Caroli. He's, he's going. He's gunning for for that. Um, hey, and so what of Caroli's going to win the title, dude? He looks good. I hope he does, dude. Really? He looks good, dude. I know, but Geyser. I've been keeping tabs on some of this MXGP stuff and watching the pre races and and yeah. what, dude. Crowley looks better than I've seen him in a long time. I'd be stoked if he did. I'd be stoked. He, he, these other guys. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a I know it's a pre race thing, but like, yeah, these dudes are. He gets good starts all the time. These guys have to catch him, and he's just so tough to pass. Kaiser crashes so much. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know how he can put it together. No. And it looks like Hurlings is going to race, but he's hurt. Right. Yeah. He had surgery. Only yeah, other so guy that kind of looks good, be- Dan, is uh, Van Horbeck. Van Horbeck looks pretty good, and yeah, Fevre is okay. Yeah. Dude, Van Horbeck's not on the level of those guys. He's good, but he is not Dude, Geyser, looks- Fabra, Caroli, Hurlings level. Uh, you, know? you watch Van Horbeck. Oh, the opener. The opener's next weekend in Qatar. Yeah. So, um, Dan. So what do our- real That's not a real race. No, I know. That doesn't really count. No. I know. It's a joke. What, what do our listeners yeah. got to do if they want to uh, take advantage of this deal uh, from Get Data? They can either email you or, or they can e- email me. Uh, it's uh, what, what would you think is best to email uh, you? Yeah, email me. You use, a, email me. use the contact form on pulpamex.com. Okay. goes right to me, and I will pass it on to Dan at Get, and uh, you guys can try the system that many, many teams are using, whether it's in USA or in Europe, and uh, and you can look at their products at getdata.it. It's English, though, folks. Trust me. Um, you do have a photo of Stu on the website. Maybe Stu. Yeah, the, the website we're we uh, we're building a U.S. website right now. It'll be done shortly. But Stu, and we can send him a direct link uh, did, to go there. Did you get well, Stu, Stu Honda? The, did you get Honda? Stu was actually get. <laughs> did you get Stu some Honda stuff? Stu was our first guy in the U.S. I know. And did you get Stu some? You Honda know, stuff? I'm not talking about this. I think you that did. means yes. Oh, no, listen. I know <laughs> Stu has been accumulating Honda parts. I know from other people. Really? That are like we've sent him parts for Hondas. Nice. So if the seven comes I back, did, I did go to I did go to Stu's house on Wednesday. Okay, uh, Malcolm looked great. Uh, he did. He used our launch control, Malcolm, and uh, and I am saying Malcolm and, and Malcolm looked really good. Was James riding? Does Just the, tell us this. Does the seven look like me or like <laughs> Kiefer? What right. does the seven look like? <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't look like either of us. Uh, <laughs> well, you're you're sort of fit, Kiefer. I hear you. <laughs> I hear, I hear we might be seeing him back very soon. That's what I'm getting told. Yes. Oh, it's coming back. I can't wait. It's going to rain red. <laughs> I'm in, dude. K- 
Can he? Can I don't he, care if he wins. I just want to watch him ride. No, me too. I'm with you. I, I, I hope he's in shape, and I want to watch him ride, and that's it. And I just don't want to see him uh, eat shit. Right. Thank you. Yeah. So that's it, all. it does give me anxiety watching him ride, though, nowadays. I have no idea why. I just get a little scared. I don't know what's going to happen. Dude, I think, yeah. if he, I think if he lost weight, it's still there. You think it's the weight, though? Yes, yes, I do. Yes. Why? Trust me. You put weight on, you get a little slow. <laughs> Your reactions aren't the greatest. He's still got the talent. I don't know. Talent. You look at these guys. Even like Barsha, though. Barsha missed six races. I mean, I've seen Barsha preseason. He was in great shape. He went overseas. He won races. He only missed six races. He came back this weekend, and, I mean, he was a disaster, right? Like, I mean, we can all agree yeah. he, was, he crashed, like, six times it's not that easy to come back and get into race pace it's just not you can't miss races and just come back i mean even trey trey's doing really good from what yeah, i think been, yeah, i mean yeah. i think trey's yeah. doing good but i thought barsha would be better than i think he got 17th or 15th or something this weekend you know i, I figured just, he'd be better than that i just want to see Stu jump something and then stick his leg out before <laughs> he lands and then do that thing i just want to see it i like it i want to see Stu. i i agree yeah what do you want to see him do? Steve? I want to see a th- awesome. But- I want to see a thirty-foot wall Daytona, and he pre-jumps off a breaking bump and right over it. Fucking OJ's the shit out of it. Just pre- <laughs> uses a little tiny breaking bump, goes rap. Oh, over the thirty-foot wall. Yeah. Or I want to see him launch off the fucking thing. No, and- no, no. I want him to hit the breaking bump that's six inches high. Yeah. Compress. And yeah. Yeah. And then clear it right over the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And then just miss the top of the Aren't wall you by. Scared though, if you- No. If this is what we want to see. And so- and somebody like I don't know Dean Wilson or Bogle passes him at some point, like in a heat race or something. He just freaks out and and maybe tries to go way too fast. Like well, we don't want I mean, that. I'm scared for that. Honestly. We don't want that. I'm gonna just block that out if that happens. What do you want to see him do, Dan? <laughs> I would love to see him come back prepared and and like really prepared, like take this serious. That's what I want to see. So, like, sit out but this year and then come right next year? Is that too long? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I just don't see how you can jump in in the middle of the series. And, and I mean, I don't know. And we can all agree he's not going to ride outdoors, right? Let's just worry about some supercars races here, Kiefer. <laughs> one at a time. One at a time. Just one scrub, Bubba. Just one scrub. Uh, all right, everybody. Dan Truman from Get uh, on the line. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. You can get Get at BTOsports.com, BTO too. All right. Can you not, Dan? You can. Yeah, you can. Um, you can. Uh, yep. Thanks for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, email me, everybody, if you want to get a little bit of a deal from the folks at Get. Please try it out. Uh, good. Their, their ECU system, their launch control system, whatever you want. The second injector, if you want to go big in the 250F range. Uh, again, uh, Cooper Webb, Reed, JGR guys. Uh, every team in Europe but uh, Honda, I think. <laughs> what do they uses, run? Uses Get. They got their own stuff. Mm. But um, you, got, you got Cowie teams? You got a Cowie team over there. I think. Uh, we have the. Yeah, we have. Uh, don't run logos. Oh, okay. Factory but, KTM uh, team here running. <laughs> Steve, no factory KTM no. team here does not. They use they use factory stuff from Australia. Oh, okay. It's very political, isn't them it? And, Dan? Them and Dan, it's very political. It, it isn't is. It? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy because we work with a lot of the OEMs. We build gaskets for a lot of the OEMs, and we actually do the OEM ECU for some of the KTM street bikes, um, which is a, a large part of our business. But mm-hmm. uh, it's so it's so political, man. It's it's crazy. I mean, we make a lot of other products like wireless hour meters that work off vibration and things like that that are awesome products for anybody that rides. That you know, I want like, to put that. Do you think else. about if you had those and you were a, 
when you were a mechanic, you know, running those wires to the spark oh, plug on the four stroke. God, I hated it. You know? I hated it. Oh. I want to put an hour meter somewhere. A wire, a wire, and then a zip tie, and yeah, <laughs> the it was vibration. A, it was a mess. Put that hour meter on you. You can't. Yeah, I got a funny fairy, fairy story from the weekend. Mm. You would laugh. Uh, he, I was with Chad, and he came up over to his truck, and he looks at Chad's bike, and he's like, "Oh, blue wheels for the weekend. That's pretty cool. Those look nice." No. <laughs> 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 you just noticed that Chad has blue wheels. <laughs> that is Tim Ferry in a wow. nutshell, right there, folks. Right there. Wow, blue wheels. Just absolutely clueless. He's like, Those look pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <That's awesome>. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey Dan, are you racing Daytona? He has no idea. No, no. I'll be at the bar. You're not gonna. Yeah. You're not gonna do the RC be, thing again. Truman is the one who told me that that was no. that was like Dan. You were the one saying that was just kind of a ridiculous race. Well, it's it's the race is tough. First of all, the plus thirty class is a BC class. Ricky and his people won't change it because oh. they say they're only going to make it a BC class. So you have to ride like I have to ride like pro class, which is really dumb because I'm not a pro. Um, and it's just dumb. So and then you get like the race itself is pretty cool. Anybody that can ride a normal class is great, but for me, I'm not going to battle with a bunch of sixteen and eighteen year olds. I'm not. I'm not about that. <laughs> So instead, I'll be at Razzles drinking with 30-year-olds. Nice. Or maybe 18-year-olds. So. Yeah, either one, right? <laughs> All right, Dan. Hey, thanks for your time tonight. It's late where you are, so I appreciate you uh, coming on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Thanks, buddy. And uh, so you'll be working here at Get. No, never at Get or Athena, for that matter. Uh, we'll see you Friday at the Arena Cross. Can't yeah. wait, bud. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. See right, Thanks. Dan Truman, everybody, from Get, getdata.it. Uh, can we do that before commercial or no? Okay, we're working on something for commercial, real quick. Um, so yeah, this this, this get stuff is pretty good, legit, and a lot of teams use it. And if you're thinking about uh, helping your bike out, uh, look for look for the ignition. Get a pipe. It's good. Get ignition. Pipe and ignition makes your bike really really crisp and fun to ride, or more fun, I should say, if you have fun on it. Or, right or more fun. More fun. Um, hey, also to the folks at Racetech, Racetech suspension, valve jobs, porting, honing, decking, and more. Whether you're looking for a rebuild or a high-performance upgrade, Racetech's engine service department's experienced staff and state-of-the-art equipment have you covered. Give Racetech a call. Mention Pulp Mex for a special discount. Get your suspension service. Get your motor done. Get anything like that. Seals. Seals. Get your oil Machines. changed. Oil changed, right? Yes. Uh, Ten hours. All right. Is he there? Fifteen. Hey, Cole. Yeah. Sorry to bug you again. Cole Seeley back on the line. Adam Ektignap wants some Kanye Yeezy shoes. And <sighs> shit. And, and and the Adidas guy gave Craig some and he's freaking out on Twitter. How can he get shoes that I don't know anything about these things, but he said to ask you. Uh, um Well, I've only gotten one pair. Actually now I've gotten a couple pairs of them, but they yeah, they're Kanye West signature shoe or whatever i'm not a huge fan of kanye <laughs> so yeah um i don't really yeah what size I you wear i eight and a half oh here um, i can work but they they're really really next to impossible to get okay because they literally sell out like as soon as they drop um i get them very rarely but it, it, I I couldn't get him any to, to answer your question. But that's what we, yeah we were it, working towards that because a seven deuce deuce apparently this is more important than practicing or or, or riding or anything to him <laughs> to get these shoes. So tell him to go tell him to get Adidas Nomads. Those are way cooler. 
Adidas Nomads? Okay. Yeah, they don't have Kanye's name attached to them. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm with you on the Kanye thing. Like, I think the guy's a D-bag. Right, but, no good. I mean, Christian Craig was showing me these shoes. He was super pumped. I'm like, yeah, bro, they got weird numbers on the side. Cool, right on. Um, <laughs> so you cannot get the 7 Deuce Deuce any year. It's super rare, just impossible to get. Yeah, it's super rare. I mean, the guy, um, his name's Al, who goes to all the, they're not all of them, but a lot of the Supercross races, he's like, He's the nicest guy in the world, and you never like think he's in like a really cool position at mm-hmm. at uh, at Adidas. But he goes to a lot of races there last weekend. So yeah, I mean, if he ever goes to one, I could always introduce him to Adam. Though, oh god, Adam, get the connection Adam, going. Adam would, he would freak. freak. Out. Yeah, he'd lose his mind. He's freaking out he's, on, he, on Twitter right now. Tell him, tell him to tell him to hit me up at uh, in Seattle. Okay. All right. A little, little bit away. We'll do. Thanks. Sorry to bug you, but we had to get to the bottom no, of this. You're, you're good. Okay. Thanks, Cole. All right, everybody. So there we go. Adam. Yeezys. On, you can see him on Twitter? Anything that? God, they're ugly shoes. I guess. I don't know. Oh, you, I, I don't know if you had it in front of you. No. Twitter open. He, he's losing his mind with Antonovich. They're going back and forth about these they're so Yeezys. Disgusting. We got to go to commercial. Just get some cowboy boots. Be done with it, right, man? Yeah. Colorado right. color, co- uh, cowboy boots. We're done with Facebook Live because we're going to get deep, deep, yes. deep into stuff when we come back. Yeah, e- you like either, that? either about Minneapolis or... Or Kiefer after dark. We've got a lot more segments going. I, I know I did the race tech Sparks. read. I'm going to do the race tech read again uh, when I come back. We're going to read some emails. We've got your question of the day. Lots of shit going on. If you guys are on hold right now, stay on hold. We'll get to you. But for now, we're taking our first commercial break. Yes. Thanks to the Facebook Live people on RacerX Online. We really appreciate it. We're listening to this commercial. We'll be right back after this. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com, they make much more than just moto gear, mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. 
The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years' experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go PulpMX17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines. Great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulpamex 17 gets you a discount on their engine services. Whatever it is, rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi. 
Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. 
Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro Launch Start device 
radiator saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit pivot works has what you need to get your bike or atv handling like new for a fraction of the price of the oem parts if you race ride for fun or just like restoring bikes like mathis pivot works should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement after almost 20 years of business pivot works is still the leader in oem quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits and PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride, hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers one dirt rider, more dirt power rider. and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support.
Nintendo. Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Chris Kiefer in studio from Dirt Rider, Dirt Rider Magazine. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, Race Tech, Race Tech email segment. Racetech.com, Pop Mech 17 is the code. Love all the pulp stuff, but they had to send a special message of support for the Privateer Island pod. First time I listened, I loved it. What a great perspective of the sport is a whole other world down there on the island. The sport needs more of this, and you are doing it a service. Thanks. Keep up the good work, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Alex Ray and Clay Payson. I listened Clayson. to that. It was pretty good. Yeah, those guys are funny. Pretty good stuff from those two. Yeah, I know Alex is good. Like, he's always good when we talk. He's funny. Next up from uh, uh, from Brandon. Um, hey, Steve, I know a lot of amateurs and privateers will be heading to Atlanta next weekend. Your show reaches a large crowd, so please announce on the show Monday that anyone going, please do not leave bikes in the back of trucks or unlocked in vans. I drove to Atlanta last weekend to sell a bike, and the guy scammed me and almost stole my bike. Yeah. yeah. 12 o'clock boys are coming Yeah, watch for those people from Brandon. It's got a good point. It seems like every year. Is that someone, sketchy pits there? Or someone no? stealing. Uh, yeah, the pits, the pits are supposed to be guarded, but. The dudes are probably in on it. The guards. The homies. It's an inside job. Yeah, probably. Uh, next uh, email from uh, Adam. Dear Steve, have you ever listened back to one of your shows? I think it might be a good idea because it is turning to shit. Wow. You have to mention your sponsors at every opportunity you get. It's beyond a joke. Thank God we can fast forward the 15 minutes plus advertising segments of the show, but we have to put up with the other thousand times you mention your sponsors throughout the show. You have told us that the show is doing well and you're making a lot of money. So I don't know why you have to ruin the show with your stupid mentions of sponsors every two minutes, Adam. Well, don't listen, Adam. Racetech.com emails. Racetech suspension. I think the mixture's fine. We do have a lot of guys and we do plug a lot of shit, but... Who cares? It's a four-and-a-half, five-hour show. You're going to listen to it for 20 seconds. Who cares? And if you got to go through the commercials? Yeah. Where else are you going to get this content, people? Yeah. Nowhere. Exactly. Uh, this is from Nicholas. First up, I live in France, and I've been listening to the show since 2011, and pretty much learned English thanks to you guys. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Watson, Watson taught him English. Would it be possible to have a podcast with some GP riders once in a while? I remember one with Caroli back in the day. It was great. A lot of anecdotes and inside stories. There is no such media like yours in Europe. I can't stand MX Large. And other medias are just copy-pasting press releases from teams and manufacturers. I understand it's not so easy during a pulp show with different times between the U.S. and Europe. Uh, thanks for the show and the ton of archives. Uh, yeah, we can send you some stickers, uh, Nicholas. So I'll get that email to you. Um, check out MX Vice. Those guys are on it. We had Lewis here at the last show. He was good. Um MXVice.com. They, they do a good, good job there covering all things in Europe. And I agree. MX Large is... Is that Jeff? Sucks. Yeah, that's, that's MX Jeff. So. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right, everybody. Let's get to right to our first up. He's our, uh, he's our fly racing guy, former German Supercross champion, two-time Montreal Supercross champion, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Seven. Quick email for you from Ezra. Hey, Steve. I'd like to thank you for the content. Um... Will Honda be looking to fill Kenny's spot on the team? If so, will they look outside the States? I'm Australia, and like you with Canada, I am biased to Australia. I heard you talk about Freddie Noren could be the guy to get that spot, but I believe that there is three guys in Australia that would do far better than Noren in Dean Ferris, Todd Waters, and Kurt Gibbs. What are your thoughts on this? What do you tell Ezra, JT? Like, first of all, I don't think those three guys he mentioned, 
Ferris, Gibbs, Waters are beating Freddie Norn in the American Motocross Nationals? Uh, they, they could. I think they definitely could. But they were. Uh, did you watch those guys in uh, Italy or Italy when we were just there? They were really good. Um, but I, I mean, those guys are all under contract in Australia or overseas. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're going anywhere. You know, other than the series they're contracted to ride. Me, uh, yeah, because let me ask you this. What about Supercross? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put them in Supercross. Let me well, ask Supercross you. Supercross not going to happen. Okay, l- let me ask you this. All right. So, Honda fill in pie. Mm-hmm. How much is Norin for the summer? How much is Shorty for the summer? And how much is a third rider unknown or not going to fill the spot? Give me three percentages: a Norin, a Short. And a unknown slash not going to fill in at all. JT, go. I'm going to say Norin at 50. Mm-hmm. An unknown or not fill at 40 and Shorty at 10. I was doing the same thing. Okay. Shorty's not coming back. I talked to him about uh, it. He, uh, said, he said it's not out of the question. No. Dude, he's in full adventure mode, man. He's ready to go to rallies uh, and shit. I, I mean, I've, I've worked with him two last weekends in a row and driving around in a car all day. We talk about all kinds of stuff. It's it's not impossible. Hmm. Um, I don't think he wants to. Yeah. Like, uh, money talks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, 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 I think they fill it in with Norin. I don't think they just go Cole Seeley all 12 rounds. Well, I think the smart move is to do Norn. You know, I don't know how HRC runs these days. Maybe it's a different outlook than it was mm-hmm. you know, in the past years. But I think it's it makes the most sense because he could put another Honda inside the top ten uh, outdoors. Yeah, for sure. I would just – yeah, I guess. I just – I would think they'd want to get someone outside. I mean, they've done the Norn thing already. Mm-hmm. So I'll just I – so I guess – I guess what are the goals? You know, if they just want to get another Honda doing well and testing and all that, I think that Freddie's the guy because he knows the program yeah. and he, they're comfortable with him. Um, but if they want to win races or contend for podiums, then I, I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe they have to look outside the country because there's not many guys capable of that that don't have a deal. Flyracing.com is Jason Thomas on the show. Brought to you by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. That's for you, Andrew. The commercial mentions. Um, Panic button for for Chad Reed JT yet or no? No, because I don't think there's expectations of a championship or anything at this point. So um, just got to figure out what's going on. I mean, his starts are terrible. I mean, he was literally last place going into the first turn, and then he fell over onto the hay bale. So the riding's not perfect. I don't think anybody would say that, but. I mean, the starts are putting him in such a bad spot. It doesn't matter how he's riding. A mm-hmm. um, couple of fly racing questions for you, JT. You want to get to those now or you want to get to those later? Uh, sure, sure. I'm just along for the ride. All right, let's get to Nick then. Nick, you got a, a helmet design question for Jason Thomas. Shoot. Yeah. So, um, first of all, big fan of the show, you guys. Uh, Thank you. Um, so, I've always, uh, I think it's because I've always worn like showies. I mean, growing up to racing, everything else. And recently, I've been kind of looking at, you know, leaning towards different helmet brands due to, you know, safety issues I've seen throughout, you know, the years. Um, I don't, I haven't ever heard, like, a solid reasoning on why some helmets might be safer than others. Because I know showing they ever change 
anything since like '09 when Fly, for instance, you guys are always updating designs, uh, makes helmets safer. And you see a lot more pros now, you know, leaning towards helmets like that and stick me, for instance. I didn't know, you know, uh, maybe where you guys have gone uh, to get, you know, helmets to that level. Well, um, yeah, I guess basically, I don't know if you how much you could hear, JT, but um, the Fly uh, F2 carbon helmet with MIPS, a lot of people are, uh, MIPS is an outside organization that has developed a safety system for helmet, and Fox is MIPS, and uh, Fly is MIPS, and there's certainly some other stuff out there. I don't think Showy does it. Does Showy, Showy no use MIPS. it? No, no MIPS. Nope. But it's, it's been proven to work. It's, it's good technology. Uh, you know what? It's such a, and JT could probably elaborate more on this because he probably knows a lot more about it, but. I mean, I got my concussion in a showy. I mean, and what from what I yeah, gather, hold on, from yeah. what I gather, low speed impacts because it's such a hard shell. The showies are not very good. High speed impacts, they're better because the shell is harder. Um, so I don't know. Like I said, he it is an older technology. It's still one of the safest helmets. It hasn't updated its its uh, design. And these other companies, you know, such as Fly and other using MIPS, they're using other designs, so uh, it's it's tough to say, man. It's it's all relative, I think, how you crash and you know, and, but there is there is a theory to every you know, everything they say. I mean JT, you get this helmet question at every stop you make, I'm sure. Yeah, it's obviously uh one of the most commonly asked questions in, in a dealership or by a con- a consumer. You know, like you said, it's every time you go into a dealership these days. Uh, and yeah, I think, uh, you know, a lot of companies have safe products. I, I really believe that. Um, but I know that every company is also working on what's next too. Um, not only are the helmet companies coming out with new products, but there are independent companies that are building, uh, things you can add to helmets and new ways to work with helmet companies. So I think, uh, I, I think you're already seeing some new items come out and I think you're going to see even more of that over the next say three to five years because even if you have an idea of how to make a new helmet, it takes years to develop that and test it and get it into production and make sure it's actually going to work before it ever hits, you know, a a shelf. So I think uh, even for Shelly, for us, for every major player, I think uh, there's, there's new products on the way. It's just uh, a time consuming product, especially when you're dealing with safety items like that, you have to make sure you get it exactly right. There you go, Nick. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Okay. Well, awesome. I uh, really appreciate the insight. And uh, love the show. And Kiefer, your uh, After Dark always has me uh, rolling through the MR. Thanks, man. Yeah, we got some more. Stay tuned. We got some more coming up here on the show. So. All right. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Appreciate it. Um, JT, we also got a voicemail for you about a, a fly raising question that I don't know exactly if you can answer, but uh, let's give it a try. All right. Hey, I got a question for JT. I would like to know when the spring line of the fly racing gear best gear out there bro is coming out with their vented line because i'm a customer that would like to purchase said equipment so if you could get jt to answer that that would be great and also i'd like to say that travis marks is mvp of the crew and other than that have a great day and safe travels goodbye folks okay first of all the mvp like the most valuable player. Most valuable producer. Okay. Maybe that's the case because he's the only one. Right. But why would you sell – why would he be the MVP? Now, he's done a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Travis Mark's done a great job. Mm-hmm. 
There's problems with the app. We're working on that. He's done a great job. Okay. The guy who calls the riders and has the equipment and does the show and created it would be more valuable, though, no? Player, yes. Producer, no. He didn't say whether it was player or producer. I feel like it's meant to be producer. Then he is. JT, spring vented fly racing gear. When's it coming out for that guy? Uh, it's always Daytona. So uh, the riders will wear it. It'll be available in dealers, all that stuff. Oh. Everything is always uh, Daytona. So the series yeah. starts at Daytona and the spring vented gear is available in Daytona. <laughs> <laughs> sure, well, you can go with that. And it's always kinetic uh, vented, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's a kinetic match line. Yep. I don't think I'm going to Daytona this year. Really? Nah. Flights are expensive. I think I'm out. Who's covering for Pulp? I don't know. Nobody. For you. You. You, you don't go. You went to St. Louis and you, you're out. That's it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have time to go to Daytona. Uh, JT, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the 250 finishing order from Minneapolis this weekend. And I would like you to give me on a scale of 1 to 15, 15 being Tim Ferry, the greatest rider ever, um, their rankings from the main event and what you saw. You were at the race. You watched the whole main event. All right? Okay. Joey Savacci. A plus. 1 to 15. Oh. Um, 15 being the highest? Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, 15, 15 being Tim, Tim Ferry. Ferry. So that's got to be the highest. The highest possible level. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I should go either way. Um... Savachi, I'm going to give a 14 and a half because he didn't have really a great day until the main event. Okay. Uh, Jordan Smith. Uh, man, he had a really rough day. I mean, he got he was like 11th in practice and the 9th in his heat race. So I'm going to say like a 13 because the main event was a huge turnaround. I mean, that was very unexpected, but he rode spectacularly. All right. Zach Osborne. I'm going to say a 14, uh, third. He was better than third place, so he, that was a bit of a letdown. But the rest of his day was amazing. I mean, he was he was great. He was I, he was the fastest guy uh, of the day, in my opinion. Uh, I agree. Uh, Savachi won, and right. props to him. He's got the points and the money. Zach Osborne is coming. Right, he was. He is coming this week in Atlanta, and I don't know if anybody can stop him. He looked. He looked really fast. He looked in shape. He yeah. got up. He looked fast. He was fast in practice. Like, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen that kind of Zach in a no. ever, ever. No. Well, it's the same thing for Zach, isn't it, though? I mean, it's bike problems and little little tip-overs. Those are the things that hold Zach back, typically. Yeah, he's right. JT's right, but also I feel like I see more speed, obviously, out oh, of him. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah. Absolutely, you're right. He was the best he's ever been. I'm just saying he's just got to clean that stuff up. And the bike problem is not his fault. I'm just saying it's, it's yeah. all part of the package, though. Right. Uh, two more guys. R.J. Hampshire out of 15. Uh, I'm going to say a 12. No, I thought I thought fourth place for R.J. was great. That's mm-hmm. the best we've seen him ride in a really long time. Adam Cincerillo. I'll say a 12. Uh, wasn't he? Wasn't. Uh, Flashy, I didn't think. He had some good laps in practice, but uh, I think he needs some stability and consistency and some results. So mm-hmm. fifth place is, is a good start. And as he said, Justin Hill was fifth first round. So yeah. take it forward. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is this AJ? AJ. I'm still here. 
Bro, yeah. you've won yourself a fly OGO travel bag because you've been on hold for three hours. Holy shit. So congratulations. Hey, I've been listening to the show for three, 300 hours, so you, that's some fun to me. You win a fly um, OGO travel bag. What's your? You have a points uh, something or another. I forgot it was so long ago. What's going on? Yeah, so um, while I was on hold for three hours, um, I came up with something. So uh, obviously winning the championship is off of consistency. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and me personally, I think the racing is too long with these time, like these time uh, heats and semis and main events. Mm-hmm. So, um, besides like the, you know, how you get first, you get 25 points. Yeah. And then I think it's like 22, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How come they won't do like Olympic style points? Because like that would make the points like at the, at Vegas, like way, way closer. Um. Yeah. Like, what is Olympic? So it's f- one, two, one, three, four, 25, five. Yeah. Twenty-five. Is it like that, or is it like twenty-five, twenty-sixteen? Top three. No, like no. One, two, first, three. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Lower score. And then is- just suppose you do make a heat, but you don't make make the main. You still get twenty-five points. Oh, you're gonna do the heat races in- included. Yeah, because like, well, kind of, sort of, because it's like if you don't. Okay, so if you get first in, in the right. main, AJ, AJ, just so stay on hold. Travis, get your information for the for the backpack. All right, all right, thanks. God, you waited three hours, and you're just gonna do that to me? <laughs> I didn't. I don't like any of that. All right, yeah, I don't like any of that. What he was going down the road about counting points for heat races. <laughs> Sorry, AJ, but you got a backpack. You lost him at heat races. You got. You lost. I, I don't mind giving. I, I'm. I've said it before. Giving a guy five points for winning a heat race. I'm fine with that. How do you feel about opening a briefcase for your starting position? <laughs> Not so much on that. <laughs> they got rid- they got rid of that though. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that was. They needed Howie Mandel. If they could have got Howie Mandel <laughs> to announce the races, it would have been perfect. <laughs> it would have been the- <laughs> um, perfect. Uh, JT, big discussion earlier in the show about Ryan Dungey and how he's just terrible. Um, not terrible, really. Huh? Not really, but. A lot of discussion about Don. I wonder why he won't come on the show. I know. It's too late now. The, the bridge has been torched. Um, but it is interesting. You, you, We did a Racer X wrap-up podcast uh, yesterday, um, and, and you know, you're know you firmly in the, count, in the camp of something's wrong. Something's up. Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe that. I have never seen uh, the things that Ryan's doing and suffering with as far as going backwards and he just had nothing left at the end of the main event to fight Marvin with. Uh, I've never seen that from him. So to me, when you're doing something abnormal, you, you know, for your whole career, he just, he's never been that guy that's going to go backwards. Uh, I would, yeah, I think from all the races we've seen so far this year, he's, he's looked a little off. His time qualifying is not good. Um, he hasn't been really good at the end of races. He hasn't been good. And, well, you know, other than Anaheim, too, he really hasn't been the fastest guy at any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's abnormal from what I've seen. So, yeah, I, I would think something's a bit amiss for, for Ryan right now. One thing for sure, it's not his bike. Kiefer rode that race replica KTM right now, JT, and he is all Orange Brigade. J- JT would be on board with me. I know he likes the bike. Oh, I like this. I liked the stock one last year. So, right. yeah, I, I just think he's, he's either sick or he's got something going on. Um it's just not the, the Ryan Dungeon we've come to know. It's something a little, a little off there. And and he and you know, he's not the one guy to blame his bike ever. He never blames no. his bike. Nope, nope. Uh, TC, what's up, man? What's going on? Thanks for calling the show. Well, 
I was really kind of intrigued to you, you know, last week or whenever it was when Weege was on, talking about this whole coaching deal. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really good idea because, you know, growing up around the tracks and stuff, my dad owned a track for years. You know, you see a lot of kids that, you know, their parents aren't involved in it, you know, don't know anything about it. They go to a dealership. Some dude sells them on, you know, a 450 or something that a kid can't ride. Mm-hmm. And they come out and they get hurt. And I think it'd be good to have some of these guys given some guidance, you know, where, where a shop could say, here, talk to this guy. And maybe they could point him in yeah. the direction of, you know, like a 125 two-stroke or something like that. And I kind of felt like it ties into what, you know, Emig was talking about like last year about how there's no kind of in-between bike between an 85 and a and a big bike, and we need to make some changes there. So like this kind of all ties in together a little bit. Yeah, uh, Feld Motorsports is working together, you know, trying to get people to ride, get people in motorcycles. And like you said, uh, they're trying to get like an, a, co- a motocross coaching association together, sort of certify these people, help the dealerships point people, get people on motorcycles. But TC, like to your point of the, the jump from an 85 to a 250F, you're, you're absolutely right. That is big one. But that's not changing. You buy a KTM or a Yamaha, and most of the Yamahas sell out, so you can't really find those too much. They don't make them very much. So then you're on a KTM 125, and then if you buy one at full pop, which is seven grand, eight grand, then your kid goes to the race and gets his doors blown off because everybody's on the 250F, and then right. that's a circle where the kid's like, I hate this bike, and it's slow, and I don't know how to fix that uh, that part, what you're saying. But the coaching association and the helping the dealerships, I'm down with that. That's a good idea, but I, I agree that no, jump I, is huge, but I don't know how you'd fix that. I agree. You know, the, the system is kind of broke right now. I think there needs to be more more class for the smaller bikes and for the 125s and stuff like that. You know, I'm, my kid's on 65s right now, and I'm, you know, I'm a big proponent of, dude, you're going to ride a 125 for a couple of years because if you can learn how to go fast on the 125, run with these guys, it's going to make you a better big bike rider. It's funny because uh, I just yelled at my kid on Sunday pretty bad. I chewed his ass. Um because he's on a YZ85, and he pins it, and his technique it has not caught up with his throttle hand. And I tell him, hey, go park it for a bit and think about what you've done before. Because you crash, and these crashes are pretty good. Like, I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's going to really do himself good one time. Um, and they, we need more people like, hey, you sit these kids down and say, hey, your technique needs to catch up with your throttle. Because all these kids are just you know holding the throttle wide open. These bikes are fast, and their body's not ready for it. Well, even like, uh, and thanks for your call, TC. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yep. I mean, JT, you've talked about this, like uh, Mitchell Harrison and um, this Nick Gaines. Um, I'm trying to think of some other guys. There's a ton of them, and I don't know why they're escaping me right now. They're fast as shit when they're out there by themselves on the track, mm-hmm. and they can scrub anything, JT. They can scrub the tiniest braking bump. But racecraft and, like, skill, like, these guys are sketchy. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of these guys that are they're really good, but man, you watch them ride, and and it's it's just a matter of time for when they're gonna crash. I mean, they crash pretty much every race, you know. And that's uh, there's a there's an expiration date on you know every time they go out there. That's scary because you're you shouldn't be crashing every time you go on the track. Yeah. Look, look at the guys, Dungies and and you know Eli's, and they don't crash. You know. Yeah. They, they push the limit, but they don't make huge mistakes and they have huge crashes. And I think 
for those guys, I know they're under a lot of pressure to perform, and they're worried about getting a ride and all that stuff. But, man, I just uh, worry about these guys suffering big injuries because they're trying, they're riding over their head sometimes. Yeah. What would you do to your phone? It sounds all weird. That's speaker life. Oh, you speaker life? Oh. Um. All right. Suppose, I lost my train of thought. Okay, let's get into this. Truck Hero, a supplier of premium vehicle accessories made in the USA to outfit light trucks and SUVs from bumper to bumper. Truck-Hero.com. Proud sponsor of the Auto Trader JGR Suzuki guys, of course. Uh, from the inside of your vehicle to the outside, Truck Hero has you covered. Here is the Truck Hero question of the day. The MVP yeah. of the show has, a, has the question for us. Let's, let's see how good it is. If he's so good, this should be a bitchin' question. Pigeon. It's not gonna be that good. You're the MVP, bro. Hey, not my words. Um, biggest, biggest surprise and biggest letdown in the 250s. East Coast. East Coast. Uh, yep. Kiefer. Biggest letdown, Christian Craig, for me. Biggest surprise would have to be Jordan Smith. JT. I think Christian Craig's the obvious one, but I'm going to go Amart just to be different. And I'm going to say biggest surprise was R.J. Hampshire. I don't know if Jordan Smith and R.J. are for real. Like, I got things happened that gave them those finishes. You know, the jo- co- Jordan's been a good starter all the time. Yeah. He starts great. I just need to see another race yeah. from both of those to be like, ah, they're great. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. JT, are you with me on that? I want to see another race. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah, for sure. I think uh I think both of them rode incredibly well, but look at Jordan's day other than the main event. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a lot of mixed mixed results there. My biggest surprise and again, I don't want to jerk this guy off. Or maybe I do. Yeah. Osborne. No, I agree. like yeah. he was really he was good. Great. Great. We, we knew he was good. We didn't. He was really good. He's ready. He's fast. He's blowing. Like Reslin even said, look like Osborne could just go by anybody, no problem at any time. On a track that was tough to pass. Yes. All right. And so, dude, it blew my mind that I heard on. I I thought he's won a race before. No, he's never won. He's only won one moto. I've got it. I'm thinking to myself, man, he's never won a freaking Supercross. No, he won. Remember, he won a bunch of heats last year. Right. Yeah. He's gotten seconds, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But no yeah. wins. I'll yeah. be damned. So that would be my biggest disappointment. I got to go with Craig. Yeah, I mean, he had the fastest heat race. Yeah, he killed it in yep. heat. Do you hear about the AMA, what the AMA's done like three times this year, I guess? What? So they're timed races now, right? Yeah. So they're, they're different amount of laps. Right. So the number one heat, the fastest heat gets the number one gate pick. Okay. Right? Yeah. But if you're in a fast heat, you do more laps. Because you get to the finish line sooner. Right. So, like, Craig's heat, Craig was faster. Okay. Did one more lap than Savachi. Right. But the AMA scoring is just total time. So it looks like oh. heat two is slower. Oh, God. Yeah. And no one adjusts. They just Are say, you yeah. Me? You just say, yeah, you could go ahead. Savachi was faster. Mm. Like, what the hell is going on? What's up with the different riders if you're in heat one and you're in semi two? I don't understand that either. That's evens and odds in okay. 450 class. Okay. Yeah, even finishes are one JT or odds. I don't know. Do you know which which way it goes? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I know for time qualifying, it goes uh, second fastest goes in the first heat. Two and three go in the first heat, and one and four go in the second heat. 
Yeah, but I mean, um, for the uh, semi lineup, it, everybody who's oh, yeah, I don't know. in the, two two, they had it all figured out. <laughs> Seven two two's had it all figured out. He said he would finish purposely. It's weird because it wasn't like that before. If you're uh, in heat two, one, you'd be in semi no, one. Uh, it's been that way for three years. Has it? Yep. God. Um, all right, so that's the truck hero question of the day. Not a bad uh, question, MVP. Good job. Thank you. No, no problem. You're I welcome. feel like I feel like my questions are always something along those lines. Uh huh. I got to mix it up a little bit. But it's, but you're being, going for the low hanging fruit. But being the first race of the East Coast series, I figured it was suitable. JT, have you heard about the Lit Kit nominees for for tomorrow? Uh, I have not. Justin Barsha, Zach Osborne, and Jordan Smith. All right. <laughs> Has Fly won one this year? No, no. 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 Uh, he seven deuce deuce went with the pink grips that Barsha used as the topper. They matched the All pink right. on the gear. They, so I did a best dress from uh, New Mexico, if you care, JT, and Fly won. So stuff why New Mexico. Yeah, Heron Hound, National Heron Hound, off road. <laughs> okay. Sweet. See, you sound like Thank Mathis. You. you know what? Suck it for both of you guys. Who won it, Brayback? Uh, yep, Brayback won it. X brown goggles. Yeah, no. See, there you go. Choice JT of, knows more than, than Mathis. That's choice good. of champions everywhere. X brown goggles. All right, buddy. Uh, JT, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I'm good. Did we I miss anything? I'm sure we missed something. I mean, I've only been on for ten minutes out of a five-hour show. Well, I you want to keep you want to stay on? You can. I know it's late where you are, and I apologize. All of our guests were East Coast, so. Yeah. Did I, did I miss anything? Anything come to light? Nothing yet. Nothing yet, no. You want to stay for Smack for Dark? That'll be good for you. Keep for After Dark. No, we got we got lots more to talk about. Pookie's going to give us her Minneapolis Supercross report. Can you make Oh, that should be good. <laughs> People are on the edge of their seats waiting for that. Pookie's 2020-year reunion. There was, a, there was a tweet for JT. About, oh, okay. Let's uh, let's hit it up. Uh, from Ron Smith. JT, how do I get a Benny Bloss spec jersey? This, oh, yeah. I want to ask him. Good the question. standard length won't stay tucked in, and I end up looking like an old, fat Jason Anderson. That's a good one. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we do anything special for him as far as, like, sizing. So uh, I don't know what this gentleman particularly looks like, but... Uh, I should say, Tuckin, our jerseys are pretty long. Yeah, I mean, Blosses. Yeah. Blosses big. Dude. Only thing I know with Fly, if I wear light hydrogen, uh, when I wear grip, have gripper seats, that my light hydrogen will, will kind of pull down and my, my jersey will come untucked. JT, uh, the, where do you stand? Look, you're a man of fashion. I don't really necessarily agree with your hairstyle, but okay, I'll give it to I you think that that's good. the style. And, and I'll give you that you dress nice and, and does. you change your clothes in first class and all of that. Where do you stand on these Yeezys shoes that Adam Antonap is freaking out on Twitter about? Uh, I'm not personally a huge fan. Uh, I know Pete Fox is, is on that program now. I think he's CEO of Yeezy now. Uh, so that's cool, but I don't know. It's, it's definitely a fashion thing. I don't, I'm not a huge Kanye fan. So Kanye being the owner of it pretty much just taps me right out of it. Cause I think he's <laughs> a whack job. So it doesn't matter how good the shoes are. You're out. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I have no time. I have no time for Kanye. So, okay. Um, yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't think they're ugly, but I don't think they're anything to be excited about either. So whatever, but they seem to be a big deal. Well, maybe I'm just too old. Maybe I'm too old for it. The Etinab just tweeted at Kanye West that he's trying to get them. God, so, so that should work, right? 
I mean, they're really expensive. Are they five hundred or a thousand? Uh, they I don't know. Whichever of those numbers they are, that's that many numbers too many. Right. Yeah, really, right? All right. Um, JT, what happens this weekend in uh, in Atlanta? Like we got the uh, we got Marvin Muscan passing Dunge and getting second. Marvin might have rode better this weekend than he did in Dallas. Seriously, right? He rode great. Came back from pretty far back too. Like I feel and Tomac's like. on a roll. Yeah, I think if that race goes twenty five laps, I think maybe Marvin wins. He was coming. Yeah. So what happens this weekend? Like, is like, are we getting another one two from Marv Tomac? Like, if, we're gonna have our NFAB fantasy podcast here, but do we start putting Marv and Tomac in some order of one two? I think so. I mean, they were they have been the best two guys uh, for quite a while now. I would even say that that Marvin was the second best guy in in Oakland. You know, his his results weren't great, but he was riding phenomenally. He just was in the back, so. It's been a trend for a little bit here. Um, I, I would say until Ryan sorts out whatever he's got going on, you got to almost put Marvin and Eli as your top two. Um, the only trouble with that is they've shown some inconsistency. So if they don't stop giving Ryan this cushion, you know, with Eli I'm getting a tenth or a DNF and, and Marvin the same thing, um, I would I would definitely say they're the, the fastest one and two guys right now, but. Uh, they've got to sort it in week in and week out right now. I predict with the arena cross on Friday and it being Atlanta, this is going to be the hardest dirt we'll have yet. It's going to be used up. Yep. It's already not soft like it used to be. It's pretty hard base, pretty dry. Now we're going to have two lanes of it on arena cross on Friday. Yep. It'll be hard and slick. Glendale? I think it'll be harder than that. Glendale started out really wet, you know? Yeah, it was just muddy, but it was hard on Yeah. What yeah. will we see sparks this weekend? On the Tomac machine. Did you more than Tomac, that same spot there was sparks when the guys landing. I don't know, something yeah. was there. I don't There's know what rock it was. Or something. Yeah, yeah, rock or whatever. I know Tomac's been Steen's been coming out of Tomac's bike. I asked the Cowie guys about that a couple of weeks ago. They're like, Yeah, he's he's super hard on the clutch. So it's like that white smoke's coming out. I yeah, see it's, it. It's front crankcase pressure. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's coming out the breather tube or something? Yep. Okay. Yeah, and it's from him just abusing the shit out of the clutch, I guess. I'll be down. Yep. So, um, this is going to get interesting if Marvin starts beating Ryan on the regular. Exactly. Yes. And I think it's going to get interesting at the practice facility. Mm-hmm. So. Perhaps I go there, drop by. That would be grand. You're not even going to Daytona. <laughs> yeah. You're out. Well, maybe you stop by. What am I going to do there? Represent Pulp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna get the scoop. Hey guys, how's it going? You hey, I'm Scoops Thomas. I'm here to. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you anything you want to get off your chest right now? We did. Uh, we, hey, Cole Seeley did tell us tonight. Him and Anderson have talked. They're fine. They've been talking after the races. They both realized that each of them need to bury their beefs, and they have done that. Oh, is that on Keeper After Dark or what? <laughs> Where's that's pre-gaming right there. That's awesome. <laughs> I actually. <laughs> going on with those guys. I dropped that in on purpose. Uh-huh. So. Um, have, they, uh, have they been partying in Smeco together? <laughs> yeah, they're good, bro. <laughs> oh, JT. By ben. Every time freezes up front, I look down at JT in the press box. And he's, he's just shaking his head. No, he's he's calm. It's inside. He's he's keeping it internal. Was it at the heat race he was yeah. up front for a while? Yes. And he was blocking some a little ah, bit. Blocking or racing hard? I know. I, I, I remember the interview, and I'm thinking... 
oh, he's kind of blocking. He's got he's got to let it go, and he did finally. I'm like, oh man, he was uh, he was he was going for it. Yeah, yeah. should party more, JT and Temecula. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut on this one. I'll save it for our group text. <laughs> Jerk off. <laughs> that was a drop, everybody. That was a drop. That was not JT. <laughs> that was our MVP in the corner over there. Uh, all right, buddy. Thank you very much. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. Much more than uh, gear, uh, snowmobile stuff right now. Mountain Big bike shoes. Mountain bike stuff is great. I love it. I need to start putting my mountain bike stuff on again. I've been pedaling with fly mountain bike shoes. Have you? Oh, it's so good. Dude, I love the helmet. I love that yeah. helmet. You can adjust it, like ratchet it back up halfway through your ride. You don't tighten your helmet back up. I haven't had a carbon sole mountain biking, and now I have one. I'm like, oh, my God. You like it? Oh, yeah, it's good. Ah, there we go. Flyracing.com. Thanks, buddy. See you, guys. Uh, see you, see Scoops. <laughs> Scoops Thomas. Jason Thomas. Scoops Thomas. All right. Pookie's coming up here to uh, to handle some uh, uh, Minneapolis Supercross yeah. uh, race report as well as we have a um, – X-Brand Goggle Terrace. For right now, though, NFAB, JGR Suzuki check-in, N-Fab.com, probably built in Houston, Texas, USA, Jeep, truck, and SUV parts. They sponsor the NFAB Ampro Yamaha off-road. What? What's wrong? It's not there? Uh, no, it's there. Okay, M- go, to the, go M- to the USB drive MVP, and it's in there. It's, you know, go by date listed. It's up on top. Mm. I guess I didn't bring it up. There you go. NFAB, great guys, fantastic company. Uh, like I said, Jeep, truck, and SUV parts, stat steps, bumpers, light mounting solutions, all sorts of stuff like that. Did they so, say, I guess we're going to find out, Phil. You're going to find out from Phil, okay. directly from Phil. Got it. I called Phil. He uh, he racked himself really good, and he sounds depressed. By the way, I called Phil first, and he didn't pick up. What do you think his voicemail message is? It's no message. It's just an automated deal. Nope. Um, it's the super cross guy. Nope. It's his girlfriend. Okay. It's this. I'm not here. Leave a message. That's it. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's standard. That's yeah. actually more than I thought it would be. Oh, uh, it's just grouchy though. You didn't come up fast enough. So we're going to move on to this other segment for like 10 minutes. Okay. Pookie. So uh, Pookie, come up here and fab and dash fab.com. Here's a filthy Phil Nicoletti check-in. N-Fab.com, JGR Suzuki check-in. We do this every single week with a member of the team, JGR Suzuki team. And uh, Justin Barsha came back this week. And uh, as well, uh, Kyle Peters uh, filled in for Matt Pichelli on the on the 250 East Coast. But we had to, once the pain wore off, we have to check in with our buddy, one of our favorites at JGR Suzuki, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Phil, I don't know what to say. Man, I'm bummed for you. I think all of Pulp Nation is bummed for you. Uh, a bad crash in press day in Dallas, and you have a lot of issues going on. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, pain has not worn off, by the way. You know, it's, still, <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> Even worse, it seems like it's getting worse, obviously. Still, still waiting for surgery and stuff like that, and just trying to... Yeah, Get back to just recovering. Obviously, got a, got a hell of a road ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, it's a, it's a total kick to the nuts, and um, you know, but just just you know, you is what it is. It's a man versus machine. It happens. Death cross, kind of. Not really, though, because it really wasn't your fault. Like that's the part that sucks. But and that's also a part as a former mechanic that I understand. Like sometimes shit goes wrong. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it, you know it is part of it. Obviously, there's 
a little bit of a malfunction and you know but that that happens you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. just like um somewhere along the line something's going to happen sooner or later you just don't know where when or how it just it just happens and and it happened and it bit me but um you know i've i've screwed up enough in my <laughs> my career where it's been on me and you know what i mean it just um it just sucks that it's um you know, it's the type of injury that it is to the ankle and heel and mm-hmm. um, the amount of time it'll take to come back. But um, it's cool. Everyone's been super supportive on the team and been helping me out and checking on me. And, and they really do care about me. So it makes, mm-hmm. it, makes it a lot easier and stuff because they are actual friends um, of yeah. mine. Uh, so it's uh, so it's kind of cool. So it's like, you know, even though I'm here in Charlotte, which I do kind of consider home now, I still got a ton of friends around to help out and and wipe my ass if i need it you know so it's uh it's awesome but it sucks at the same time uh broken heel broken ankle uh tib fib issue right other ankle is yeah. also screwed up did i miss did i miss anything what's up with your arm yeah. what's up with your arm um no nah, my arm's still kind of jacked i don't know it's um i don't know if it, i haven't you know i haven't even got an x-ray yet you know because it's such a you know my my ankle was dislocated and shattered my heel into eight or nine places and I broke the bottom of my fibula. So that was like the biggest issue, just getting my ankle put back into place. Um, so they did a, they did a good job on it. Um, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. waiting to see, uh, one of the better, uh, which best specialists in the, in the country here in Charlotte. Um, so I'll meet him tomorrow. Um, and I think it, uh, yeah, try and come up with a plan to have surgery. So there is there is, hasn't been a, a big rush on the heel to get it done mm-hmm. because obviously kind of got a little slowing down and yep. um, they had to do surgery to put my ankle back into place because they they tried uh, you know three times to get it in but they couldn't. So oh geez. Um, so since they went in and cut it and obviously caused a bunch more swelling, uh, they wanted to wait a week or so to do heel surgery. So. Um, yeah, at this point in time, it doesn't it doesn't matter if I come back at the end of August or mid September. You know, yeah, it's kind of yeah. Your seventeen is a wash. Yeah, your seventeen season is done. Yeah, yeah, it's it's shot, but you know, and I've, it's hard because I'm gutted because I was you know enjoying the process of helping develop the, the Suzuki and mm-hmm. kind of getting into a flow better, getting used to the bike, and having our best result in Oakland and. You know, even Phoenix is really good the week before that. It was actually doing pretty good. And, and I was really looking at riding the yellow bike outdoors um, and progressing it last year. And it's just like, yeah, just a massive blow to the nuts now. So, and, and the worst part is, is now in Charlotte, it's 75, 80 degrees, and I got my door open and people <laughs> out running and cycling <laughs> and this guy. And I'm just sitting in the dark in my apartment wanting to. <laughs> Well, you can't turn any lights on because that's money. That costs yeah, money. Yeah, I can't turn any lights on. I'm just like can't turn uh, the TV on. Nothing. No, I know. It's like talk about rock freaking bottom. <laughs> um, yeah. How do like, you how do you get along? How do you get around? What do you do? What do you have? Uh, so I got this little scooter and um, I kind of paddle my paddle my ass around with. Um, I, did I say pat my ass? I meant paddle my <laughs> ass around. So, but actually, it's a lot easier because, like, I can't use crutches because my wrist. Yeah. You know, it's just a, oh, it's a, it's just a pain in the balls. But 
Um, actually, Mac is here. She's helping me. So, well, wow, that's good. Cooking me, yeah, cooking me dinner, and you know, basically all the shitty stuff that I should be doing. So I pondered off on her for a little bit. Hopefully, I can do it for a while. She's a saint, I tell you. She's a saint. Yeah. Um, that's why everyone keeps telling her, but I don't know why. I mean, it's not like that hard. I'm not that hard to deal with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, two in that rhythm section, you go two, two, and you were doing the next three. It was a pretty basic line. And I'm guessing, so you go two, two, you get on it, malfunction, and then you jumped off, sort of? The front end dies and yeah, you jump off? Is that. Yeah, you know? I just, you know, I did. No, it kind of just threw me off because it's such a fast like, okay, transition. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it honestly happened so quick, and, um, you know, I don't really remember it. Um, yeah, like, I, I didn't hit my head or anything, but I was just in, you know, I knew my, my ankle was shattered, and I'm laying there on the jump, and obviously it's in press day, so everybody stops, and they're sitting <laughs> around. And, uh, the EMT guy, like, I don't know, you know, they're just, you know. Yeah, local guys, right. And, yeah, yeah. And, <clears throat> You know, I'm sitting there, you know, leg on top of another, and we all kind of laying there, got my goggles off, and he's just like, oh, we can go in that medical trailer, you know, the asterisk rig, and take an x-ray of it. And I was just like, listen, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, de- I definitely cursed at him, you know. I was like, I know this thing is shattered right now, so I'm not even going to waste my time with the trailer. <laughs> Put X-ray. me in the friggin' ambulance and bring me to the hospital. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, we, um, we got big problems going on right here with yeah, me right now. Like, right. Oh, I know. And, like, it, and it sucks because it didn't it didn't matter what kind of boot I had on or anything. No, it was, no. It was going to happen either well, way. Here, you know what I mean? Like, here's the thing, though, too. Like, sometimes, guys, that happens, and you downside a jump, and you roll. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. Sometimes there's some terrible yeah. things that happen, and guys just get so lucky. And other times, oh, I'm yeah, guessing, just you know, out of it. you yeah. hit the Which face of the you know. third one or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yep. yep. Which I've, I've been there. I've, you know, endoed and just cleared the landing and kind of get away from it. And the mm-hmm. bike misses you, and you're just like, holy shit, thank God. You right. know what I mean? Yep. And the worst part is when the bike tags you. You know what I mean? Uh, um yeah, most of the time you could take the landing, but when the bike's falling after you and mm-hmm. chasing you, it's just like, please, baby Jesus, don't let it crush my ass. <laughs> you know, and yeah. sure enough, it comes after you and it hits you, and it, you know, yeah. it puts you in your place, that's for sure. But I'm just like, it's, it's yeah, so it sucks. Like an injury like yours or even Roxanne's, you know, um, you more so you because it was a bit of a malfunction, but you realize mm-hmm. the thousands of moving parts on a motorcycle, every jump, you realize that, look, like, literally supercross racers, it, it, I know this, and you know this, and our listeners know this, but mm-hmm. it, your crash brings to mind, like, that jump is so easy, that 223, and how many times was it done on a Saturday at Dallas, and no one had a problem, and everything else, but it, you realize how delicate everyone is from being seriously hurt, and how dangerous supercross is, you know what I mean? Like, you take it for granted, but then you had a malfunction, and, like, dude, you're out for the year. Kenny was jumping that jump all night long, and he's got some – he's in a bad way right now. And you, you realize, yeah. like, fuck, this this, this, yeah. this race is, you know. This, yeah, no, it's, it, it's hard. And the average, average viewer doesn't, like – don't get me wrong. The 223 – three is super it's still very technical like even on press day we're all pretty 
not really sketched out, but the landing, you know what I mean? The distance wasn't bad, but the landing, the the cost of error, if you were to case it or OJ it, you know, it would have been game over, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can either be, you know, if you're four, four inches too short or four inches too long, you know, it makes a big difference. You know, if you watch Josh Grant at Press State Phoenix, like he was only four, five inches too long, you know what I mean? And it causes, it wreaks havoc, and it's just mm-hmm. kind of like. No, I know. Ah, uh, yeah, and, you know, and when the dirt's super hard and, you know, it's just it's not forgiving. Your body can only take so much, you know. And obviously if I could have stayed on the bike, you know, I'm a fan of staying on the bike. I don't right. try not to bail. You yeah. know, obviously I got I bailed because I didn't, you know, I had no other choice. It put me off. But, mm-hmm. you know, if I can case a jump or endo and have the suspension or even the front tire take up a little bit of the impact rather than it going to your wrist or your elbow or your leg, like, I'm for sure going to take that chance, yeah. you know? Yeah. Let the bike take a little bit of the give, you know? Yeah. But no. Other than just my body, but it's just your body. It's you have a slim chance of getting out of there alive. (laughs) (laughs) We're not alive, but safe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it's, you know, I've been pretty fortunate. Like I've, I've went a long time without many injuries, you know? Um, you know, and then, you know, I filled in for JGR for a long time, you know, and, um, it's just kind of just, it's just ironic. Yeah. It's kind of sucks. I'm bummed about the whole situation, but, um, it's cool. I'm going to have to try and find another hobby here. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to try and maybe go to Atlanta this weekend, but really? I, oh, I geez. Handle it. Yeah. yeah. I was maybe going to try, but. I was thinking maybe if Toyota had a suite or something, and maybe I could kind of just hang out up there and you know and take my medication and, <laughs> and enjoy it. Yeah. Get there just for the night show, but then I was thinking I'd rather just watch it on my couch. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Um, so. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. N-Fab.com, JGR Suzuki check-in, N-Fab, uh, Jeep, truck, and SUV parts, custom-built in Houston, Texas, USA. Thomas and the boys at N-Fab, big part of Filthy Phil's program. For this year, yeah. and hopefully oh, yeah. next year. And yeah, I'm gutted because he was there too. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, uh, yeah. It's, yeah, we we, it's, we spoke a little bit. We spoke a little bit in Dallas about it. We're yeah, it's very upsetting. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the good news, the, the the silver lining of all this injuries, Phil, is maybe you can come to Vegas and, and host the co-host the Pulp Mech Show with me. Absolutely not. <laughs> Damn it! No, nope. I'm, <laughs> nope. I'm not going there for that crap. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's fly all the way cross country for a radio show. Well, I mean, you're a huge Vegas fan yeah. also. You love Vegas and everything, <laughs> SoCal and everything. Uh, maybe if you give me Weimer's money, then maybe I'll think about it. <laughs> You've turned Why it down, bro. For... Hey, don't eat too many pain pills either. Don't eat those pain. Don't start eating those pain pills like no other because that's bad news, too. Uh, uh, I'm going to turn them like candy. You know? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to get off them. You know, as soon as I get my surgery and I can try and get this pain where it's just not throbbing every you yeah. know two hours then i'll be okay but um yeah that's that shit's poison so i gotta mm-hmm. get off it as soon as it but i need something to be able to help sleep because i don't yeah. sleep at night and it's, right. oh, it's miserable man you know yeah but no dude it's we'll see just uh wait till 2018 i guess and 
redo all this again. You, uh, you know? like I said, you're really hurting my content, my Pulpamex content. Our listeners, we want to hear from you each week. We want you to, you know, get updates. And now this, now this, it's yeah. terrible for us. Also. I, yeah, I know, I know. I feel terrible, but <laughs> maybe it'll help out Bad News Phil a little bit more. You know, yeah. um, give him some content. You know, post some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go. Um, but, awesome, Phil. Well, yeah. thanks thanks for taking the call. And Fab, JGR, so no you can check in. Uh, and by the way, too, Pike out. Michelle, got hurt for the year. Barsha's been out. Like, yeah. the whole team is just, Jake, this has just yeah, been amazing. Jake Jard is back this past yep, weekend. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's kind of kind of bummer, but, you know, um, yeah, I, I feel bad. It's just like, so now if it's not one thing, it's another, and if it's not that, it's another. It's just like just constant downward spiral. But sooner or later, it'll, it'll come around. You know what I mean? So um, just keep plugging away. That's all. Yeah, that's so, all. That's all you really can do. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, well, thanks. Exactly. Uh, thanks for letting us know what's up. And uh, this is the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in. Thanks, buddy. And yeah, that's yeah, fab.com, yeah. Houston, Texas, USA. Great trucks, uh, Jeep truck and SUV parts. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mex Show presented by BTOSports.com and uh, Pulp Mex. Boogie's, Boogie's here. Hello, hello. Yeah. What's up, What's up Pook? What's up? Pook Nation. How are, you ta- are you talking the first way or the second way? First way or second way? Oh, Voice volume level. Right there's good. What? Right there's good. She's fine. I had to adjust your volume, and you said you were loud, so I backed it down. Then you went, hello. and I, I didn't say anything about anything. She's, what, I'm what, winded because I just ran I got somewhere. You. Go ahead. Great radio, you, bro. What, here, here's what it came. Here's what, here's what happened. Hello, hello. And then it went, hello. Oh, and then in his own mind, he said, I have two volumes, right. and then asked me about it, which I had no idea. Cause it was audio in, perfection. It was only in his own head. Audio perfection requested. Uh, Brian, what's up, man? How are you? I should say brain, but I'm not going to do that. What's up? Uh, you, hey, man, it, it, it's your world. I'm just living in it. You call me whatever you want. All right, brain. What's happening? That's right. Um, hey, quick question for you. I, I didn't tell Travis this. Take like five seconds. So the guys like Gaines and um, and Mitchell Harrison that you brought up, where do you see this? I'm, just from a visual sense, obviously I don't get to see it in practice or anything like that. So where do you see um, the sketchiness taking place? Is it rhythms? Because those good. They're pretty good in outdoors. Um, um, yeah, just you... just whoops, rhythms. You know, they okay. they get sketchy with other guys. They they swerve. They they get sideways. Um, you know that okay. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured so. You see him um, clipping. You see him clipping like the front end clipping in a rhythm. So. Oh goodness! Yeah, that's that's not good. Okay, I don't even have to ride a motorcycle to ever know that. Um, so, um, Dungey and Zach uh, on the two opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, with Dungey, you got to think about though. <clears throat> you got to know who's behind. You got to know who's behind you and who's chasing you. Um, and there's no consistency uh, because so uh, what's Tomac down? Twenty four points. Yeah. So he would have to win eight in a he'd have to win eight in a row and Dungey to finish second. Good luck with that. I get a I get a better chance of I get a better chance of making a main this weekend. Never having written no never no chance. You, you can't even see Brian, and you never win the motorcycle. That. There's zero. That's chance. what I mean. Tomac There's has a better no chance of ripping off eight in a row. Not much. No, he does not. Oh, Brian's no the, the blind guy. Yeah, Brian's blind. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, that's me. Um, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I. What's that? He could have a DNF though, Dunge. That's right. Um, yeah, well, if he was on a Suzuki, maybe. But um, <laughs> tell me the last time he hasn't had one in the KTM. But then with 
And uh, just so you guys can get on to bigger and better things, how long do we give Zach? I mean, with the pa- on the patient's monitor because yeah, he was fast in practice, and he didn't have a good heat by the way. I know JT said he had a great day all the way around. Heat was terrible. It was like fifth. Um, oh, how he, long do we give second. him? He got second in the heat. Who did? Checkmate. Checkmate. Yeah, he passed okay. Reslin on the oh. last last lap, two corners to go to get second. Oh, okay. So how long do we give him though? On, um, on he's gonna win. He's gonna win. He's gonna win a main. Wow. Man, yeah. This long? is this is this is it. If he don't do it with Baker's it? factory on a factory husky, he's gonna win one. Okay. He looks really this, good. This is it for him. He, is but I, I think he's in, man. He looked great. So. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, so. I don't know. I got you, fellas and ladies. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, so, Brian. Yeah. Enjoy it. All right, Th- thanks. thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, also, to uh, my buddy Kurt's here from Winnipeg. My buddy Kurt. Your battling buddy, yeah. Hessian, ex-Hessian buddy. You know what uh, a Hessian is? No. Like a rock and roll, like heavy metal. Yeah, that's a Hessian. That's what uh, we called him right, back okay, then. Okay, all right, well, cool, cool. Right on. That's, that's super weird. Um, all right, buddy. Xbrandgoggles.com. Xbrandgoggle check-in. Let's do it. Tear-off segment. Not X-Brand check-in. X-Brand check-in. Check-in. What is this your first show? Yeah, it's called the X-Brand check-in. I just oh, changed your name oh, okay. right now. <laughs> Jerk. X-Brand tear-offs. Choice of champions everywhere. Alex Ray. Uses X-Brand to get right in the main event. Brock Tickle, Fast Freddy Norn, just some of the guys that use X-Brand. X-Brand Gary goggles. Sutherland, off-road. Gary Sutherland. Ricky Brabeck. That's right. Off-road. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Use code PULPAMEX17 when you're checking out to save at xbrandgoggles.com. Brand new goggle out now. Kiefer continues to shit on it, but it's getting rave reviews by everybody out there. These questions are submitted by a Swiss Corps. What? I'm so rattled right now. These questions are submitted by a Moser. Wow. Your buddies really got you fucked up. And his buddies. I like Dick Cheese. (laughs) And they are to be answered in a rapid fire (laughs) question. I'm going to regroup here. I got lots on my mind right now. And he's eating a bunch of dicks. <laughs> the Hessians <laughs> comment threw me for a loop. The Hessians? I, whatever yeah, the Hessians, that was. exactly what I said. These are uh, questions by Moser and his buddies, mostly his buddies. Rapid fire is Swiss core. 30 seconds or less. x brown goggles, the choice of champions. They're for Pookie, me, and Kiefer. Let's do it. Kiefer. Yeah. Have you ever tested quad parts, and is there anything you would pass on testing? I have tested quad parts in Kentucky. We used to ride in Kentucky and test quad parts, and there's probably not really much I wouldn't test. You got money? Kiefer will test it. Yeah. 12 seconds. Good job. Pookie, if you won't give up your first-class seat to a Supercross main event winner, who would you give it up for? I would give it up for Steve's mother, which I have done before, and for Steve. Wow. Which yeah. I have also done before. 6.8 seconds. Yeah, uh, Tomac, coach, on yeah. the way back. Yeah. Dude, LaRocco, right back to coach. Oh, yeah. John Tomac, I see. Yeah. right back. Uh-huh. I'm like, this is And you is guys are up balling up in front? Yeah. Do you ever just like, give them the nod when they go through? And you're, no, I don't. Keep keep on walking. <laughs> I keep Dude, walking. Dude, they were like, cut. Steve's like, this, these upgrades are kill or be killed. Because I'm like, this isn't right. There's like seven Cowie guys up here in first class with us. Right. And then Eli and his parents and Loraco are just like heading on back, back to the yeah, back of the bus. Yeah, beat it, beat it. And I'm just like, wow. I don't think Tomac would even if Pookie came back and say, "I want the be- you to have the it." The best was Tomac had a real bad race last year, or I think it was bad. I don't remember what, exactly what happened, but there I was, right next to Eli. <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> Grab a seat. Let's talk. 
It was awesome. <laughs> He's like, fuck. Oh, dude, talk about what Heather was saying. Yeah, that was right. one of the times. That yeah. was one of the times where Eli's like, anybody but that loser right there. Uh, all right, so yeah. All right, next question. Heather. Wait, these are for Heather? Yes. Oh, I didn't oh. know that. Oh, let's turn her mic on. Oh, I thought you did. My bad. No, I did not know we had questions for Heather, but that's good. All right. uh, Heather. Keep, keep Moser's creepy buddies. <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Describe GL in one word. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that word on the air. No, don't say that word. Just oh, you already talked about. Well, this. say the word that you would say before you met him. That what was your? It's two words, but he was your hall pass and for the longest time. Oh, oh he a, well, he wasn't a hall pass, but he's hot. Yeah. Yeah. She had a thing for GL, and I was a little nervous on the way up here. I was like, that and I was more nervous on the yeah, way home. Yeah, see the accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Brownie's accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you. Okay, turn her mic off. That's enough of that. <laughs> Steven. Yep. Are you just going to keep talking about asking DeCoster what Dungey's deal for next year is, or get us some actual answers? I'm going to get you some actual answers. I've been going by. I haven't seen him. I'm going to talk to DeCoster, though. <laughs> Jerk off, Moser is. Kiefer. Yeah. If a PC writer oh, wins shit. the Lit Kid Award, does the entire team win? Yes, because they won the best dressed. So the whole team got best dressed. Mm -hmm. There you go, Mitch. You're welcome. 6.5. Pookie, what was the highlight of your first ever track walk? Um, Right at the end, we're about to exit the track. Jeff Emick is there. He sees me, and then he sees Steve, and he walks up to Steve like, oh, hey, and then gave him like the old fake off and gave me like a super big hug. Nice. That was smooth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Heather. <laughs> He's already laughing, so it's got to be fucked. I only saw, like, the last two words of the question. That's yeah, all I like... needed. Um, out of all the riders currently racing, who do you think is the most well-endowed? Oh, nice one. Oh, most well-endowed. Well, Factory Phil is retired. Right. So. Mm. And there's a few other ones that are not racing that I know are. Right. Mm. 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 He gets rapid fire here. We got Oh well, I gotta think. That's a that's a big question. Just uh, go yeah, for it. Big, big. Thought into that one. Maybe Chad. Good answer. Twenty point five. When they got that swagger, you know they got a big one. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. <laughs> like right. John Mayer. <laughs> Next question. He has a big one. You know he does. All right. <laughs> let's, let's wrap this up. Steve. Has to. <laughs> if Craig had hired Swink, do you think his results would have been better in Minneapolis? Uh, yeah, Minneapolis. Uh, nope. No, I do not. I don't know if Swink makes the flight. <laughs> so. Kiefer. Yeah. 2017 Factory Edition KTM 450 or 2017 Honda 450. <laughs> you have to choose one. Uh, yeah. You're Orange Brigade now, so you know what you're picking. Yeah, bro. <sighs> You and Sleet Dog. Right, as of right now, I'm going KTM. God. Nine seconds. Wow. Shocker of the night. Pookie, what was the best dressed female at Mini? <laughs> um, you know, I didn't really see a lot of people. She made a couple of skank comments for a couple of females. I'm not going to say their names. but Redheaded monster girl. Yeah, dude. But they're dressed all the same. I know. But the red hair made her pop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was money. Redhead monster girl. Yeah, I didn't really see a lot of people, but um, I'll say, yeah, Ray. Okay. Ray W., the red-haired monster girl. <laughs> Heather, if you could set up Preston on a blind date, who would it be with? 
Oh. Blind date. A blind date. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of your crazy clients. We don't have. No, because I already tried to hook him up with one of those, and it didn't go well. Oh, yeah. So. Has he got a chick or We no? tried. I, I think he might have one. He's not telling us no, about. No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. He doesn't. Okay, Pookie knows. 25 seconds. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Steven, given the limited amount of dirt, are the Dirtworks guys just screwed with these timed mains? <laughs> I mean, kinda, because you can't only you can only do so much on those. They don't, you know, with the with the work they have, they can push it over and everything else. But that, it's down to the hey. ruts, real short, real quickly. So, um, yeah, I think so. They can need. To, I've been saying it for years. Buy more dirt. It's the most expensive part of the track, so that's what they're trying to do uh, to save fun. Buy more dirt. I like I like Jimmy's interview. Jimmy was heated. He was. Yeah. Yeah, he was heated. Yeah. So. That's it. X brand. Yeah, it's, it's playing the thing, but there's no sound. Mm. That's MVP. all. So we have no sound? Uh, I guess not. Oh. MVP. Try something else. It might be. Oh, Pookie's foot. Okay. Ah. Maybe. No. No. Because I can see it. The, this. The, the, the yeah. sound wave is going on this here. thing. There we go. Stop touching it. X brand goggles, choice of champs everywhere. All right, Pookie. So Minneapolis Supercross. My, I'm your, back. Your I was first, back. Your first ever Supercross was Minneapolis. Yes. 19... In, ever in my life. Yes. 1996. 19... 96. Yep. And now you were back. I was back in a big way. Track walk? Track walk. My she, first time ever. She was very excited for track walk. She couldn't run it. She ran up the finish line. Couldn't quite make it. It was slippery, you know, wet. Mm -hmm. And then a hand reached out to me, a very strong hand. <laughs> who was this? I don't know. I didn't know who it was. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, John Tomac just helped you up the start. It's John uh, Tomac. Like, uh, oh, no wonder it felt so strong. Yep. John No, that's Pookie. I don't know if he did or not. Nice people, the Tomac. Yeah. So. Um, and what'd you think? I thought I felt you were bored during the racing, bro. The clothes pits threw me off. And the it was so hot when we first got there in the morning, and I was wearing my jacket, and I was turned into a sweaty pig like in the first five minutes. And it was hard for me to cool down, so I felt like I was sweating the whole time. So I was like uncomfortable <laughs> mm -hmm. a little bit. During track walk and all that. Yeah. 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 Did you wear... And even like after when we went upstairs, about, I'm like... Bro, you you bro down with Georgia because they were in the privateer pits. Yeah. That was cool, that privateer island. It kind of made me feel sorry for those guys, though. <laughs> like, they're at the highest level racing with, you know, Ryan Dungey, and they're like... One guy came over and, like, borrowed a peanut butter sandwich from Georgia. Oh, like, man. he didn't even have any food. <laughs> it's Privateer like, Island, bro. These guys. Just they just scavengers, like, like coyotes. <laughs> like, bags of bread and bananas. And, you know, they spread their yeah. peanut butter with, like, a tea handle. It's right, like, right. It reminded me of being with my high school boyfriend when he used to race, you know. Just, really? Yeah, we needed, yeah. Yeah, yeah really did? Okay, yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, being in Minneapolis. SoCal hole. <laughs> being in Minneapolis reminded me of all my girlfriends I've had over the years. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's awesome. Good, good. <laughs> Go then. Fine. I'm going. Uh, I've already gone. <laughs> I'm going. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the, you got your sticker Pook Nation on, on Seven Deuces Front Fender. And? And he was stoked on that. And he got just scooped right into the main from the semi. Yep. That's what mm -hmm. happened. So yep. I'm going to be, With the Pook I'm sure Nation sticker. Alex Ray's going to be wanting one of those stickers. Clayson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. You guys right. need to get on that Pook Who Nation. was the guy that you just met that you liked? Is there somebody this that. Weekend? Yeah. No. Oh. Four years ago. Yeah, this weekend. 
So Minneapolis. Just met? Yeah, like there's somebody you met, first time met that at Minneapolis that you're like, yeah, that guy's cool or that girl's cool or whatever. No, but I talked to Cade and Alex more than I did when they were here and it right. made me really like them. Yep. Alex's story about the KJSC when he, he was seven years old. Yeah, he was in the KJSC. Getting a kiss on the podium. Did he win? He got third. Nice. He went, for the, he went for the kiss from uh, Oh, they asked him. He said, I want the kiss. Said, Do you Jamie. want a trophy or a kiss? Yeah. He said a kiss. From nice. Jamie Little. He yeah. was already a pimp back in the day. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, And then, uh, so the track walk was fun. The jumps are big, right? Big. Huge. Bigger than yeah. you. Yeah. Sticky, wet, and doesn't look like that, really. But I had my <laughs> Did you wear different like shoes? I had, I had my new Hilfiger boots on. So you wore that whole day? Yeah. Oh, shit. I you did. didn't change out? No, because they look kind of like moto boots, but they were r- kind of rubbery. And then okay. I'm leaving after the last practice. I'm like, I got to go to the pits. I got to interview Dan Bentley from Honda. I got to get scoops. You know yeah. what I mean? I yeah. got to kind of be a pain in the ass to people, get coffee. You know how I do it. What my, right. what my deal? I'm like, why don't you come down with me? She's like, no, I'm good here. Just over it. And I'm the like, reason well, why is because there was no open pits, and I had seen them earlier, and the trucks were really close together, and I knew he was going to be going inside the trucks, uh-huh. and I don't like to, even though he said I can come in with him, I don't right. like to be that girl. You know, right. I don't want to be, like, in there, in the way. So I just stayed upstairs. See, I like that. I like that, that your woman respects the fact that you get your shit done, and she's not going to be on your, 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 your pocket hanging around with you, and, you know, she would take, do her own shit by herself. You do your shit and you come back. Right. right. Yeah. I like it. Yep. Skip Norfolk talked to me for a while about my story. Yeah. Race Rex story. Skip and Jeff, they both really liked your story. Skip said he read your story twice. He did. The 1401 McGrath thing. Nice. So, um, but they were in it, so that's why they liked it. Yeah. Um, and the racing itself, what'd you think? Yeah, the racing was good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Press box life? Press box life? Press box life is sweet she went and got popcorn at one point she had a she had a ginger beer or something would you have it uh, apple ale apple ale yeah two some popcorn she's dialed she's got her ipad she's watching some makeup videos i think at one point <laughs> some point in, in not the, during in, the racing no but at some point up in the yeah. press box um timmy sat next to us for all the first practices so that was like really good then she made up a sign for him because timmy said he was coming back up for the press box right she made up a sign reserved for the 99 super summer cross champion Put it right she like there. put it right there, but he didn't he come back came. up. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> but he's texting her. Yeah, Red Dog's texting her, right. not me. That's Asking right. him, well, like, I would, him. I would be too. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, Adam, you saw Adam Cicerillo on track walk. Yeah, I try to keep it profesh though because I knew he's like game face. Like first, yep. get right on the track. I don't want to be all okay. Can I get a picture? Like right first on thing, the okay. But first thing, DV I said got was, like money selfies on the track walk if I was. <laughs> If I was into the it, angle and everything, I yeah. kept it cool. DV took a selfie on the track walk. Yeah, but DV's not, you know, racing. Right. All right. But I saw Chad. I saw Ellie. Zach. I really wanted a picture of Zach because he looked really good. Zach Osborne. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. He's not pudgy and stuff. Nope. No, bro. He's ripped. Oh, he's, he's not ripped. He's, he's ripped, ripped, bro. He is not ripped, dude. He ripped? Serious? I swear. Said he lost 15 pounds. 17. Yeah, but I didn't think he was pounds. like chiseled. Uh, Bro, he good. he's the rock. We got to get a, a picture of the shirt off. He just like confident, cool, collected. Yeah. He's ultimate warrior. He talked to us for a while. 1995. Oh. Maybe not that ripped. Sounds gay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, he's he's good. Um, And then, yeah, so you had fun. We sh- I should hire Alden. How much is it? It's expensive, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't see you going to Florida. Just go to KTM. They'll hook you up. Yeah. Like uh, run laps with the guys. They bicycle more than anything. Yeah. You want a cruiser? You want a beach cruiser? I don't think that'll work. No. No. I wouldn't want to wear that much spandex. No. 
Not right away at least. Um, all right, went to dinner, Capitol Grill on Friday night. Took mm-hmm. you out to a nice dinner. Spent way too much on dinner. That was dumb. Nice dinner. No, what I mean. Uh, okay. Anything after that? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Um, That's a spearmint rhino on the uh, way to dinner. Don't throw oh, me. Just give it a little tip, the little right? tip to the hat. Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> they welcomed her in. They're like, "Hey, yeah. come on in." <laughs> um, all right, everybody. So, uh, also too, we have uh, this is a turn. This is a time in the show where we, um, if you have children around or whatever, mm. yes, put them away. Put the children away. <laughs> put them down. Um, Go in the other room. We do a Kiefer after dark little segment. So, just give you a little warning. Things get a little That's graphic right. sometimes. Yes. Is Connor okay with the graphicness? He's a big boy. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, just, just. I remember when he was a baby, and he's not a baby anymore. <laughs> Steve took him to the movies when he was four years old. And then Steve left him in the theater while Steve went to get popcorn. Like, <laughs> just stay here. Totally cool. Dude, he said he was fine. I said, hey, don't, don't. He's I said, stay here. four years old. He wasn't four. He was four. No, I think he was three. <laughs> That's even worse. Dude. I said, bro, hey, look, there's a huge line. we got to save these seats. Stay here, Connor. And Connor went, yep. That's what he said. Yeah. He said, yeah. He said, I'll stay here. I said, don't move. <laughs> Do you remember this, Connor? I'm out. I'm yeah. out. Yeah, all right. It was Toy Story, I You're think. You're set up to be a great dad. And I was like, man, father you, of the year dude. right there. So this is Kiefer After Dark. We got uh, some questions from people on voicemails. Got an email as well for you, Kiefer. All right. Uh, got a, one guy. is a couple questions, statements. You can leave a message anytime for Chris Kiefer, 702-586-7857. And he will always uh, try to help you, try to answer your questions because... That's what he does. I try my best. This is possibly the most into the show Kiefer will be all night long. Like, I straighten up. I'm, like, ready. Yeah. So, um, let me start with an email, maybe. Okay. Let's, let's do start this. with an email first. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, we can hear you. Stop. Stop whispering. Stop. People can hear you, you in the show. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> all right. So, this guy's anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't want to. Doesn't. Oh, he must have a big problem. <laughs> Not really. Oh. Uh, anonymous sent the message for him. And his email, this is... MVP would know this. What kind of email is anonymous at server at How do you do that? Wait, what? His email is anonymous at server-pulpamex.com. I don't know. How do you do that? I don't know. He hacked you. It's war games, isn't it? Like, like war games. How do you Pulp have Pulpamex? I don't know. I'm asking. Is it internal? Is this internal? No. Problem? Maybe it's maybe it from Swissquare. Oh. Maybe it's it from Russian. Or the Russians, oh, yes. Or it's from Marx. <laughs> or it's, it's from Marx. I don't know how that no, happened. No, it's definitely Shit. from Swisscore. Yeah. Or <laughs> Moser. Moser can't figure that out. No chance. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Yeah. What's your advice for riding in the shower? Me and the wife sometimes have a hard time keeping the proper lubrication going. Boom. I, dude, Duh. I talk about this all the time. No shower. I don't, no shower sex ever. No spa sex, no shower sex. You don't do no anything. No No finger bang, nothing. You stay away from it. And then there's a grace period when the woman gets out of the shower that she's still kind of sticky and like not ready for anything that you need to be doing. Give her 10 to 15 minutes out of the shower. Let her do her deal. Let the skin come back to normal moisture. Yeah, he moisture. doesn't like wet skin, I remember. And, uh, so just stay away. Yes. But honestly, the inside of a woman kind of dries out as well in the shower. So let them just get back into the bedroom for 15 minutes. And everything kind of calms down, and you're, you're ready to go. But I, I stay. She wants to take showers with me. I say no. Get out. I'm, I'm not doing it. No, he kicks me out. Yeah, He's okay. an asshole. Uh-huh. And you guys have one of those little tiny showers. Yeah, yeah. It's like a seat. 
it's rough go in there, but <laughs> but you can make it work if you want it to. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, stay away from jacuzzi, okay. shower, all that. All no right, good. there we go. Sorry, sorry, anonymous. Uh, all right, these questions seven zero two five eight six seven five seven for Chris Chris Kiefer after dark. Remember, Kitty, stay away. Hey, Steve Loger show. Uh, this is a this is a doozy it's for Chris Kiefer. <laughs> Kiefer after dark. So, Chris, I have a little dilemma. I'm, I was at a party recently and. I've been in a committed relationship for about a year, and I got really drunk one night and passed out, got sick, you know, the whole night. And I'm going in and out of sleep, and uh, my buddy's girlfriend comes over and puts a blanket on me, makes sure I'm comfortable in their house, and she gives me a kiss on the cheek. Mm. Now, is that a sign? Do I confront my buddy about her, or do I talk to her about maybe a little something-something? And what do I tell my girlfriend? Any help would be great. Thanks. Love your show. Keep her. Keep it real. All right. This is this is good. This is easy. Dude, I think this chick's into me. <laughs> Dude, no, that's not. She's not into you. No. No. You stay away from You don't tell your chick. You don't do anything. This is what you do. What's this guy's name again? He didn't say. We didn't say. You do what we've talked about before, and me and Steve, Pookie, and Heather, when you see her again and you're sober and you go to her house, you greet her with a kiss. Just like you go to give her a hug, give her a kiss on the lips, just a peck, not to open your mouth, just a peck, and see how that reaction is. If she is willing to receive it and give it back, then maybe something's up. But just a kiss on the cheek, hey, you're going to be okay, like, good night, you're drunk, we pass out. We went through this on the show already. Like, you're... Just okay. bear with me. Okay. Relax. If she says anything, she'll say something to you. The, the cheek thing is probably just like, hey, you're okay. You give her a kiss. How you doing? The night goes on. You know, come hang out with her. Talk to her. You'll know the vibe. If the vibe's there, she'll get close to you. You'll kind of have her. She'll have her arm like around a little bit. There'll be some kind of touchy-feely thing. Women do not do anything before touchy-feely. It's always touchy-feely and then you have a green light. But a peck on the cheek is nothing. So don't use that for shit. Don't do it. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, I think this guy's overreacting. He's overreacting, but I'm saying if you really want to know. Really, he wants it to be something. Yeah, it could, it could I think this, this is the shit like you beat off to. Like, oh, like, hey, like, oh, wife's friend comes in, blah, 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 blah. But even if she is into it, I mean... You can't cheat on your girlfriend. You gotta, like, no. figure out a way to do it together, or... We don't have a microphone for my buddy, Kurt, no. but... We've talked about this on the show. Have you heard us talk about my buddy Kurt from Canada kissing your friend's wife on the lips? Kiss me when he came in the door. Lips. On the lips? No, no on the cheek. Would you ever do just like a but little... I always said I like that. But would you ever like just like, hey, how you doing? They, they like both kiss on the lips to close friends. Not like open... You know, we have friends that we kiss on lips. Thank you. Oh, you do? See? Kids, do you like that? It's a little creepy. <laughs> you do. You and Deb. You and Deb. Other people on the lips. Right. That's Friend, respect. Friends then. of yours. It's a respect. I'm blown away. Boom. Color me shocked. Love it. Boom. Small town Winnipeg, Canada guy. Because that's like... respect. Yeah. Kurt was always the first Look, guy that kissed me on the cheek. He'd been doing it for years, and I always liked here's it. Here's the deal. Cheek, cheek is different, bro. I just think it's cheek sweet. Is, cheek is I went, like. I went for the lips, but she turned. <laughs> I did. I went right in. Here's the thing. When I kiss Pookie you know on what? the My whole thing has changed because I would have bet. Uh, one of a basset hound that he would have said, no right. way. Because now you're realizing 
You're the yeah. you're the odd man out. Right. But I'm not wearing my shoes. So. Yeah. Right. Not wearing a shoes. I'm wearing shoes. Right. I'm not wearing shoes. Thank you. You're welcome. So anyway, it's a respect thing. You you generally like people. I'm, I'm going to peck her on the cheek. Sorry. Or peck her on the lips. Sorry. Well, so where's dad at? <laughs> <laughs> on the lipstick? Yeah. When you're married for so long, it's like your only chance to kiss somebody else. Right. Why not? Our listeners spoke. Okay Our listeners <laughs> spoke and, and thought that you guys were a bit weird with that. Yeah, no, I don't. I think if we had a poll, yeah, let's do that poll. I'm sure we'd win on that. Well, one. the poll on the lit kit, you've taken a beating on that. That's fine. The but best dress award. Is, but I'm more passionate about the, the lip mean? thing anyway. Just pile on. I'm not, he's trying to jock us. No, I'm not. He's trying to get on seven deuce deuce uh, eyes. Not idea. He was offered the. Come idea. on, keep it up, dark. Keep going. Okay, sorry, buddy. <laughs> All right, next uh, next question. Hey, Steve, love the show. Um, yeah, this is Tim from Wisconsin again. I was just thinking of something since you have Keeper on the air uh, about his song, Nothing Else Matters, when he broke up with his girlfriend. But uh, I broke up with a girl, and I freaking started playing uh, White Snake. Um, here I go again. Here I go again. Right. Yeah. And over and over, and finally my dad was like, holy shit, you know, you want to be on your own? just leave and kick me out of the house mm-hmm. until I had explained to him like a month later it was over a chick. So um, have a good night, and uh, was just a I'm statement. sure your show is going to be great. Good night. Bye. That was just a statement. That's a statement. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. messages for uh, Christopher Chief. <laughs> Look, every time this comes on. What's playing right? It's playing like not through yeah. the computer. I hear it. In the very far background. It's the faintness of oh. Christina in the background. Oh, still. Jesus. <laughs> I told Heather, do, do ex-girlfriends uh, hit you up at all? Do you all the t- time. Do you, God, you talk to dude, ex-girlfriends? They're everywhere. Steve only has two ex-girlfriends. Yeah. What do you talk, like serious relationships? Yeah. Yeah. The one was Kurt's cousin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever... Uh, bone one of your your friend's ex-chicks like if you're single yeah oh yeah why not there's i mean not, there's not a line there i think i would say hey bro can i you know can i you would ask how permission. do you feel about this yeah. mother may i and i think i would be cool like unless it was like a close friend and it was a really bad breakup i just feel like i would never do it like if if, if it was my ex-girlfriend and she like boned a bunch of dudes and it was really bad and then your good buddy like us because you're my rock mm-hmm. you told me i am it, it, then I would be like, no, I don't like that. But if it was just something that was like, hey, didn't work out, like, it's over. All right. Depends on how bad it was. Okay. She's All a right. red-haired monster girl? Yeah. Go for it. All right. Next question for Keith After Dark. Chief Keith Kiefer. Uh, it's an After Dark question. Uh, you made it public knowledge on a podcast years ago that you wrote a 250. And I'm just wondering, um, do you think women prefer writing 450s? Or how can you compensate if you only have a 250 and the women's prefer 450s? Oh, my gosh. Do you think they prefer the KTM uh, 526, that black one from back in the day, the most? Uh, just your thoughts on that. What do you think? I think we know where this guy's going. This is touchy for me. Okay. Um, I'm not mm. blessed. I'm going to have an average size penis. I've, I've measured it. We've talked about I think we've talked about this in the show. Yeah, that's what the guy you was saying. You said that yeah. Steve automatically like looked. I've, I've always measured. Oh, I did? <laughs> you did your all. So I'm working with about seven and a half yeah. fully going. And that's a normal measurement, not from the taint to the deal. Yeah. It's a standard issue. 
Girls aren't worried about if you have the length of a 450. They're worried about the girth of a 450, all right? Let's see how wide. Are you on a YZ450 where it's a little bit wider? Yeah. Or are you think, on that thin yeah. KTM, okay? No, the 87 KX250 was so thin. Okay. Like, it was just... They're yeah. looking for the YZ450. If it was a little fatter in the shrouds, like right? Like 03. Yes. A little heavy, yeah, girthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, from what I've gathered from being married and being with women over the years... The girth is more important. So if you don't have that, you have to compensate orally. You have to be really good at oral. Okay? Very, very slow. Very, take your time. Make sure all that works before you go in there. And then once she's already, you kind of already got her, like, dialed in. She's already came. You've done her deal. Put your, you know, 250 size motor in there. Just do, and work as hard as you can, but really passionately kiss her a lot. Focus on the kissing more so then, it, it, hold on. Uh, Let me, I gotta get my train of thought out yeah, here. I'm sorry, bud. Focus on the kissing <laughs> as the 250 exactly. engine is what he in just there, said. and try to really make it more passionate for them versus having just this big hog. Well, you don't really have to worry about shit because you got a big hog. Let the hog do the work, right? Yeah. So you actually have to work a little bit harder. Focus on other things of the woman. So you're saying if you just got a 450, dude. Here's the deal with that, and it pisses me off. I've had buddies with four. 525s, dude. Okay? 500. Shit, the, they, they unleash their bike out. Chicks will be like, wow, I wonder if that bike will fit in my mouth. And you're like, how the fuck's that even happened, dude? I've never had a chick look at my dick. Oh, I take that back. Christina did. But that was average size. Christina, nothing else matters, chick. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never had a chick be like, wow, I wonder if that would work in, in my deal. And I'm like, I've seen it happen so yeah. many times. Like, you're blessed with a big dick. I would whip it out all the time. I'd be hanging it out all the time. Christina did. She took advantage of it. <laughs> she did. She used you. Fucking bitch. Um, all right. So anyway, back yeah. to your question. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. focus on the kissing. Oral is very, very important. Work harder. Smarter. Work smarter. Work smarter, not yeah. harder. Yeah. And be yeah. Keep it hard. but. And what? Be confident, though. Yeah. And don't worry about it so much. If so do you got to yeah. dress it up? Do you got to dress the 250 up with no, aftermarket just, parts? No. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe you bring another bike to the game. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bring here's your, the deal. Like, bring your buddy's bike. Here's the deal, honestly. <laughs> and be straight up. And be straight up. Bring your buddy's bike. Heather, yeah. Heather be straight up. Make sure it. he doesn't have a 500. <laughs> <laughs> make sure your buddy. 125? Yeah, make sure your buddy's got a 125. Right. And you're on a 250F, yeah. and then you're good. Oh, that's true. You yeah. always have to have the bigger bike. Yeah. But here's mm -hmm. the deal. Mm. I've asked her this because I'm a huge advocate of getting the batting order. How big is my dick compared to the other dudes you've been with? Am I the best? But tell me the truth. Heather has admitted that my cock hasn't been the biggest wiener in the, in the, in the game. Mm -hmm. Yep. And she's like, no, it, yeah, yeah. it's not the deal. But she's like, you do it the best. Yes. And I feel like Heather would tell me if I was shitty because it's not benefiting her if I was shit. Right? So mm -hmm. I, I tell her, hey, if I'm doing something wrong, let me know. If I, I need more more help, let me know and we'll get some help. Not human help, but other help. <laughs> say, like another buddy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, buddy. It's been another edition of After Dark, Kiefer After Dark. That's right. Everybody, yeah. Yes. Good answer, Thank you. Kiefer. Thank you. you put more work into this segment I than do. you did the whole show about God, it's important. <laughs> it's important in life. <laughs> Spread that knowledge. It is life. It's Kiefer life. Yes. It really is. 702-586-757. Call anytime and, uh, and leave a message. Here's the best of the best voicemails that was. That was the last past week. We had a ton of them, and uh, let's play them now. Hey, 
me this message is for you. Um, ran into you in a Supercross race on the West Coast. Huge hero of yours. And I uh, always looked up to you, and I saw you in person. It's for Kenny. Mm. You looked uh, a bit pale. You looked like you had done a lot of living. You had a hood on and a microphone, and kind of like a, we're doing entertainment with no one really around. And just wanted to make sure that you're doing okay, buddy. Uh, I sincerely wonder if you're happy to stay. I guess that's my question. All right. Love you. That's for, that's, that's for Kenny, so. Swink, Mr. Sarcasm, yeah. 125 Supercross champion that couldn't cut it in the big bite. No, Unbalanced, off balance, it doesn't matter. You say you're going to do some bodily harm to Mr. Villeman. Well, I'm here to tell you it ain't going to happen because I'm ready and I won't let this opportunity slip through my fingers. Yeah, come put coffee in the big time. And kids, that's why you don't do drugs. Kenny, reason why you can't do the bail racing is because it doesn't involve a Toyota truck, dude. Come on. And also, are those Hondas, the new ones, are they blowing up? I hear that they're melting pistons. Just curious. Anyways, have a good one. Let me answer that guy right Okay, quick. yeah, all right. Now, there's been so many rumors about, you know, the the Kickstarter's coming back. It's breaking yeah, cases. Yeah, the Kickstarter thing, yeah. You know, it, I've, I've, one time it happened, okay? And it happened at the intro. But those are those are pre-pro models, I think. And uh, otherwise... Kickstarter or Piston? What happened? Uh, the the Kickstarter, oh. like, came back up and, like, cracked the yeah. case or something okay. really weird, right? But, uh... Pistons are fine. Never seen any. I I broke a clutch fiber at a sand track recently um, because I was really hard on the clutch. Um, clutch got super tight. Bike starts smoking a little bit. But honestly, like I I tore it open. Everything was fine. I put a clutch back in it. And I rode it, and it's been another twelve hours. I've been riding it. So those things are solid. Mm-hmm. I have never had any problem with it. So okay. Steve Caleb from North Georgia. I'm just calling to tell you that. I take my shoes off in the house and everything, and I have hard work hardwood floors, mm-hmm. mostly just because I don't want to be tracking mud all through the house and everything. I just take my shoes off because, and also it feels comfortable just to be walking around in your socks and everything. So mm-hmm. everybody who's saying you keep your shoes on the house, eh, as long as you aren't tracking mud through your house, that's perfectly fine to do. Do what you do, but saying it's rude to ask someone to take their shoes off, it's Kind of not because you're stepping in somebody's house, so yeah. Yo, Pope, Popey, Popes. So I'm listening to the podcast, and Kenny's talking about the Suzuki outboard motors. They are good. They're very good. They're indestructible. I live down here in South Florida. All commercial fishermen use these Suzuki outboards. Less money than a Yamaha outboard, and the durability is just as good as a Yamaha. Suzuki outboards are good. That's my two cents, fellas. There we Peace. go. Yeah. Didn't know nothing about it. Yeah, I don't know. What? You don't have a microphone. You can't. But no one can. Like, the... Okay, all right. Okay. This is Sam from South Texas. I'm about 35 minutes into this week's podcast talking about uh, the direction or the side of the stadium. The start was on in Arlington. Um, I believe it was originally planned to be on the other side. If you look at the track map, they usually do an okay job of showing whereabouts in the stadium it is because I purchased my tickets originally intending to be in the corner 
where the finish line was going to be. And then it ended up, we were in the corner sitting directly behind the, the start, and it seemed like they moved it to be closer to the tunnel. I don't know what your opinion on that is. I just thought I'd throw that out there. All right, thanks, guys. No, there's, there's no way they meant to because, as Kiefer knows, the starts are always by the tunnels where you stage, and that tunnel in Dallas, that's where the riders came from. So if the start was backwards, that ain't, that, they're not going to make you push your bike all the way to the other end of the stadium. So it was yeah. never supposed to be that way. Right. So that was, uh, that was wrong. Dude, what the fuck is still wrong with the, the app? It's still not working. It opens up. There's shit there to, that you can play, but then it won't play anything. There's something fucking wrong with it. There is. We're working on Goodbye. a fix, bro. We're working on it. So the, I, MVP, the MVP over there is. When did this happen? Because we've opened it and I've listened and it was pretty good. Yeah. This was recently then, I guess. No, certain people have certain issues. The MVP is working through it. What happened? App issues. I was on the phone. Angry app guy. Oh, another one? Yeah. Oh. So. That list is getting long. There's That's unfortunate. Some phones don't work. Some do. Some people have no problems on it. We're working on a fix. ETA on update. MVP. Uh, I want to be done writing code this week, and then hopefully testing and all that. Or? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I got to do some more testing. There's a lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff that needed to be done, and I was finishing that up. And then, so. All right, angry app guy. There you go. Answers. Hey, Paul Pemex. Uh, eight thoughts here. Beginner class champion once again from Vancouver, Canada. And two things. First of all, thank Christ I didn't listen to the show when that Kenny Watson guy was working on there. My God, you know, like, you know, you know, Kenny, you know, Watson. No, my Lord. Also, by listening to him speak, I must have gotten the wrong profession. I should have been involved in the motocross industry because the fact that that brain-dead guy actually got a job. Holy shit. Poor Kenny. Second off. Steve, I heard you talk about how, you know, you got this big Pulp MX thing going on. You're doing fantastic. You're getting bigger. And you're talking about how, you know, you're blowing people out sometimes. And maybe you should censor yourself. Listen, my big man, that is something you 110% do not want to do. The reason why you're so popular and why you're doing such a great job and the show does well is because of your personality and the fact you speak the truth, unlike 99% of the rest of these pussies in this industry that, you know, get up there and give you the cookie-cutter bullshit, Cindy Lauper, Barbie doll, crap-ass answer. I don't know what Cindy Lauper and right. Barbie doll's got to do with the answer, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm swinging off the cuff here. Give me a break. Long story short, Kenny Watson's a retard, and Travis Marks, you kicking ass. God, you're a million times better than that guy is. You know, you know, it's all over here is you know, Kenny, you know, Watson. And Steve, don't change, you big dork. Keep being who you are and keep talking shit and calling people out on their bullshit because that's what makes you the best motocross, supercross, radio slash podcast in the fucking world. I'm out. Y'all take care. There you Be go. cool. It's Canadian weighing in. He was all about it. Poor Kenny. Yeah. The, the, was the was there any positive Kenny uh, voicemails? No. Oh. Okay. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> cool. Hey, Pop. So yeah, this is Tim from Wisconsin. Uh, thanks a lot for the Ricky Ryan uh, interview. That was great. I haven't seen that dude in years. I used to live in Yuba City and uh, went to the East Street track a lot. And uh, 
Yeah, that dude was rad on a bike. I remember one time, East Street track used to get flooded in the winter, so you'd have to take this railroad bridge down to get to the track because it made kind of an island. And that Why dude rode a wheelie. It's like a half mile right down the middle of the railroad tracks one Kids time. Was. And the dude would have crashed, he would have totally drowned. So he's a rad dude. It's really good to Love hear from this him. Guy right so, here. But anyway, and then I hear you're having Keeper on. Um, That's why. I have a 2015 YZ250F, and they were talking about changing the engine mounts. Now, is that just the front? Do you have to change the mounts for the headstand and stuff? But anyway, great show. You make my day go fast. See ya. So it's funny. We talked about this with the, the chick called and stirred oh, us. Oh, yeah. Dude, I got so many messages about this. So, yes, you have to change both. They're both, not just one. The lowers and the uppers. Not They're mm. both different. So, yes, if you're going to do it, do both. Okay. Gentlemen, how's it going? Steve, how are you? So, y'all said something about, uh, on your 250 East podcast, actually, about uh, Robbie Raynard not being the best rider in the uh, history of all training coaches or whatever. However, he's had a somewhat successful uh, training camp down there in Oklahoma. Um, I'd like to bring the point towards Jason uh, Wygant, Weege himself. Uh, nobody knows any background of Weege's history on a dirt bike. However, he is hands down, no questions asked, one of the best commentators uh in, in the history, he's, in, he's the Art Ekman-ish of the uh, the newer, you know, decade, and I think that uh, that is a valid towards uh, Robbie's side, saying that uh, you know nobody knows about Weege's experience on a dirt bike. I would love to see Weege. Yeah, but this is all, this is like Weege doesn't need to be good on a dirt bike to call races. Yeah, he's good at what he does. Robbie, what we were talking about, Robbie Renard is he's a great guy and he's working with Forkner and Bloss and Jimmy's there and. He's really killing it, Robbie. He's doing a great job. And I said, when Robbie raced, it was he was a bit of a head case. So talented, got hurt a lot. Yep. Sometimes he was untouchable. Most times he's left his team managers going, What the heck? What the heck? We yeah. want where's that form all the time? And I made a comment that it's ironic now he's coaching guys and, and doing a great job. Mm. It's just I'm always like, don't you remember what his rap was, what his rep was when he was riding? That's all. But but the Wygant thing is, I mean, it's... To go with Robbie, I think sometimes the, the, guy, the head cases become the best coaches. Maybe, yep. Because they know what they've done wrong, but they can't fix it when they were in the pressure situation. Mm -hmm. Now you have these guys that are racing. Most of them are all the same as Robbie. Some can just get over it. Yeah. But now Robbie can kind of hone in and be like, look, I've been there. This is what you should do, and yeah. that might help them. Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not bagging on Robbie because it's working and everybody loves him. It, I just found it funny, ironic, humorous Yes, that Robbie's such a good coach, coach because smash cut 15 years ago and everyone's like, that, that right. guy doesn't know how to teach. He's just so naturally talented. Yeah, And he's a head case where he's only on four times a year. But those four times a year will be phenomenal. Yeah. So that's all. But cool. the Wygant thing, that's, that's apples to oranges. He, he Kids need to be great at riding a motorcycle to announce. It's funny because I was talking to David Bailey when I was doing some stuff with him and we were talking about Wygant, and they had to do something in a hotel room for the Enduro Cross Series. And we were talking about Jason, and he's like, I'm like, dude, Jason's pretty good. He's like, oh, man, you have no idea. Like, He's like, I, I was out of it for a while. He's like, David's like, I didn't know some of these guys, you know? And 
I just kind of looked over at Jason. We we're sitting in the hotel room, and he just rambled on for two and a half minutes about this guy. And he's like, he just saved my ass. So he's like, he constantly just saves my ass. I'm like, I wasn't a huge fan of Wygant back in the day, but I think he's gotten so much better. Yeah. Like, he's been great. Oh, he's great. Around uh, Anaheim, too. Hell, let's see how he does. He probably does a little better than the news reporters, but yeah, I think that's a strong testament towards uh, that argument, I think. Even though Robbie Raynard, as y'all said, wasn't uh, known as the guy having things together, uh, he can be a, a great attribute for the younger guys because he can show everybody. Fuck, people suck at driving in Texas. Sorry. Um, yeah, but I think that uh, Raynard could be a, a strong attribute towards a lot of people. Um uh, and the younger riders to maybe help them not make the same mistakes he did. And it's also a testament as an example for Weech. He's not a racer, but damn, he knows a lot about racing, doesn't he? So you're a bad dude, Weege, and uh, keep killing it. Steve, what the fuck? I'm watching the Wilkos show. Steve Wilkos, where the fuck are the post-race interviews? Two weeks now, two weeks. I need some of that shit. Where is it at? Give it to me. Bring back the content. Make some good radio. I don't know. They're they're on pulpmex.com every week. Pro yeah, Circuit Pulpcasts. They're right there. I saw. That's what I've been I... there all year. I don't know what this guy's talking about. So I want to. I, was... I wonder if it's a Stitcher, another Stitcher. Oh, maybe, maybe. Just go that. Just go purple pulp app. Purple, I mean, Apple app, podcast app. That's where you get everything I got. Search Steve Mathis. You get the Fly Show, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. You get the NFAB. You get the Racer X1. It's got this Pulp one. That's just easy. No problem. Could be a Stitcher issue. but they Or go to pulpmix.com. Follow me on Twitter. That's I, what I do. Yeah, yeah, I mean. All right. No, I'm done. I'm done with this. We got to go. That's it. We're, we're over the voicemails. That guy made me mad. Wow. Yeah, that's how it happens. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Sprockets, Gear Alloy, Wheels, Roost MX, Graphics, Pivot Works, Bearings, X Brown Goggles, uh, Clear Vision, Michelin Starcross 5, Hooking Up, KTM Parts Express.com, um, Orange Brigade. <laughs> you are now our member. <laughs> you and Moski. Yeah, me and Mo are be tight. Woo! Works Connection. Uh, guards and badass clutch perches. FMF. Power. W wheels. Bling. EK chains. Mm. They're 100, chains. 120 links. Do they have color chains? They used to. Yeah. I don't know if they still do. I should look into that. Yeah. If they give me money, I should know that. But I used to run a green EK chain in the Birdwell days. Those are badass. Those sweet. Guts racing. Badass seat foams. Get data. Mm, very good power. Ride engineering. Clamps. And brakes. And brakes. Uh, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. You can tweet these anytime. And uh, call, use BTOsports.com. I forgot about this segment. We've got to quickly run this through. The, through yeah, we're this. good. All right, okay. I'm going to get you guys on the road. I'm fine. I don't. My testing got canceled, so. Yeah, but you guys should get on the road. All right. It's sketchy. Uh, at Pulp Mech Show is the uh, Twitter account, and we take the best questions that was, and uh, and these are them. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. 
Who picks these questions? At Travis Marks, at Pulp Mech Show. Uh, these are the questions. What's wrong, Marks? You're shaking your phone. <laughs> trying to open my phone. You're like a super nerd. Do you think shaking it works? Like, <laughs> you know computers, bro. Dude, I'm trying to open my phone to get to my tweets, and it's like frozen right now. Oh, you've had a bad time frozen? today. It's, been a it's bad. still It's like frozen right now. It's like super snarky. I don't know what's going on. Do you want mine? No, because I have all my all the my questions saved. Yeah, but I have the Twitter account open too. I got it. Um, mention Pulp MX when you call down, and they'll give you a deal on anything they have at uh, BTOSports.com. Great guys, fantastic service. All right, here we go. Uh, Todd Dahl. Oh, you guys talked about that one. Why I hit Tomax Spike was smoking? Yep, clutch. Um, Ken Meeks wants to know what happened with Christian Craig, and has Steve spoke with DV since the race? DV wrote about it on his on pulpmix.com column on uh, on dot Yeah, go go there, read it. He wrote all about it. Talked about Christian's issues, uh, why it went uh, why it went sideways a little bit, but great heat race, good practice for him. So just a bad main event. Um, Jeremy Flynn wants to know how bad do tracks have to get before Feld actually does something about it? I don't know, bro. It's it's. <laughs> It's hit and miss. It seems like it seems like they do stuff sometimes, and sometimes they don't. And and yeah, I don't think they really listen to these guys. You know, I really don't think. I mean, they're gonna listen to them and maybe help out a dangerous section or something. But are they gonna go buy a bunch more dirt, which is what they need to do? So how does this work? Does Feld hire them, or they put in a bid and they, you know, how does no, this work? No, well, it's been Dirt Works for a hundred years. Okay. And I think I don't know. I think Feld bought into them because at one point Feld was saying, "Call them the Feld Track Crew." Uh, so I think they bought into Rich Winkler's Dirt Works, or bought it entirely, or something. I don't know. Okay. So is America running out of so, dirt? Yes, America's running out of dirt. dirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Corey Burns. Dirt has been uh, deported. <laughs> Some bad country. Yeah. Trump. Corey Burton wants to know: Do you think Muskan and Tomac are actually benefiting from the longer mains, and are they hurting Dungey? Well, yeah, I mean, that's all part of the equation. New time formats, Dunge isn't the same guy. Um, Tomac's... Yeah, it's hurt his confidence, for sure. We talked about Marvin and his outdoor... Tomac and his outdoor skills, Marvin his ability to make something out of nothing. Yeah, when it gets rougher, Marvin's more creative. He can jump things, do things. And just overall, like, you watch him on the Dragon's back, like they were talking, he was jumping over onto the next one and then sea bouncing off and over that hump. There's only a few guys that was doing it, but he was doing it more consistently. Speaking of Dragon's Back, we walked the track with Pookie, and then I was, I came up with a joke, and I used it like three times, and she's like, okay, that's enough. But I'm like, they're like, ah, Pookie on the track walk, someone would say that, and I'd be like, yeah, she's looking for a real dragon. I just told her I was Dragon Back. She thinks it's a real dragon. <laughs> she's looking for it. And she's like, okay, that's enough. All right. That one time would have been good. I laughed three times. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's four. Thanks. Uh, Joel, want, Joel Watt wants to know if Marv wins this title and Dunge signs for another year, do they still train together? And if oh, not, who I don't leaves? Know. No, a, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't know. Yeah. See, I'm on the, that program where I think if he gets beat and he continues to get beat. I think it 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 goes a different way. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Flowers wants to know who gets a win first, Seeley or Anderson? Seeley, multiple Se- wins. Seeley. You're back on that train. Sure. Okay. Line brothers. Mm-hmm. Christopher McCann wants to know, does a crash like Bogles automatically necessitate a frame or bike replacement? If not, what kind of parts are replaced or inspected? Yeah, all the stuff you would look at, forks, axle, clamps. 
Uh, they would measure the frame, you know, and check it out. But I doubt that would do anything in the frame. That muffler was split in half, so they changed they that. They needed a new muffler ASAP. Yep. God, Bogle's fast. He just... Is he in neutral? Did he say anybody? No, that... I don't think he did. I didn't hear. Fuck. He's got to keep it together. Hey, he's had two big ones. Yeah. Let's not go three. Three no. strikes, usually you're out. Yeah. Kurt Lucas wants to know Kiefer. Which current rider has the hottest wife or girlfriend? Hmm. Dungy's wife is beautiful. Like, she is very, very naturally beautiful. Um, Nick Way's wife's hot. I like Weimer's wife. There's all kinds, dude. It's too many to pick. But I would say just straight up natural beauty, Dungy's wife. Just good looking. Pulp Mix fan club wants to know. Congratulations on not getting, keep, not getting that too creepy. Like, no, I, I know. Yeah. I know when to do it. Yep. I can, I can modulate. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I like it. Didn't get that. Didn't go down that road. Nah. A lot of us thought it would. Nah, nah. A lot of us saw you going down. I can go, but I can turn the blinker. Yep. And I'll get off. Yep, you got off. Okay. Now that Porcel is out, who is the biggest underachiever in the 450s, excluding injured riders? Baggett has been fast. No, nah, Baggett's not, not. I mean, he's not something. But the great, results have not been he's there. He's trying hard. He's working I'm hard. I'm on the Baggett wagon. Um, Underachieving. You know who underachieves a little bit is Nick Schmidt. He's like just happy to get in the main event. Now he's not going to go and get top ten or nothing, but he's like just stoked to be there. I don't know how hard he pushes in the main events. Yeah, I don't know if that counts or not. But. I don't know. He's where's the results at? Me, this crap over here. There's someone I was looking at the other day. I was like, God, he should be doing better. They're right by the peanut butter cookies. The results. Hmm. Well, Josh Grant for me. Feel like he should be better. All right. Last one from Alex. Juliana Daniels or Deanna Dahlgren? Juliana. Diana. Juliana. Juliana. No way. Yeah. Dude. Heather. Diana. Um, Diana's no makeup. I've seen her no makeup. Looks great. Heather said Diana. And she's not a stick. I like that. She has oh. curves. I'm into it. My buddy Kurt. What do you? Yeah, Diana. Thank Diana? you. Boom. Shut I like your, your buddy. Shut your mic off. He's been on my side the whole time. He's been here. Oh, he has. Yeah. 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 You like that? I'm in. Okay. Um, all right. That's the BTO Sports tweet of Travis. Thanks to BTOSports.com. Go there. Mention Pulp MX. Call there. Put Pulp MX in the coupon code for motocross and mountain bikes, sport bikes, UTVs. BTOSports.com has what you need because their passion reflects yours. That's a wrestling voice. I don't know, Kiefer. Thanks to Sealy. Thanks to Dan Truman. Thanks to Adam Cincerillo and Luke Reslin and the Seven Deuce Deuce. Which one did you enjoy most, Chris Kiefer? Uh, I like Ren- Renslin. He's really? a good interview. I think he's well-spoken. Yeah, he is. He he's a good is. dude. Yep. Uh, Dirt Rider, DirtRider.com. Go Dirt check Rider out uh, Best Dressed, DirtRider.com. And I want to give a big uh, shout-out and a get well soon to Colt Knack. He's one of our test guys. He had the gnarly get X-Brand Goggles also. Yes, X-Brand Goggles athlete and... Uh, he has a hard road to come back, but uh, he's tough. He's a good kid. Yeah, good dude. Eck is a great, great guy. Been around a long time. And uh, and, and also to Zach, uh, Zach Taylor. Yeah, get better. Yeah, get better. Uh, thanks for coming, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. I, see you next week. Thanks, Heather, for coming. Uh, yeah, you'll be back in next week. I'm your rock. Our buddy Ping bailed. Shocking Ping bailed. Legitimate excuse, though. Racer X ride day at Castillo Ranch. Oh, he does. Is that what he's doing? Yeah. And that was put, you know, after. Yeah. It's a legitimate excuse. Okay. But a bail is a bail. Yep. Flake you, is a flake. You, Chris Kiefer. I'm in. You're my rock.
If I have testing the next day, I'm still here. That's awesome. Thanks to uh, our guests tonight. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to you guys, you listeners. Very important. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for making this the number one downloaded internet motocross show on Monday nights. That's right. And don't forget, get your questions in. 702-586-757. Key for After Dark. He can help you. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. And uh, Travis, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks to Swiss Corps and Moser. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and... I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Speak my mouth, crushing your creed.